gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back in to another In The Paint podcast. How's everyone doing tonight? Holy shit. We made it. We're back. It's Thursday. One more day to the weekend. Let's fucking go. Very excited for tonight. Have a lot to get into. It's going to be a good show, guys. It's going to be a fun show, as some of you are putting in the chat. You guys, uh, you guys know it's a fun show. Shout out to Corey Adam joining us early. Shout out to everyone else who's made it in the chat tonight. We appreciate you stopping by. It's going to be a good one, guys. Lots, uh, lots going on today, this week and today, and that's uh, going to lead us into the weekend. Sixers are on tonight. I'm not sure if anyone is uh, from the Philly, Jersey, or tri-state area and uh, is excited about basketball, but the Sixers do play game six tonight. Hopefully they can pull it out and finally get over the hump. That is Boston. Uh, you know, it's something that we could root for because uh, obviously Softcast being from, you know, Michigan and Detroit area, obviously the Pistons, uh, they forget what the playoffs are even like. So, Hopefully the Sixers, uh, yeah, shout out Sixers, guys. Uh, get the job done, please, tonight so I can win a couple bucks and be happy this weekend. Uh, a lot of fun stuff to get into, guys. We have, uh, it's, uh, we're working on a lot of new things here. We're working on a members-only Discord that should be up and running. A lot of surprises. Uh, possibly working on a new show. We have, I, there's so much. I, you know, I, I'm the type to not talk about it, just be about it, just do it. So, But there's a lot of good things uh, coming up in the future of this show and this channel, but we appreciate everyone uh, tuning in. Have a lot to get to tonight. We got some some steel toe coverage. Now, if uh, for some of you who may not know, Sir Aaron M. Holt, Mr. Fun Show himself, Sir Aaron M. Holt, claims to have a secret that he's uh, he's not going to be letting out. He's got a secret about me that he doesn't want to let out, and, you know, our secrets are safe. Well, guys, I'm here to inform you tonight we are going to get into what that secret is. And uh, it's a doozy. It's a doozy. Uh, I, I probably could wager most of you uh, don't even, probably wouldn't even guess this. I'll give you guys all a chance. If you guys want to guess what that secret may be and what... I'm, uh, you know, uh, possibly being held over my head right now uh, from Sir Aaron, Mr. Like I said, fun show himself. Uh, you know, feel free to drop it in the chat. But uh, if no, if someone gets it, uh, well, I'm not going to, you know, ruin the bit. But big secret. We're going to be revealing that here in a little bit. Uh, like I said, Corey Adam is in the chat. So, uh, what's up, Corey? How, uh, is, how are you doing? Hopefully you're not bouncing too much tonight. Uh, it's going to be a fun show, guys. We have K-Cuck episode 7. Corey, no copyright strikes. All right, let's play fair. This is transformative content. So uh, Tom Chilstrom is on a uh, he's on a, a racial brigade these days. Getting very flustered, uh, you know, at the sheer thought of the Klan. And, uh, you know, I was watching uh, the K-Cuck episode 7. And we'll get into that. We have uh, that full show to break down for you guys. And... Like my my biggest gripe is isn't with you, Corey per se. It's never you know uh, been directly towards you. It was mainly towards Aaron, and you were just a casualty of war. And that's what like a lot of these people, uh, you know, uh, in the steel toe world uh, that are close to the steel toe world, 
it's like, you know, I don't have gripes with you guys. It's it's the people closest to Aaron that get, uh, you know, hurt the most at times. So, uh, yeah, but we have uh, K-Cuck. We're going to be breaking down. Tom, like I said, man, uh, he, this guy is a national treasure. And Corey, you know, I don't know what you're paying him, if you're paying him at all, but you definitely should up his pay a little bit. You know, uh, he is, you know, the the cornerstone of what we know today as the best show on the Internet, K-Cuck. So we will be getting into K-Cuck later on. We have a lot of other good things. Uh, we have some Shuli to get into, some Carl from uh, WATP. He was on the Drew and Mike show. Uh, Softcast knows a little bit more about Drew and Mike, so I'll kind of let Softcast set that one up when we get there. Hopefully my audio stays in sync. The last two shows have been a fucking nightmare, to say the least, uh, in that aspect. Uh, so it turns out, last Friday we do a show, it's all good. Then we get to Sunday, I had Ray DeVito on, and just when we were like setting up that Ray DeVito interview, I mean, all like I can't even explain what happened. David Skywalker, I seen in the chat earlier, says, oh, I heard that sound, the sound of death. Yeah, it's like, dude, I really do have some PTSD right now going live and like constantly having to monitor my audio channels. And that was the biggest problem on Monday because I had set my audio channels up on Monday and everything was fine. I was running private streams all week. I've been working at this for the better part of, I mean, every day since we, you know, uh, stopped streaming on Monday. So I'm setting my audio channels up and everything's all fine and good. We're about to go live on Monday and it shits on me. It takes a fucking shit. And it was... Very stressful shit, to, to say the least. So I was glued uh, to my uh, audio channels here on my screen. Lots of, uh, lots of crazy, uh, craziness happened throughout that uh, live chat on Monday. I gotta put my fucking ear monitors behind me. There we go. So yeah, uh, so lots of, uh, lots of craziness happened in that chat Monday, which I was made aware after the fact. But a lot of people were... Uh, you know, had a few choice words and just were letting me know what was going on. And we do appreciate that here. But the one they call the hip star. Well, he tried to brigade the, uh, the chat room on Monday. And, uh, you know, not 24 hours later, we found out what we know today as being hip star subgate. So we'll be getting into all of that and more, guys. We have a lot of show to get into. I'm happy everyone is here rocking with us. Uh, let's uh, read a couple chats, see how everyone is doing tonight. I'm going to take a shot to get into it. How's everyone doing? If you're drinking with me, please drink responsibly. Do not drink and drive unless, of course, you have to. If you see me tapping my mic, it's just understand it's PTSD from the last two shows. But I think I figured it out. Uh, I, I was behind like five episodes, or five episodes, five updates on my OS system, on my OBS, on my audio drives, and I updated everything today, so it should be good. But welcome into the show, guys. I'm going to take a shot, so have one with me. Glad everyone is here. We have a good show to get into. Very fun, fun, fun show to get this into. This has been a very fun show. Oh. Very fun show, very fun week. It's a great one. Ah! Feels good to be back. All right, let's bring up Softcast. Uh, we'll bring him up. Uh, we'll read a couple chats with Softcast, and we'll get into the show tonight, guys. What do you say? Let's see, uh, Sir Softcast. You guys, give me uh, help me uh, out in introducing my good friend and yours, 
He's definitely not a hard cast, and that's for sure. He goes by the name Soft Cast, and he is in the building tonight with us, rocking with us, looking better than ever. What's going on, Soft? How are you, man? I can't hear you. You're on mute, bro. You're on mute. Oh, he says, oh, got him. Wait, 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 wait. Got him. Got him. So it's, it's been really fun. Some crazy stuff has happened over the last few hours. The hip star thing is hilarious. Uh, I'm glad we're going to talk about the Carl Andrew and Mike, because I think that's kind of funny. And I don't think lots of people, um, look for that shit there. So I think that's good. I'm fans of both their shows. Uh, the Tom Chilstrom, I was just fucking with him on Twitter before the show started because Tom is worth fucking with. I love that guy. Now has Tom blocked, has Tom blocked you? Because we know Tom likes to go on these blocking sprees when he's feeling uncomfortable and he's like wigging out, uh, you know, in real time. And we're all watching that. He, he is not shy to jump right on that fucking block button. Now, are you block soft? Or are you, are you still good to tweet at him? I'm still good to tweet at him, which nice. is weird because, uh, I know he knows totally who we are. There's no way that uh, Corey hasn't told him that that's the show I bounced on. Right. You know? Right. You know, so he knows who we are. So I'm trying to push him just a little bit. What did I say to him earlier? Here, hold on. Let me find it. Cause it's kind of funny. You pull that up. I want to read this. Uh, Tony Sal says, talk about Melton's steel toe merch. And we will get into that, man. Uh, so Patrick Melton was on, uh, Nobody likes onions today, and he was, he's, he's well, he's cucked Aaron in real time, and it's pretty, uh, pretty fascinating shit uh, to watch. But Patrick, essentially, what Patrick has done is he's bought steel toe merch and uh, reduced the cost, so he's actually selling steel toe merch uh, lower than Aaron is, and is selling more items and more units than Aaron is. And and the, the, the funniest thing about it all is he's on nobody likes onions today. And he's like directly calling out Aaron. He's like, yo motherfucker, try to do something. So I thought it was an epic rant. We'll play that uh, coming up on the show, but did you find the clip? Um, I'm looking for my zoom shit so I can share my screen right now. All right. Uh, share screen. This one. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh, that's, no, that's not the one. Hold on, I got it. Just leave my screen up because I'll get it right up. All right. We'll just we'll wait. No, we'll wait on softcast. Be hyping the show. <laughs> All right. There's Hipstar. Where's the Tom Chilstrom one? Oh, here it is. Here it is. See that right there? Uh, let's see. Yes. So true. Wait, no. Yeah. So true. Read that. Because I'm retweeting Tom. Oh, okay, so you I see. Tweet okay, so all right, so I'll read Tom's tweet first. It says, uh, "Top shelf, Tom Chilstrom. Past episodes are fun. Live shows are great. Tonight, 7:30 p.m. Central Time. Twitch.tv, Twitch uh, Talkcast, and YouTube.com/slash at Corey Adam Comedy. K Cuck Top Shelf Twitch streamers and all the hashtags. But then Softcast comes back and tweets at him. So true. He tweeted his tweet, so I'm I'm promoting him. So, right. And that's, you know, we're here to promote, like, like I said, guys, I mean, don't get it twisted. We're here to make Tom stay on that show. I mean, I, now do I think he's going to walk like, you know, physically combust into flames and just completely lose his fucking mind and walk off that show? Yes. But that's not to say we don't want Tom on that show. We, we love Tom on that show. We think he is the show. 
You know, if there's no Tom Chilstrom, I mean, you really, uh, you know, peel back the layers of that onion. Uh, no pun intended to Patrick Melton, but it's like, what do you get? You know, Luke. Luke. Yeah, that's the only thing. And he's like the scallion. You cut off the top of the onion and you put in a salad. <laughs> right, right. It's not a real onion. He's that, a onion light. That was a a solid fucking reference, man. Right off the top of the show, too. That was pretty good. So you come back, you retweet him. You say, uh, so true. Live shows are the best. And regardless of what you've heard, everyone say, well, Tom is not racist. <laughs> and we all could see behind me here is a live look in from Tom's, uh, you know, rallying points. His new podcast, Tom and the Clan, is going to be coming out very shortly. I am producing it. I'm very excited. I've, I've been working with a lot of his friends here. And it's, uh, well, we'll just say they're nice people. I, I don't want to get harmed or anything, you know. But uh, so, yeah, Tom and the Clan <laughs> coming soon. I have no idea if that's happening. But if he's doing a, a wrestling show, Tom's two count. Surely he could do a Tom and the Clan show. I mean, that would fucking, I mean, tell me that wouldn't fucking sell. You know what I mean? Tell me people would not listen to Tom and the Clan. Oh, they would. I am envisioning like uh, Tom uh, also dressed up as Hitler with a little ginger Hitler stash. Hitler Tom. Yeah. Whoa. With a little ginger Hitler. Or maybe make the stash really dark like Hitler's and the rest of him be ginger. Right. Be awesome. <laughs> A ginger Hitler stash. Now, that's something you don't see every day. All right. Uh, you could stop sharing your screen here. Yeah. Uh, it, was that was it, was that the only tweet you wanted to share? Oh, well, yeah, because Tom, he'll reply back in a little bit. I don't know what the hell he, he does with his life outside of work and not uh, play comedy clubs. Here, check but, this out. Uh, l- l- let me pull this up because uh, you just mentioned his work. So we think this is uh, Tom's... Uh, you know, Tom's social life. I, I have some pictures he's been posting on Instagram. I think they're very, very funny. But this is like when Tom is done work and, you know, um, you know, he's uh, off off the job, as they say. Sorry, my dog's barking. Uh, you know, he gets together with his uh, his pals and, uh, you know, he, he posts some gnarly pictures, guys. He's a good follow on Instagram. So check him out. This is Tom. Over on Instagram. And, and again, we'll get into K-Cuck more. But, uh, so this is Tom and his friends. And the description reads, uh, Tom Chilstrom, top life or top shelf life means hanging out with friends while doing the work. Got to hang out with the golden god. Uh, and then whoever he tags. Repeat offenders in Knoxville, Iowa while playing music and showing off the two-count swag and taking in a great wrestling show. And then, uh, so, sorry, hold on. My dog is barking here. Let me call him over. Butters! Butters. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, Butters the Pipple. What's up, pup? What's up? Lay down. Relax. Have a seat. It's okay. Get your bone. Sorry, he's uh he's a froggy little fella, dude. He's like he's a pit bull, so you would think he's like this mean fucking like uh, you know, uh, animal. Like if if you talk to Aaron Emholt, dude, you know, Aaron's view on pitbulls is they should be fucking, you oh, know, yeah. shot. Don't uh, I have the clip somewhere of him saying, uh, well, it's a screenshot. It's from Twitter where he's like, get rid of the breed. You know, he's a, he's very right. upset about pit bulls. And th- that's a big reason why I I dislike him. Anyone who dislikes pit bulls should be, uh, you know, looked into. And then not to top it off. I, see, I think this is a big cope. Sorry, I'm jumping around from Tom to Aaron. But this is a big cope from Aaron because he hates pit bulls, yet he owns a fucking chihuahua. 
It's like that. You might as well get a cat at that point. What, like, you know, a, a chihuahua is not a real dog, guys. I'm here to break it to you. I, I'm not sure if you've ever heard that. I'm, I'm sure that take has been, you know, uh, you know, angled before to people. But a, a chihuahua isn't a real dog. It, you know, it's it's a dog for uh, fake men, you know, or, you know, men that can't be a real man, you know, such as Aaron. So it makes sense. But, you know, his dislike for pipples, man, is very uh, it rubs me the wrong way, to say the least. But uh, but we, we might not make friends in the Drew and Mike community with that because Drew has a little yappy dog. I can- yeah. Some kind of little terrier, but it always interrupts the shows. I can't remember what what breed it is right now. Well, see, it's like, you know, we could uh, agree to disagree, man. It's like, I'm not, you know, but again, it's like, it's just like, get a real dog. <laughs> you know, like, it's like, you might as well get a, um, like, I don't even know, like, like a little robot, like a little card, little, like, and dress it up like a dog because uh, like chihuahuas, they're barely a dog. So, uh, but yeah, so sorry. What I was saying is my, uh, my pit bull, uh, Butters, he tends to uh, bark when other dogs are around, and he's like a very afraid pit bull uh, around other dogs. It's funny. He's like some PTSD, but he's a good pup. Uh, so anyway, Tom Chil- back to Tom Chilstrom. So you see his uh, personal life here with this guy. Now, this guy, uh, this guy here looks like he wears his pants below his waist. He's making some fashion. St- and what is this? Like, what is, what is Tom doing? Is he trying to wave? I think, and... I think they're throwing their hands in the air like they just don't care. You know? Oh. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, what's up, man? Now, he's got that two-count shirt on. Now, I wonder if this was recorded the day of K-Cuck because uh, for, you know, everyone who watched K-Cuck last night, Tom was wearing this exact same shirt. So I hope this was, you know, uh, the same day. I don't think it was, though. I think this... I think this was a week ago. So Tom is actively, I think we just caught Tom actively wearing the same shirt over and over and over and over again. <laughs> and it's like, who would even buy a two count shirt? Well, he is. If you think about it, he's from the, uh, you know, on football, they talk about coaching trees or whatever. Yeah. He is from the uh, steel toe coaching tree. And we know about the Aaron t-shirt watch that Nola had. Yes. You know what I mean? And so we're seeing it. Tom comes from that same coaching tree. He, Corey branched off him, and Tom is branching off him. And changing your clothes isn't a big thing in that world. Now, uh, yeah, it, it's just very wild. It's like these Minnesotan people, like, you know, and, and I don't want to generalize here because I know we have some people from Minnesota in, in the chat at times. So, th- th- guys, this isn't a direct dig towards all of Minnesotans, but, uh, you know, the Minnesotans who try to do podcasts – Aaron, Tom, I mean, they wear the same, you know, uh, fit. And who's that guy that smokes cigarettes in the car? What's his name? Cowpote Adventures. Yeah, I mean, you know, Cowpote's not changing fucking daily, you know. Uh, but this is uh, this is another picture I found. Uh, so Tom was uh, mean mugging here for the camera. And it looks like to uh, this guy looks to appear to be like uh, Tom's brother or cousin, maybe, because... You know, how many gingers are there really, you know, in the world? And now there's two in the same car. It's like, you yeah. know, what's the fucking hell going to fucking, you know, freeze over? But uh, is, is Tom's brother all, also wanted in Clown Town? Does he have outstanding warrants? I, well? I believe so. I believe he has multiple warrants out in Clown Town and in Clan Town, if you catch my drift. Uh, but let's so this is the two count Tom. Uh, don't get it twisted. Uh, Big Ace Official and Tom Chilstrom are not friends. Gas is just too expensive for kayfabe to exist. 
on their way to uh, Algana, Iowa, for Absolute Pro Wrestling. So they're they're going actively to Absolute Pro. What the fuck is Absolute Pro Wrestling? It's some uh, regional wrestling promotion. I've and I'm gonna go on a. I'm going to go on a Bedabbler show, and those guys know a lot about wrestling. I know a bunch about old-school wrestling, but they know a lot about this shit. I'm going to try and figure some of it out because I, I can't believe so many people I know or follow, um, like grown men, are really into pro wrestling. So it's Even kinda, still. So what changed it for me, man, you know, uh, you hear Aaron making this uh, comparison that, you know, the, the these podcasts are like pro wrestling and all that shit. But what changed it? My point was that uh, you know Aaron is a pro wrestling fan. I mean, we've seen him do. Yeah, yeah, he's he's part of it too. But my thing, when I figured out wrestling wasn't real, it's like, well, why am I watching something that's not real? You know what I mean? I mean, it's a very insane concept. Like, you know, it's it's cool if you're a kid, uh, you know, and you're watching wrestling, and it's like, you know, you're you're taken away. By the uh, you know the the pyro and the intros and the moves and yeah, that's all fine and good, but like it comes a point in time, it's like all right, you know Santa Claus isn't real, you know, and it takes a little bit of uh, away from Christmas. It's no different from wrestling, you know. Uh, now I know people are gonna have a huge problem with that and the 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 Chihuahua take. So I, I look, I apologize. I'm just I speak what's on my mind. But uh, so I really don't apologize at the end of the day. But so Tom is driving like this. I would never I would never be caught doing this, uh, traveling to another state by car with another ginger going to see a uh, like a, a Division C or Division D uh, style of wrestling, like an amateur. Yeah, just just regional. Very small. Very. very so if it was like the WWE, maybe, maybe just because it's like the production value of that is like, you know, obviously the best. But, uh, yeah, you're not going to catch me anytime soon doing this. But Tom Chilstrom, of course, uh, when he's not at his, uh, you know, rallies, he is traveling to other states to watch wrestling. So that is uh, a Tom Chilstrom update. We'll get to K-Cuck a little bit later, but I figured, hey, man, let's start the show with a little Tom, man. He's the, uh, he's really the member, uh, the guest of honor here on tonight's show. Tom is a gem. He's (laughs) He's incredible. I, I hope he understands that we're just covering him and none of this is really personal. No, it's all personal, Softcast. This is <laughs> as personal as a personal gets. Uh, Dr. Chow coming in, uh, $1.99. Uh, I'll give you this. Uh, says, what's the deal with Matt? I'm new to Steel Toe. He cool. So Matt from Savage Thoughts. Damn it, Matt. You remember that uh, infamous soundbite? Oh, Damn yeah. it, Matt. You know better. Uh, this guy, Matt. Yeah, he, look, he, th- this is another... Guy who's like a big doofus. He's a buffoon. I mean, anybody going to do a, a co-hosting gig with Steel Toe at six o'clock in the morning, in you know Central Time, you know they they don't have all their fucking cells, their their brain cells attached. Like there's there's a, something a little bit wrong with these guys. Matt's no different from Savage Thoughts. I don't care. You know he could say and do whatever he wants. He might be a cool guy. I might get a beer with him after the show. But there has to be a little bit wrong with this guy for doing you know, uh, four and a half hours for like 120 bucks and, and putting up with Aaron's, you know, shenanigans for that long. I mean, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Am I off by saying that or do you no, know? No, no, I was just thinking like, I wouldn't even have to commute, but, uh, when I first started coming on this show, if you would have said, look soft, we, uh, 
we record at 6 a.m. I would have been like, oh, I'm out, dude. Yeah, that, yeah, it's too much. <laughs> too much. Not for like 50 bucks, you know, not for whatever he's paying them, but 6 a.m. Why? That makes no fucking sense. Look, if you if you want to have a morning show, put the evening show out that you do live after it's done as a podcast or whatever, and people will watch that in the morning. Who goes live? You think people are watching their YouTube as they drive to work? That's drive time shit. Or it's like, you know, at the very least, you know, just not at six o'clock in the morning, man. It's not radio. It's not being syndicated throughout the country. Like there's a very small amount of people that actually tune in. And by small, I mean no more than a thousand. Between all the platforms that Aaron tries to let us know that he's on, there's no more than a thousand tuning in. I mean, it's lucky if he gets, you know, 750. So it's like you're waking up for what? I mean, you could easily do it at, you know, nine, ten o'clock in the morning. You don't need. So, yeah, again, uh, this guy, Matt, I, I don't know much of him, but, you know, it just it just seems uh, he seems a little off if he wants to go run over to the uh, the Minnesota basement that we call the Imholtz, of course. And, uh, you know, uh, do this co-hosting gig at, you know, six o'clock in the morning. And that's just showing up at six o'clock and starting. That's not saying, you know, he's got to get up an extra hour. Get ready, breakfast, drive time, gas, you know, traffic, all that shit. You know, you don't even uh, account for half the time. But Right. That's why I kind of prefaced it by saying I do it locally at my house, but 6 a.m. still wouldn't work for me, no matter what. W-Man says win by two mania, and then W-Man also says softcast mania. Ah, I'm making some friends. So, a lot of friends have made some enemies, so this is good for me. Thank you, everyone. So here's a good point. DeLa says NLL, uh, NLO does it pretty well. NLO is, is another, uh, you know, it, it's, a, it's a different, whole different thing because he's getting up at 345. But also, I, I will say, Patrick living in Las Vegas, the city that never sleeps, well, that's New York, but, uh, you know, Vegas is, it might as well be called the city that never sleeps. Right. Uh, you know, I, maybe there's something in the air over there, but I've even said that, man, like getting up every day at three o'clock in the morning. I mean, that's it's nuts. It's it's just nuts to stream. It's nuts. And I, I, like, and I like Melton, too. And so this is not a diss on Melton. He, he'd probably even be the first to tell you it's nuts. Well, well, wait. And I've thought about this. So he said that his family owned donut shops, right? Did he really? Melton did? Yeah. Yeah, Melton said his family-owned donut shop. <laughs> I didn't and know maybe that. This was the whole bit of his, but I, th- I think it sounded like a s- sincere moment, and he he said he had a legit job too. So it, it kind of makes more sense, like that Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Time to make the donuts. Bro, oh you my god, Melton's just used to that. Right, shit. he just he just naturally wakes up early. Well, I naturally wake up at like 4.30 and go, okay, I can sleep for a little while longer. Yeah, but that's... I really do. Right. So, I mean, let's... Dude, I mean, the earliest I'm getting up, is, you know, especially on weekends, too. I mean, the week, the weekdays, it's different. I get up at 4.30. But if I had my choice to sleep, I'm not getting up to at least 7 a.m. At least. And that's early as fuck. But, you know, it, it's very interesting. I want to uh, read this chat real quick. Dr. Chow says, there's some breaking news. April is looking... At home and apartment listings. What? Is that true? Oh, shit. Is that true? April's looking for home and apartment listings. Fucking bullshit. Fucking April. Uh, awesome. Wait, Dr. Chow, get us that info over. You, I mean, you could get a hold of me. Uh, send that over. 
That was a joke. He does merch for a lot of comedians. LL Cool, he says. I so I guess he's talking about the uh, the donuts. Thanks for your support, Kay. Okay, so Jay and uh, Kay, it looks like Kay McDuck are doing a little crosstalk. But uh, yeah, man. So uh, yeah, but welcome into the show, guys. Uh, we just kind of got off into a little uh, side tangent there. But uh, we still, we still have just only like uh, thrown chum out. We really haven't discussed anything yet. Little chum, I like it. Uh, so, Soft, do you follow any, I don't want to get into to the sports topic, but I am pretty pumped the Sixers play tonight. Now, like I said in the beginning, I know you don't know what that's like. The Pistons haven't been in since, like, 2000 and fucking whatever. But, uh, you've been following any basketball, or are you kind of just like, that? Nah, that's not for me? Uh, I'm following the, uh, the Lakers-Golden State thing more because it's just like a, I think if Golden State, They'll have to rebuild or do something. They, you know what I mean? Every dynasty comes to an end, and I think that will happen here. Um, and I don't follow the Pistons as much. I'm from the bad boys days. They suck. It's hard to follow your local team. You still like them, but you don't care so much about the sport if your team ain't doing shit. Right now, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm listening. Like uh, next year, I... Your Eagles versus my Lions, dude. I'm ready for that. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked on that. My bad. I just got something in. I'm just seeing if it's legit or not. We got uh, the Lions got the opening game on Thursday night football against the Chiefs, dude. That's big. Wait, Citizen M says, John speculated that Aaron was on stimulants. It looks like he is half right. Steel Toes addicted to Celsius energy drinks. Got him. If I could be a well, not that's not the sound, but I wanted to play. Uh, <laughs> that's that's the right one. Whoopsie Daisy. Uh, yeah. So we yeah. This there's been this. Uh, I don't like really getting in the sports talk, but uh, you know, I like I said, I am pretty pumped with the Sixers. And yes, we'll have to do something uh, you know special for that Eagles Lions game for sure. But that is something uh, Citizen M points out that yes, we speculated on Aaron. Taking Adderall, Vivance, Ritalin, something, and I'm—I'm—it's all speculation, of course. At the end of the day, I'm not saying he is or isn't, uh, but it sure looks that way. And I would be, uh, you know, shocked if he wasn't on a small extended release dose. So, right. uh, you know, we follow this, uh, you know, as it develops every day. And Aaron just seems more spazzier and spazzier. I mean, he doesn't drink coffee. Uh, you know, yeah, he drinks Celsius, but it's like—is is Celsius really making you that spazzy? I drink a bunch of caffeine and I'm fucking dead. Like I can go right to bed. Hey, I got I got one more thing about uh, Lions uh, Eagles. Good. I am a season ticket holder, and if you guys play us in Detroit, I'll fly out there. You are my guest. Well, You'll I, be my plus one. Well, I appreciate that, Softcast. Oh seven to you, ma'am. Uh, I have a few clients who are NBA players, Dr. Chow says. Yes, Dr. Chow obviously uh, has his degree in, uh, you know, a doctor, of course, uh, MBA or a doctorate, as they say. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's pretty funny shit, though. Uh, we know that Aaron hates coffee. Yeah, he hates coffee, but, you know, the dude is just fucking, he tweaks. Like, you know, it's just like symptoms that an Adderall addict would have. It's not, you know... I don't know. I could be completely off, but, you know, it, it, Aaron, piss, piss in a cup for me, Aaron. Piss in a cup for me and prove me wrong. 
It's the same thing with Gino. He looks like he's shot out of a cannon since he quit drinking. Gino reminds me of like this old school, like, you know, uh, obviously he grew up, at, you know, throughout the 80s, but he's like, you know, he couldn't leave the 80s in the 80s. You know, one of those guys who wear like the leather jackets, got the headband, doing the lines yeah. of coke, drinking fucking uh, like old English 40s on the side. Like, that's the kind of guy Gino, you know, reminds me of. It's pretty bizarre. You know, uh, <laughs> you know who he would be the perfect co-host for? Um, D. Snyder from Twisted Sister has a radio show, and Gino yes. would be perfect second mic, dude. That That's would actually, fun. yeah. Uh, speaking about Gino, uh, that would actually be a solid fit. But speaking about Gino, he was on Steel Toe this past week. What did you think? What did you guys think of Gino's appearance on that Steel Toe show? I, I thought he was. Uh, it's too much dick sucking there. Oh my god, I I just don't know what other way to say it. You know what I mean? Uh, the boss, this and blah blah blah. Your show's cool, my show's cool. The people that talk bad about us are dummies. It was, it was sad, really. I mean, his, uh, you know, he lashed out on Aaron. He made Aaron feel very uncomfortable there a few times on that show, dropping uh, numerous, you know, n bombs. Oh, yeah, and- yeah. The, I, that's something else. Um, because he he started that trend on his Saturday show. You know what right. I mean? Like, I'm just gonna say the n word. I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna show people why they're wrong for thinking it's not a good idea. LL Cooley says, imagine being a grown man and hating coffee. You know Aaron drinks his coffee with uh, a tone of sugar and milk, like a 12-year-old. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's... I, I never got that. So Aaron hates pipples. He hates coffee. Uh, he doesn't cut the grass. He doesn't walk the dog. And we're gonna get into the clips that verify that here coming up. Uh, you know, all his, his sole focus is doing YouTube live streams, begging online for $300 a day. It's like, what kind of man even is this guy? Uh, I mean, really, when you really break it down, now I know we joke all, all the live long day, but it's not like when he's getting off the podcast, he's doing husbandly things and he's going around and he's raking up leaves and, you know, uh, taking their dogs to doctor's appointments or whatever the case is, going grocery shopping, like getting just normal life shit done like this guy when he's done I, I could venture to guess when he's done he gets offline reads his youtube reads his twitter see if anyone replied to tell him he had a good show uh probably does some weird fucking he probably goes in the bathroom and jerks off to how good of a show he did and how good he sounded that show and then he gets out plays a couple video games does a load of show prep and gets ready for the next show there's well, not he's got to go train as well because he's a boxer Oh, well, that's true. Yes, he does an hour. Yeah, it's... do that. I mean, this guy, dude. I mean, he's really the epitome of what a man is. I mean, he puts a bad name in that. It's like, dude, just, you know, you should Dylan Mulvaney yourself uh, if you catch my drift. It's like he talks about Dylan Mulvaney so much. It's like he has a weird obsession. It's like, well, go do it, you know, because you're obviously less than. But uh, so we have Aaron content. uh, Aaron content, yeah. Lack thereof, I should say. But we have Aaron clips we're going to get into... Like I said, there's this big secret that Aaron doesn't want you guys to know about me. Yeah, and he warned me about it. He was like, tell your buddy. Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah. So he, he was. That was like a direct threat. He's like, his secret is safe with me. I'm here to tell you guys, like I said tonight, for uh, new viewers coming in the chat, we will be playing that secret coming up in a little bit. Yes! Secrets 
getting revealed here on tonight's show. We have a lot of uh, stuff to get into, Kaycock, like I said, and a lot of other good things to get into. So welcome in, guys. Hopefully everyone is having a great night. Weekend's almost here for us. Now, uh, the first thing I want to get into, Softcast, is, uh, well, uh, our, our good friend, your good fr- well, I think he was your good friend, but uh, the, per- the first, I guess, guest you had on Soft Talks. And that yeah. is that is your good friend Hipstar. Fucking bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we're good friends, but um You guys are besties. Come uh, on, yeah, you know you're uh, gonna leave this show and uh, go do his show. Come on, just say it. <laughs> now we talk and I'm friendly with the guy and uh I thought Imagine I really friend. thought we did him a solid by having him on our show. You know what I mean? Because there's lots of stuff to laugh at about Hipstar, but Hipstar. But I think we did him a solid by bringing him on this channel and uh, treating him pretty respectfully. And then he, they tried to brigade our chat like they can bully their way onto the show. That's not how it fucking works, dude. We're not five. Real quick, Ray DeVito's in the chat. He says, shh, secrets. I don't know if that's the real Ray DeVito, but if it is... I'm coming. I'm gay as hell. <laughs> uh, I'd like to play your sound drop. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, man. I, look, I, I think, uh, you know, like you said, we were doing him a solid, dude. Uh, you know, the, the guy got kicked off of YouTube, and anytime that happens, I mean, I've said this, too. I mean, I don't care who you are. You could be my, you know, you could be Aaron M. Holt. Uh, actually, I w- let me take that back. I wouldn't feel bad if Aaron got his YouTube account taken away. I'd actually, uh, well, maybe I would, actually. I don't know. I wouldn't feel bad necessarily. I'd be kind of bummed because I'm like, damn, like, well, we need to cover him somehow. So someone's need to go out there, uh, what you know, cameras and capture his every waking moment so we could cover it on the show. But uh, but it, it always does suck when you get a YouTube channel taken off when you work for it and you put uh, you know a lot of time and effort. Now it, it it came out earlier this week that you know I mentioned working on YouTube channels and people know if you are monetized on YouTube and you work at it, you make videos and all this kind of other, you know, uh, good shit. Uh, you know, it, it is a, 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 a you know, a big, a, a lot of steps. Sorry, I was trying to think of the word there. A lot of steps to to go up. There, there's a lot of obstacles to get through to get to that next step. Right. We found out this past week that uh, Hipstar was buying subs. Yes, buying subs. <laughs> Were you raising your hand? Yeah, uh, I <laughs> don't funny. raise your hand, bro. It's, you know, it's not yeah, school. It's like a score. It's like a goal for oh, us. Oh, okay. I thought you were raising your hand to talk. I like, bro, don't raise your hand. Very excited. So, yes, guys, uh, we found out. Yeah, so he brigaded our chat, and like I said, I've been having some audio problems uh, the last two shows. It was very, it was all kind of a, like a perfect storm. But, uh, you know, it was definitely a sight to behold when uh, this information came across my desk. And uh, we found out. You guys could check my Twitter. I made a whole thread about it. But this is uh, this is the guy Hipstar who was in our chat. And uh, yeah, so he he's on Reddit here. So there's this Reddit Satoshi Bets r slash Satoshi Bets, and uh, it says YouTube channel for six point six two k subscriber can monetize all good content forty U S dollars PayPal payment only. No scammers allowed. How ironic. <laughs> YouTube channel, and then it repeats. But uh, where's it at? Right there. Well, I was watching Levy, I guess. But right there, uh, that is Hipstar's Reddit, and it says check DMs. 
So, uh, actively pursuing to buy subs. Very, very, uh, well, it doesn't, it's not a good look, man. It's definitely not a good look. Now, I I've said this, man. Like, if you're trying to, you know, do, like, some wholesome content and you're trying to, like, make cooking, like, a cooking channel or, like, a, you know, walking with my dog channel and, or, like, whatever, and you're, you're, the algorithm doesn't pick you up, it could kind of get, you know, uh, frustrating. Like, what the fuck? Maybe I'll buy a couple subs and, you know, maybe I can get monetized one day. My whole issue with this whole thing is, uh, you know, when when you uh, try and persistently call people out for being fake and phonies and everything under the sun, and then you get caught not just buying like 500 subs, you get caught buying 5,900 and 10 subscribers. And there's yes. a... Good. And all he has is a couple, like, promo videos up, you know? And already 5,000 people enjoy his shit. Well, that's not true, because on the videos, there's, like, <laughs> 10 views. Yeah, I was looking at something on Twitter. What was it? Yeah, even on Twitter, he had, like, 12 views or some shit. Oh, 43? Oh. Oh man, now he's got fifty views for that. Tweet. Oh shit! Well, you put me in my place, man. Yeah, he's. So, what do you make of this whole thing, Softcast? Because I, I mean, it is it is pretty bizarre, uh, you know, to have uh, that information come out. Pretty alarming. Uh, again, buying subs, uh, and again, you guys can check my Twitter. There's a whole thread on it. It's pretty funny shit, to be honest. Uh, we, I mean, we, we honestly hope, uh, you know, the best for Hipstar, and he can continue his journey as the aspiring YouTube guy and personality that he aspires to be. But what do you make out of this whole situation, Softcast? I think you and I discussed it, and he's an interesting character. I don't think that's who, whoever the real Hipstar is. I don't think that's him. He's playing a character out there, and uh, I think. I think we helped him out. He wanted to get noticed, and he came on Soft Talks, and we put it out there, and he got noticed, and now he wants to be noticed again and again and again. And, dude, that's not what we do, all right? You got you got your thing. Yeah, it's a lot of attention-seeking behavior, uh, you know, that I, that I noticed with a lot of these people, man. It's like... You know, uh, it, whatever it is, maybe they're, you know, not hitting uh, YouTube goals or they're only streaming to 10 people. And it's like, you know, they try to cause havoc elsewhere to get people like us to mention. And look, we, we are mentioning it. But, uh, you know, it's like it's it's one of those things that can't be un, like not mentioned and, and swept under the rug. You know, sometimes you have to address whatever it is, you know, uh, head on at times. But uh, very fascinating shit. Hold on. There's another. There's a. I'll say this too. There is some jealousy brewing because we're nobodies, which we totally understand. But uh, there's people going, wait a minute. I was talking about that same shit those guys are talking about. And now more people are watching them or what? And that's not what I'm. But you know what I'm saying? People are mad. <laughs> I get it some that's why granny went off on us because he's mad because he's been saying some of the same shit we said but unlucky for him I don't know how the algorithms work yeah I mean you can't even pronounce algorithms so how would you know but uh, yeah to, to your point though it's like you, you know we're not doing it's like do a better job at the end of the day do a better job 
exactly. buy some better shit, cover some, uh, you know, topical content. I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't make the fucking rules. You know what I mean? But uh, the last thing you're going to do is try to, you know, like you said, you know, uh, bombard your way into a live chat, uh, continuously try to reach out to me to try to get on the show. It's like it's not a call in show. This is not a call in show. We don't take random calls. Now, on members, if you want to sign up, become a member when we do members only shows. We will open the phone lines, but for this kind of shit, like, no, we're, we're here, we're talking, we take some live chats and that's about it. So it, it's all very bizarre shit, man. But, you know, I, I wish those guys uh, the best. One of the, uh, you know, the, uh, one of the guys I, I actually do like, and I want to give a shout out to his channel. If he is in here, if I can find his fucking name. I know who you're talking about. Triple G. Yeah. It's a gay guitar guy. He's pretty solid, man. He's yep, a good dude. I'm he actually does pretty good content too. Oh, Hipstar's in the chat. What's up, Hipstar? How you doing, man? He's probably on uh, one of those channels he bought subs for. <laughs> yeah. 6,000 strong. Because he's, he's got like uh, 6,000 now. Right. Uh, Last MGTV says... All right, so that's his channel name. That's Gay Guitar Guy's channel name. Last MGTV. So check him out. He does, uh, he does some pretty good shit over there, man. He actually plays guitar too, which is pretty, pretty solid. Yeah, there he is. Uh, Last MGTV. So, yeah, I mean, that's really the extent of it, man. Uh, pretty fascinating shit, uh, you know, uh, to go over and to, you know, be found out. Like, again, check my Twitter. The full thread is there. I want to get into some other stuff, though, that we have from the week. Yeah, can I say just one last thing? Sure. Hipstar, you're done. You'll probably never be mentioned on this show again. Oh, you yeah. Got wanted. That's it. He's, he's done in this business. Yeah, he's done. Uh, wait, where's it at? Fucking bullshit. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. Uh, but let's see, where do I want to go? I want to play some Shuli stuff, man, because we have some fun stuff to get into from producer Joe. Which did you see producer Joe this past week on? I believe it was the the Shuli Network, the BS show. Yeah. And producer Joe had a complete mental breakdown. Um, with his live chat, he kind of spazzed out on his live chat. And, uh, you know, it's pretty fascinating shit. But uh, Shuli's been getting a lot of, uh, you know, shit as well today. Now, Brian Johnson, who's this Brian Johnson character? Brian Johnson, um, I don't know his entire background, but he was on the uh, that show that Kevin Smith, the director, had comic book men, I think it was called. You know, it was on Discovery or whatever. So he's got a television presence. He's also on the Tell Em Steve Dave podcast, and that's very funny and has got a lot of views. Brian, he's a known commodity. He's famous, you know, for lack of better terms. And, but he is also a longtime friend of WATP, which I found it weird that he showed up on Chad's stream today. So, yeah, that, that's another thing, man. This whole Chad MLC thing. And, and this guy, Brian Johnson, was supposed to be on MLC, but actually went and just completely went on chat stream. I think uh, Kevin and Bob didn't send him the link. But we were saying this before the show, and we kind of were saying it, like, really all week, dude. This whole Chad MLC, especially MLC, man, Kevin and, and Bob. First of all, Bob Levy looks like he wants to walk off that show anytime yeah. now. Like, he looks fed up. And this Potsdown event is coming up this Saturday, which I am – Probably uh, more, more than likely, like ninety nine point nine nine percent. This you know, uh, despite if something bad happens, like I, I'll I will be there. I'll be in Pottstown. 
So uh, I think after this Pottstown event, we might see Bob Levy go a different direction than MLC. Now, he's on there, and he's going to you know, say otherwise. Like Obviously, he's not going to be like, yeah, man, after Pottstown, I'm done. But Right. Uh, but really, that's that's about it, man. It's getting very repetitive and very just overplayed. And, you know, uh, people are, are fed up with it, man, just like myself. I, it's like it's hard for me to watch. Yeah, he's Kevin is a weird and I like Kevin, but he's weird. Like he's like, wait a minute. The Internet is turning on me. You know, and he doesn't know what to fucking do. He's falling apart. dude. It, it's not so much turning. It's just like, dude, you got you got to do something else. And this goes for Chad, too. It's like, you got to do something else. You can't continue to do the same thing and expect people not to just be like, all right, this, I mean, this is done. You know, like all these, uh, every sport, major sporting, uh, you know, league in the United States and everywhere for that matter, they know they have a a season, they play the games, and then they take a break because people couldn't deal with it year round. And it's like, that's the point we're at now because, you know, as you know, MLC and now Chad, both their shows, they stream every day, sometimes twice a day, sometimes even three times a day. And it's like, it's the same old story. It's the same old show. Kevin, I mean, you know, I, I do enjoy Kevin ranting, uh, you know, because he has some epic fucking rants and meltdowns and he calls, uh, you know, some people out. It's very funny shit. But again, it's like this is another guy who is collecting all this money, is claiming to crush it. And it would be disingenuous of me to put Chad on new equipment watch and not put Kevin Brennan on new equipment watch. So we're going to do that. We're going to put Kevin Brennan uh- Kevin, this is a direct. Right. Kevin, this is a direct message to you, man. And I've been here saying, you know, uh, you could have my microphone. I will send you boom arms. Like I will get you everything you need to start your fucking new podcasting look, sound, image, and everything else. You'll feel like a new fucking podcaster, and maybe you, uh, you know, you'll come up with some great ideas. But yeah, man, it's- I will. I will also teach it teach him how to do a screenshot so he doesn't have to use his phone to take a picture of every super chat. I mean, this is all he's doing. I mean, every fuck. Thanks. Uh, you know, William Borgeson, hold on, hold on, Adam, take that. All right. I mean, it's, it's the, it's like, it's hacky to even impersonate that shit. Imagine if you take fucking pictures of your super chats. It's like, I don't know, man. It's like you can't go back and watch the show. Every fucking super chat is on the screen. So, yeah, Kevin Brennan, uh, new equipment watch. It, it, it starts now. And, again, it's the same challenge that we gave Chad. What we gave to Chad was Chad had 30 days from the uh, the day of us putting Chad on new equipment watch. And if he didn't fulfill that promise in 30 days, well, Chad would have to give everyone on his Patreon a free month. So, Kevin, I, f- I feel like that's fair, man. And I, I, will, I, will, I will give you the equipment for free. No, no charge, no shipping, nothing. I'll just ship it out to you, and that will be that. But, uh, you know, if you can't get uh, just something, something, a background, and I can hear him now, I don't need a fucking background. I don't have to leave my house. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly You know, it. I can hear him now, like, really, like, you know. But at the end of the day, man, it's like, you know, something's got to give. Or, I mean, unless you don't care about fucking uh, people just leaving and being uninterested with you, then, you know, we're going to be in the same spot. I think I think it's just very weird because he's been making a lot of money and he seems he seems smart to me. Like his brother is obviously smart and his parents were rich. You know what I mean? So they had. You know, he grew up in that environment. I know that doesn't mean you're smart, but he, Kevin seems smart to me. 
And he has no idea that his show is like a dying on the vine, so to speak. Uh, real quick, Admiral Dewey. I want to put Admiral Dewey on our Sixers, being our Sixers correspondent for tonight. So Admiral Dewey just giving us a Sixers update. Sixers 12, Boston 15. Uh, it's probably early in the first. Uh, Colt C says switch cameras. Why am I going to uh, I'll switch cameras, sure. Camera one, camera two. But yeah, Admiral Dewey, you're on Sixers score watch. Very Wayne's World camera. Wait, very Wayne's World camera one, camera two. <laughs> cut, uh, cut to John Jules. Somebody says that's funny shit. No, the other angle, Jules. Uh, that's funny. Uh, a little red bar reference. Yeah, it's like you need a close up. You need two fucking camera angles if you're gonna build a studio. Uh, hey, look, we can go double Wayne's World. Chris is laughing. That's funny. Um, all right, so I want to get into this Shuli clip, though. So this kind of uh, leads us off where this Brian Johnson character ends up on Chad Zumok's stream. And apparently this guy was, he was giving Shuli the business today. He was calling him, like, pretty much he's not a comic. He should just go retire, hang it the fuck up. You're not funny. You're not clever. You do the same podcast every fucking day. I mean, look, can we agree that this stuttering John thing, I mean, until he makes a comeback, I mean, it's like beating a dead horse. Or is yeah. it? Oh, no. I think everyone knows that there's a... To do shows... Hold on. Sorry, sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, but to do shows. I want to preface this by saying, share all the Stuttering John content you want. I'm saying as far as dedicating a two-hour show on it, talk about repetitive. You know what I mean? Okay, sorry. Well, yeah. Uh, and I know a lot of the uh, the old dabblers, and they all know that because they found almost anything... They love stuttering John, so we still talk about it, but you can't run a show on clips that everyone's seen a million times. Right. You know what I mean? It's just like, hey, have you seen this? And then play someone else's clip. And have you seen this? And now you're you're recycling clips that have been shared around 100, 200 times. It's fucking stupid. Right. Yeah, it, it gets to a point where it's just like, Again, but you have these, everyone in their live chats, man. Like, we think it's stupid. Probably everyone here tonight could say that it's probably dumb and it gets boring and all that other shit. But their live chat, man, I mean, they eat that shit up. And it's like, you know, I've always said this. It's the people in the live chat half the time that if you have a problem with the show, you have to look at the live chat as well. Because it's like they enable that behavior. If you stop donating and sh uh, stop showing support... Surely, which uh, and Brandon, for that matter, would change their whole fucking business model overnight. So, but it's the it's the people that continue to show up and show out, uh, and it's fine. Like, look, if you're gonna watch whatever, you know, I'm not. I don't want to dictate. You watch whatever shows you want. This is just me fucking uh, kind of speaking my piece. You know, trying to uh, always be better here. I feel like that's not that same standard isn't applied across the board. Is what I'm trying to get at. No, I think some people are like. A and who am I to say? But I think they're trying to um, just suck all the milk out they can. And they, th I don't get how they can think this will last forever. Everyone sees that stuttering John content is dead. Everyone sees that Chad really is dead. You know what I mean? They're <laughs> show wise. Let's preface this by saying show wise. It's not a threat. This. Right, this is YouTube uh, and everyone. This is not no threats here, but uh, yeah. Uh, Ray Devito in the chat says rooting for the six seventy uh, sixers. I have a bone to pick with Ray Devito as well. And Ray, thank you for tuning in. But Ray, I mean, you were on the show 
Sunday night, we had you on for almost an hour, and you didn't think once, and maybe maybe this is my hosting skills, but I feel like, you know, you could have slipped in at some point. You were doing Legions of, uh, Legion of Skanks the next right. day, or at least going to go. It's a cocksucker move, Ray. Fuck you. Now, Softcast, are you still on that side of, uh, you know, liking Ray, but not too fond of his comedy? Well, I would feel like a pussy if I uh, fell back from it now. So still like Ray, his stand-up, not so much. Yeah, no, I, I see, I see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, but Ray, yeah, look, hopefully the Sixers do win. And, uh, yeah, all that good shit as well. Uh, hopefully Admiral Dewey is still here and he could provide those Sixer updates. But I want to play this clip from Shuli. This is going around, I believe, on r slash Shuli's Anonymous. And another thing this guy, Brian Johnson, said before we get into this clip, though, I thought was very interesting was this guy, Brian Johnson. And this is something that, you know, we've mentioned before and a lot of other it's on a lot of people's minds. And surely just I don't feel like he addresses it or even if he does, he does a lot of disservice to, uh, you know, when he's addressing this sort of thing. But it's like, why would, uh, you know, a, a comic and, and you know, uh, the, a guy in this world, in this field, in the radio world and all that, what, like what would be the logical decision for you picking up all your things, taking your family, moving from New York to Alabama. I get if you wanted to move to Florida, North Carolina, in Charlotte, or like somewhere, like somewhere near a major city. I mean, Alabama is in the middle of fucking East Bumblefuck nowhere. Yeah, I have friends in Alabama, and they don't like it. Well, it it, it leads me to believe it's like, it, like I think like, what are you running from? That's the question I have. It's like, what are you trying to get away from? To, to go to Alabama, or what are you chasing? Because you don't just end up in Alabama. You're, the only time you're going to Alabama is if you're going to play college ball. But that's it. Alabama has nothing to offer besides that, okay? Let's just make one thing clear. So it's like, what are you doing there, sir? So that's always been my biggest question with Shuli. And then when you start to dig a little deeper, you know, he's following a cult leader, allegedly, like, and, and a lot of this weird anomaly sort of shit that goes on uh, around uh, Shuli Egger. I used to call him Bob Shuley, but I thought that's just was it, what his name was. Because uh, he's always with Bob Levy. So what they say Bob and sometimes Shuley would respond. And I'm like, oh, that's Bob Shuley. Not yeah. Bob. When they started, when I started watching them together, um, I just knew Shuley as someone people told me Shuley was on Howard Stern. I knew Bob as a comic. You know what I mean? Right. So I wasn't watching really so much for Shuley. Well, yeah, not a lot of people were, man. But thank God there was cameras back then because we had this clip from uh, Shuli back in the day, man. Uh, and this clip is going to be very laughable. It's very fun to make fun at. And, uh, you know, I hope it gets its due diligence. And shout out to, posted by uh, user slash Willie uh, Fistergash. <laughs> Willie Fistergash. Come on down. So he makes this post. Now, this is an old Howard Stern post here. And uh, Shuli is going to like do this uh, weird bit. Uh, the title of this video reads, It's hard to believe that Shuli only won 1.48% of the vote for John's job. I guess talking about stuttering John. Oh, oh, dude, that's a low bar, too. Because John is incompetent in every manner. It goes on to say his material was so fresh and original, obviously condescending there. But let's watch uh, Shuley. Maybe, you know, he is pretty good and we're just too harsh on him. Bob Shuley, as I like to call him. Check it. Uh, take it away. Oh, fuck. Hold on. It would help. My volume was up. Sorry about that. Shuley. 
Take it away. Hello, everyone. This is Shuli. Today I have... So this is the guy, uh, Shuli. This is the guy who makes fun of Stuttering John. This is the guy who, you know what I mean, is, tries to be like one of those guys who uh, acts like they're they're tough and everything they say is fucking just spot the fuck on. Like, this is that guy. He seems like a dork, you, you know? I probably, if, if I were to minimize this screen, I guarantee I'd see Softcast chair. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. Oh, no, he's back just in the nick of time. Uh, all right, so let's continue playing this. A quick game of words bleeped off the e-show, and I have some poetry, which I will be reading in the voice of Bobcat Goldwaith. Give me a little taste of that. Hey, uh, I can't hear that. Gene, Gene. You can't hear it? Nope. Am I not sharing my screen? Did you hear the other? Uh, hold on. Made a machine, and Joe, oh, Joe made it go. Shut up, Shuli, for one second. I, I just don't think I was sharing my screen. I could see the video. Yeah, you? well, I wasn't sharing my sound. Sorry about that. Oh, odd, odd. Right, let's rewind it. Play it back. Uh, you can hear that, right? Gene, yep. Gene made a machine, and JoJo made it go. Odd, odd, cut a fart and blew the whole goddamn thing apart. Thank you. <laughs> what the fuck is that shit, Julie? <laughs> That's not a guy who, like, you know, after watching this, you're like, oh, yeah, this is the guy who's going to roast a uh, Stuttering John type. Now, granted, Stuttering John is Stuttering John, and he's very easy to make fun of. You don't have to be that much better, but it's like, this is the guy? So, Shuli is trying to, like, really make his bones by imitating the guy he now covers and mocks. Right. That's very good. When he was really, like, just a couple years ago on the Howard Stern show, he was that guy. He was literally that guy on that show. Like, Howard Stern did that notoriously, man. He would, he would bring people on, obviously, like Beetlejuice and Stuttering John, not because they, you know, were gold, even, like, of what they were saying, but just how they, you know, carried themselves, their personas. But, uh, and they would just do dumb shit, and it was funny. You know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of guy, I mean, surely, what, uh, was in the Rat, or not the Rat Pack, that's fucking Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis, and Frank Sinatra. It was the Whack Pack. The Whack Pack, thank you. Uh, it's almost disrespectful to get the two mixed up. He was like the, uh, the corraller of the Whack Pack, so when that show quit using it so much, he was less essential. Admiral Dewey's uh, quick Sixers update, 22-29, Sixers, end of the first, thank you. Uh, K. McDuck, Jay, that sounds... Okay, so they're cross-talking. Jay, that sounds very reasonable. Uh, Anton Kumi, a softcast. Can't wait to do something else. Can't no, wait... What's he talking about? <laughs> or he says, wait, it says softcast. Can't wait to do anything else. I can. The Texas staff says, that was a terrible uh, Bobcat impression. Uh, let's see. Oh, and He's right. That did sound more like Bobcat than Stuttering John. Yeah. Antoine Kumi says, Shuli never acted tough. Dela says, he was uh, less than that guy. Exactly. Says, why does Softcast sound like that? Why? Yeah, that, that was, that's always been uh, a lot of people that come across you, man. They're like, oh, why do you sound like that? It's like, yeah. yeah. I talk funny. <laughs> that's it. Uh, Cherokee girl says to be fair, that was a long time ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. It's still funny. 
Uh, look, yeah. I, and we got to be honest. Shuli pulls out clips of John when he was a teenager. Yeah, from when John is like fucking, you know, a child. No, not right. really, but you know what I mean. It's just all funny shit. You play anyone's, uh, you know, old videos. It, they're hilarious, you know, because then you fast forward and you have hindsight of who they are now. And you could kind of like, you know, you could you can make let your imagination run wild. You know what I mean? It would be hard pressed for anyone to uh, have to today uh, defend a video they made 10 years ago. Who knows? You know what I mean? Your life could be totally different. Who the fuck knows? Detroit says it's a Michigan thing. Our voices suck. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Uh, okay. Uh, Kmart ready looks and sounds like Brian. Who's that say? Brian uh, posing. Uh, Posan? Posan. I don't know who that is. Let's look him up real quick. Brian Posing or Pojan. Posan. Posan, I think, yeah. Wow. Oh, this guy. I know who this guy is. He's in a lot of fucking movies. Well, I gotta turn dark mode on my fucking shit here. Why isn't my dark mode turned on? I have it turned on, but uh, hold on. I'll play it real quick. I'll show you this this guy. Oh, Antoine Cumia said, always leaves his chair. I go like two feet that way. I come right back. Yeah, every time I uh, like I, I get into a rant, it's always your chair I'm playing to. Well, I try and wait till I think I'm off screen. And then I'll, I'll hold <laughs> Then he makes his run. Like this, and I try and dash real quick. <laughs> he tries to dash real quick. <laughs> Jesus. That's so funny, bro. You could just go and do about your thing. You don't have to, you know, be punctual at all. I actually like the chair bit. I do, too. I don't I don't mind it. So this is the guy. You, you recognize this guy, right? Brian uh, Posan or Posan? Let me see him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's uh That's Shuli. That's that's Shuli. That's if Shuli and Tom Chilstrom had a child. That'd be this guy, Bob Posan. Yeah, that guy, he's like a lurch. He's huge and he's just kind of <laughs> like a duh character. He's pretty funny. He's a lurch. Isn't this wasn't the guy in scary movie, was it? He almost looks like Louis CK too. I'm getting Louis CK vibes. Or am I tripping? Doesn't this photo look a little Louis? Oh, there's soft cash chair again. <laughs> no, I'm here. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just, oh, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. kidding. Uh, oh, look at this chat. Listen to this. Go ahead. Soft cast voice confused me at first, but you'd be confused too if you found yourself face to face with a god. Wow. <laughs> a god. I, I am a god. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, okay, so this is Brian Posan. Uh, it was good to compare and contrast. Look, I, my issue doesn't lie directly with Shuli. Now, a lot of people say he's a bad guy. I don't know. I don't have the, uh, I haven't had the time to research him in depth. I have questions, though, for Shuli. And my biggest gripe with Shuli would be, you know, it's time to move on from this stuttering John stuff, at least for every show. Yeah. You don't have to do it every show. Maybe once a month, get people to, like, look forward. Oh, you know, Every uh, 25th of the month, there's a Uncle Rico show. Let's fucking go. Can't fucking wait. But it's like, 
every day almost. There, I'm seeing clips of stuttering John this and stuttering John this. It's like, is this guy fucking trying to become a substitute teacher somewhere? Like, I'm sure he probably doesn't care about any of this anymore. But, uh, you know, that, that's all uh, the Shuli stuff. So, but this was the same Shuli. Now, Shuli, this, uh, this whole week, it's very odd because Shuli is bunking up with Bob Levy. They're having a slumber party for a week. Obviously, we know Shuli is in Pottstown. The Shuli uh, Con, or what do they call it? The fucking, they don't even have a name for it, do they? Or is it called Shuli Con? Oh, it's called something. What the fuck is it called? Pottstown, and that's where it's at, Pottstown, PA, but. Right, they got a name for it, but it's dumb. <laughs> I don't even want to look for it, really. It's stupid. They got a picture where they're all in suits. It's kind of Reservoir Dogs-esque. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, promoting it. Yeah. Fucking. Stupid. Yeah, so, but the, the, the main takeaway is Shuli and Bob Levy are bunking up here for a week, but uh, this clip doesn't really have so much to do around them. It's But it, it, my question, I guess, lies with, uh, it's like, what are you doing with each other for a week? And right. this is almost, it couldn't happen at a better time. And, you know, I feel like Shuli, in, in a weird way, maybe is like orchestrating all this drama, or maybe I'm giving him too much credit, I don't know, because I just called him not funny from 10 years ago, so. Uh, but... You know, it, it is odd, though. He is, he, you know, Kevin Brennan hasn't been too, uh, hasn't spoken too highly of Shuli as of late, and Shuli the same about Kevin. Bob Levy, obviously, on MLC, and, you know, the five podcasts that are on the Shuli network. Bob Levy's on mostly all of them. And Shuli is now, I think, trying to infiltrate Levy. And this is really, uh, I mean, I really think this could be a possibility. Like, come next Monday, Bob Levy might not be on MLC anymore because Shuli is now infiltrated, uh, you know, Shuli and is is getting in, uh, you know, getting into his head and, and just trying to tell Bob that Kev is toxic and you don't need him. So what do you think about that theory? You think there's any validity to that or you think I'm reading too much well, into this? No, I think uh, if if Kevin keeps going at Shuli... Shuli's going to say, look, Bob, which side is your bread really buttered on? Exactly. You make me on MLC, but your big money comes from here. I don't know if that's a uh, realistic business model for Shuli in the future, but he's got that to uh, hold over Bob's head right now. I think they're all going to be strangely uh, confused because this super chat thing isn't going to go on forever. By the way... They're make this kind of money all the time. Jules David in the chat says, Uncle Rico Live. So I guess that's what the event's called in Pottstown this weekend. Uncle yep, Rico Live. That's it. Yep. So it's just the name of the Stuttering John show, just with the word live at the end of it. Uh, TK Suso says, Shuli don't know when to end a bit. Detois says, Shuli, uh, look, at the end of the day, 20x every show. I don't know what that means. 20x? Like what? What is he gaining 20 times of? Uh, Dr. Chow says, Shuli called uh, called their uh, Airbnb the content house, and Bob got uh, embarrassed and mad and was like, eh, don't call it that. Yeah, I I've been seeing that. Uh, Colt says, Bob Eager. Yeah, yeah, that's why I used to call Shuli, Bob Shuli. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it, it was very strange, because now this Perry Caravello from, uh, what was he, in Windy City Musical or some shit? Yeah, Perry Caravello is crazy. But so all these guys, I mean, they're right up the street from me, man. They're, they're all in Jersey right now. They're having, uh, they're renting out Airbnbs. And Shuli was on record saying, yeah, 
These are content houses. We got to go fucking do 90 podcasts from there and go film it and get all the footage we need. <laughs> See what they're doing. What? So like, hey, we're all here for surely, and let's all do my podcast. Right. Come to our house or our Airbnb. You know, it's very funny. It. Uh, Shuli says it's 20, 20 X a show. I don't know what that means, they thought. What, what, what is 20X? Shuli says it's 20X. Maybe I'm just a fucking idiot. I guess I am. Uh, Colt C says, I, I got it, Daytois. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. Damn, Boston is spanking that Philly ass. Uh, I appreciate the update coming in, Admiral Dewey. But Philly losing 44 to 28 to Boston. Dude, what's, the score, <sighs> what's, the, uh, what's that series at, games? We're up 3-2, and we're in Philly. If, if Boston wins, we got to go back to Boston for game seven. Oh, that makes it tough. <laughs> yeah, it makes it tough, dude. Uh, we're at home. This is a closeout fucking game. But uh, Dr. Chow says, very copying Chrissy and Compound. Yeah, the Content House, this is a Compound thing. Obviously, Anthony Cumia, but... Well, they were uh, they were all down there for that Content House. Chrissy, Carol was there. Gina was there. Ant was there. They were all there. It was like a junket. You know, yeah. Really. It was just, it was something they could all write off as a business expense. Yeah, as a fucking right. Yeah, you're absolutely right on that, dude. Yeah, that's all it was. Uh, but all right, so we have this. Uh, we have this clip from producer Joe. Wait, twenty times a show, he, and this is coming in from Doctor Chow. He puts it in all capitals. Obviously, very upset with me, not understanding what Daytona was saying. Well, I, I apologize, guys. All right. Sometimes, uh, you know, you smoke a little bit of weed and you start. Yeah. Reading too much yeah. into things. Uh, Dr. And if Dr. Chow and Daytois are members of the channel, we'll be able to hash it out long form in the new Discord. In the new Discord. Yeah, but that's a good time to put. Look at you, Softcast. What a fucking <laughs> little subtle plug there. Wow. I don't like to uh, do plugs, let alone subtle plugs, but that one, I, I can't really even argue with that. But uh, Dr. Chow says 20 times a show, he say at the end of the day. So I, what, Shuli says that at the end of the day, 20 times a show? Like, what is he twenty xing? Is my is his money, his viewership? I don't know. Uh, Gordon Ramsay. Somebody says, "Oh, it's a Gordon Ramsay cl- uh, quote." And see, now I gotta look this up. Sorry. <laughs> now I gotta look this up. This is fucked. I'm stumped. I don't mind. I don't mind this chat interaction because it's stuff we're interested in. We're not just reading super chats like they're. You know, uh, pulling the leash or something. If someone in the chat says something funny, we can stop and look at it for a second. Yeah, well, you know, chat's always uh, chat sometimes funnier than we are. No, that not sometimes the chat is funnier than we are. Like I will go out on a limb and say that. Uh, I don't even know. Uh, whatever. We're, we're, we'll we'll come back to that, man. Because now I'll just fixate on that fucking thing. Uh, as Doctor Chow is continuing to write and cap uh, capitalize. Anton Kumi says he says it. 20 oh 20 times a day that's okay i thought you were saying 20 times at the end of the day but okay he says it 20 times a day all right we got we got it guys holy shit i, I start to feel like ray devito i'm coming i'm gay as hell is it real is it fake is the video uh is it real i don't think it's real i think it's fake what do you think is it real or fake i don't know uh, call b dabbler call tukey i don't know real fake no crosstalk though yes please guys no crosstalk happy day says i'm good at dad jokes uh, let's see. Thank you, Softcast. Stephen C says, Chris says, John thinks we are funny. Thank you, John. 
Chris, no problem, man. Uh, all right, so let's continue on. So I want to play this. Producer Joe, now, Melton has been saying... Uh, why, uh, well, a lot of people have actually been saying. It's not just a Melton thing. But uh, a lot of people have been saying this Producer Joe should get his, new, uh, his own show on the Shuley Network. And we were on here a couple weeks ago saying, look, man... Uh, you know, producer Joe is good at what he does now. Uh, that doesn't mean just because he carried a couple interviews with, you know, Ray DeVito means he should get his own show. I, I don't think producer Joe should get his own show. And uh, I think this kind of furthers that point. Now, anytime someone snaps on a podcast, it's worth the watch. But then when they snap at their live chat, it's even more of a, an interesting experience, to say the least. Yeah. So this was producer Joe. Uh, we have Shuli, Bob. Uh, obviously, they're at their little slumber party, their content house, filming, getting ready for uh, Uncle Rico Live 20 times a day. And uh, Mike Morsey, the guy who says nothing. We kind of covered Mike Morse a little bit last week. Uh, and, you know, Mike Morse doesn't say much. He's a, a man of very few words and thoughts. You know, sometimes you have to... Make sure he's even, you know, checked in on this podcast half the time. Really, I think what Shuli does here, and, uh, you know, Levy for that matter, is they use Mike Morse as a, somewhat of a punching bag, like MLC did with Chad, but Mike isn't that big of a punching bag like Chad was. Yeah, well, Mike is so vanilla that there's nothing to punch him about. Exactly. You know, he's just completely uninteresting. Uh, but th this has nothing to do with Mike. This has everything to do with Joe. So producer Joe had a little bit of a meltdown towards the live chat, and it kind of makes everyone feel uncomfortable. Let's watch. I mean, it's always funny that the guys who hate us can only throw in $2. Mike Morse is a you dead horse. I also Tuesday. love, I'm so or sorry, I never do this, but I love all the fucking opinions in the chat from people. It's like your opinions and your misunderstanding and misreading of the situation is exactly why you're the fucking audience members and wow. these guys are the broadcasters. Wow. <laughs> and look at Shuli, bro. He's like, not like, yeah, man, you're absolutely right, bro. That's why I wear the fucking town around here. Like, all right, man, you know, settle down. You're, you're one, you're a stuttering John away from being out of business. All right. right. And, you know, I, I do like Levy. I really honestly do. I think, uh, you know, despite what Chad says, you know, Levy's a bad guy and this and that. Listen to me. Listen to me. You know, the, the bit Chad does. So Levy doesn't really say anything, but their reactions are pretty funny while this is happening. Like, you could tell this is like eight o'clock in the morning. Shuli hasn't even had his coffee. And uh, producer Joe coming out on fire to the live chat. Also, love, I'm so or sorry. I never do this, but I love all the fucking opinions in the chat from people. It's like, look at, I mean, look at their faces here. Like Bob Levy's like, man, I haven't even smoked yeah. my first cigarette today. Give me a fucking break. Shuli's like, you know, you know, he can't read, so he's not watching the screen. You know what I mean? He's disinterested. Talk about disinterested. Look at Mike Morse. Looks like he'd rather be anywhere else in the world, but here doing this show, uh, probably from his bedroom. You, you know, it's not like he haven't you know had to get up and go to a studio to record this or whatever. It's like, dude, you got up, you walked twenty feet over, you turned your laptop on, and you look like you'd rather be doing anything else but this. It's like, well, then go do it. You know, the internet uh, isn't thriving from Mike Morse content. Your opinions and your misunderstanding and misreading of the situation is exactly why you're the fucking audience member. This is and funny. These guys are the broadcasters. 
See what you did? You ups, you've upset my frog. I love, I love it. it yeah, I love like, when Joe gets angry because it's like no, I imagine. No, but it doesn't matter. I imagine like, it, like it's like when say. Kermit has one you know of those I mean? Casey Kasem meltdowns. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's all. It. But it's all too about, ponderous. Like, <laughs> it's all about basically. You know what I mean? I have a problem with somebody. They have a problem with me. It seems. We'll handle it. You know what I mean? You don't know the facts and. I don't even think you care about the facts, so who gives a fuck, you know? But it, that will be dealt right, with. So sit there on your fucking internet and watch us and Shuli and Bob Did and everybody get Ms. Piggy on the, you. Wow. Get Miss Piggy on the phone. And uh, so that's where it kind of is. So Joe, uh, producer Joe having a meltdown there, uh, you know, coming out of his live chat. And even Levy's like, look, you don't know everything that's going on, man. Stop reading too much into this and let's kind of just move on. Uh, again, I, I you know I, I do like producer Joe. I think he uh, has a lot of good points. I think he'd make for a good co-host, but for uh, you know his own show, it's like you know you're, you're freaking out at live chats, man. You got to settle down. Yeah, he's he's from the radio world or the satellite radio world at least, and I think he's skilled in and he knows what he's doing. But he's another guy that's not built for the internet. You ain't built for this, I, bro. Yeah, I just mean he's like a. You're not part of the show. Just shit and watch. Well, we're you're part of our show, dummy. Right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? He thinks like his shit's in a vacuum and no one else can see it and talk about it. No, it's out there for the world to consume. Uh, right. Daytois says Joe got a little out of pocket. Yeah, I mean, that's insane. You don't blow up on a live chat like that. And, you know, you're the producer. It's like you got to know your fucking role, man. You know, I forget who said this. Who was the person who was saying this the other day we were watching? I complete, I'm drawing a blank here, but it's like, oh, it's Chris Rock. It was that Chris Rock special where he's like, you know, everyone in the band can't be the lead singer. You know, some uh, some people have to be the tambourine player. But it's like, you know, even if you are the tambourine player, when it comes your time, play that tambourine like you fucking own that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, be the best tambourine player you could play or you could be. And I don't. Th and the reason why I'm bringing this whole producer Joe uh, thing up is because he could be better than that, right? Surely, than you know, losing his fucking mind on live chats. Yeah, that wasn't the time for his tambourine solo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got two ahead of him. Now that was funny. That was funny. Uh, so that's where we're kind of leave the Shuli Network. Uh, do you want to do this Carl stuff? I do. I think it's funny because it tags on to Shuli too. So it's all part. Okay, yeah, you're right. So we'll start with. Okay, we'll start. Uh, let's start with Carl from today on Ray DeVito's podcast with Hughesy. So if Ray DeVito's in the chat, I'm coming. I'm gay as hell. Uh, you know, well now you could watch yourself from today. But this was Carl kind of giving his thoughts and opinions. So I've been on record saying that Carl, one of my biggest things with him, you know, uh, does a, a pretty decent show. Is very prepped in a lot of what he does, but my biggest thing was with uh, the Steel Toe thing. It's like, you know, you didn't have anything bad to say about Steel Toe. And whether he heard me say that the other day or he's been saying this all along, I don't know, to be quite honest. But uh, he comes out against Steel Toe today, says a couple, you know, takes a couple digs at him, kind of things that we already know. It's very surface level sort of stuff, but then goes on to say that he still likes Steel Toe. So we'll play right. this, and then we'll do that Drew and Mike clip, and then we're going to get into uh, a little bit of Melton, Steel Toe, and K-Cuck. So let's watch this. from This was from today. Husey, Ray DeVito, and Carl. Admit Steel Toe sucks. Thanks. I don't think Steel Toe sucks. I will answer. 
Ray, and first of all, Ray, if you're in this chat, Ray DeVito, I'll go to my first cam. I'll Wayne's rolling it up for a little bit here. But Ray DeVito, you shouldn't be, even if you think Steel Toe is a good show, you don't say that out loud. That's not something you admit. You know what I mean? That's like right. liking uh, <laughs> chihuahuas or strawberry ice cream. You don't admit those things out loud. You just go about your business. If you like it, you kind of do it off to the side, you know, and, and let bygones be bygones. You don't admit you like Steel Toe. Well, it's kind of like saying, uh, you know, I don't want to fuck kids or children, but I think these pedophilia laws are a little restrictive. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? So, uh, again, you know, I, I can't get behind somebody who thinks Steel Toe is a good show. I just can't take you serious as a person. Like, I really can't. If you're going to come up and try to talk shit and you got a Steel Toe shirt on, I immediately take everything you say and void it, man. And that's just what it is. I, I, I void it out and I, I don't even listen because your opinion is less than everybody else's. Uh, if you're a Steel Toe supporter, like, you could watch the show, but if I see a tweeting about it, you know what I mean? It's just like, come on. You don't want to be doing that. But let's keep watching. This is Ray admitting and Carl kind of giving his thoughts on Steel Toe. So that for you. Well, was, listen, I'll say this. There's things about Steel Toe that I've called out and I've talked to Aaron directly about this. I, I do think that the um, the whatever the segment is where he asks for money and tries to get to his goal. That's a little cringy. And I, what I told him was, OK, so he just says there, you know, uh, it's cringy that he has the segments where he, you know, asks for the goal. And th Carl, that's the whole show. Like every right. every hour in that show, he probably does at least and this is being generous three to five times of begging for money, asking for money, asking for likes, apps, uh, asking for subscriptions. Now this new uh, coffee thing. Yeah, so there's every hour, it's, there's at least three to five stoppages uh, of, you know, Aaron asking for money. So it's not just a segment. It's pretty much the whole show. Yeah, it's like an infomercial. Exactly. You know what I mean? They just keep advertising all through it. It's all an ad. Let's keep it watching, though. Carl, let's see. Uh, he's going to give another reason why he doesn't like Steel Toe. What he did was he took his whole operation that he had on the radio, all the co-hosts and everything, and he tried to transition that to Twitch and then YouTube, but he wanted to keep everyone employed and going. And I said to him, I go, that's not the way to do it. What you got to do is you got to start lean. You got to do it on your own. You got to produce it yourself. And then as you build it, you can start to bring in more people. But he kind of did it the opposite way. And, you know, he's trying to be a nice guy. He's trying to keep his, his crew together. But it's very difficult to do that, to go from making a salary to, okay, now you're Sorry, it, but it, there's like there's no more crew. The crew's broken up. It's it's done. Right. No more Corey. Corey is the last of the crew. So really, uh, it, it might have been a good sentiment, but uh, you know, it's uh, there's like there's no more crew, Carl. Yeah, the crew got wiped out pretty quick. <laughs> so therefore, uh, it's it's another you know uh, ding on Aaron. Let's keep playing. You're on your own. You got to make all the money from scratch, and you got to pay all these people too. And I think that's why he has to do that. Also, that he's online too much. I told him that too. You can't do seven, eight hours a day online. It, it's it's gonna thin out a little bit. But he's a radio. That's I now I agree with that. I mean, I've we've said that over and over again. That that's beating a dead horse. But the fact that he does eight hours, you know, almost eight hours. Well, even I'm like Carl says here. I know he's a radio guy, so he's used to it. Which I get what Carl is saying, but no radio guy does eight hours a day. No, no radio guy. Four-hour show. One. Yeah, it's insane. You know, I've, I've never heard of a radio show doing 
more than four. Really, like four is like the the max they'll let you do. The guy, and that's what he's used to doing. So, um, yeah, there's definitely things that I would do differently, but but I overall I I like Aaron. He's a good guy. But he's not a good guy. See, that's the that's that's my issue. It's like. You know, uh, you don't have to always go back to he's a good guy. I mean, you know, you never even met him in real life. You just know him from online. And the things that we see online leads me to believe that Aaron is a bad guy. You know what I mean? Uh, I, like, I know, you know, maybe you have a beer with him, but I don't even think I'd do that, man, because he would sit there while we're having that same beer and talk about just himself the whole time. Like, every time I try to bring up something, like, he would probably just tune it out and ignore it and then continue to tell uh, you know, just more things and more info about himself because he's so self-indulgent and ego, uh, you know, tistical. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing would be about, uh, hey, what can you do for me? This is what I'm doing. Have you heard about my coffee? But, you know, shit like that. So that that he's, is... He's just such a salesman. I can't imagine really liking talking to him. That So that is like the biggest you know, the, the issue I had with Carl, right? And it kind of just l- lies there. It's nothing, you know, deeper or anything like that. But it's, just, and even with Ray, it's like, Steel Toe, man, really? Really, Steel Toe. After everything you know, Steel Toe. Right. That's the one thing I can't get is like, really, this show, you don't want to, you know, actually do the, I don't want to say do the work or whatever, but I'm like, this show, there's so much to shit on. Why are you not doing it? Uh, let's see. XMM says, little cringy when he asks for the goal. So seven hours, question mark. Uh, let's see. A little crosstalk from Dr. Chow. Max uh, Brengel says, I don't hate Steel Toe, but the arrogance and talking down to people is what I don't like. Exactly. And TK Suso says, grow up. Right, yeah, Max, you know, that that's my whole thing, is he's very arrogant, and Aaron, like, doesn't admit when he's wrong. He doesn't admit any of his faults. You know, he goes about life thinking that he is the best, and, uh, you know, that it's, it's insane, man, because obviously we know that not to be true. You know, like, it, I'm not saying we're the best, but we're, you know, it, like, I would never go around admitting that, you know, but Aaron, like, where's this, like, this very ego-driven fucking vibe on his uh you know chest proudly man and that's it's it's very cringy at the end of the day and and we talked about this privately before we went live tonight like that's one of his things his ego you know so like and we right we know that to be true because like we've you know criticized him a whole the hell a lot man and uh you know the information we're going to play tonight uh, that kind of that cope that he was doing and that victory lap that he was kind of taking last night. It's insane the way he's got to spin everything into uh, like he's winning. And that, that that's my issue with him too. It's like, you know, hate is a strong word, but uh, you know, I dislike Aaron a whole the hell a lot. And I think he's a shady character. Yeah. It's kind of a, it's a radio thing too. Like he's used to the radio where they can just say, Oh shit, we killed win by two and no one can check. Well, if this is the internet, no, everyone can look. And the whole, you know, uh, oh, they're just fans of us, right? All that shit. I All mean, right. that's the in- most insane cope I've ever heard. We're just fans of Steel Toe. It's like, imagine being a fan of Steel Toe. 
Again, insane. Uh, but all right, so that was the Carl clip. So again, uh, so he he goes on to say the goal, uh, you know, segment is cringy, and right. the, uh, the the fact that he does seven hours is cringy. But uh, then goes and says that you know I think Aaron is a good guy. And again, right. that that that's always been my biggest thing with Carl. But let's keep it with Carl. We'll do this Drew and Mike stuff. So here, I'll let you set this up because you know more about Drew and Mike and what's going on here on this clip. All right. Well, this is. For people that don't know, Drew and Mike is pretty big. They get it's an audio podcast. They have a YouTube channel where they put clips out, but they get well over like a hundred thousand downloads for their audio show every day. They're pretty big. Carl is on there every two weeks. He's he's a friend of the show. Carl is a friend of mine. I'm friends with the guys from Drew and Mike. Um Carl and Brandon, who we'll see in the video, have both been on my podcast. So what I think's funny is this show isn't on the radar of a lot of people in the podcast wars community. Drew and Mike watch it as observers from the outside. So Carl dishes a little on here, and I think he dished on Shuli here. Yeah, he's going to go bad on Shuli. Uh, it's a shorter clip. Let's play it, uh, and let's see what's going on. We got some Melton after this, too. I'm very excited for this Melton clip. Well, uh, This is Carl, and uh, let's see. Carl, what's his last name? Hamburglar? Hamburglar? Uh, it's, uh, it's Hamburger is his actual name, I believe. Is that... It's spelled like German. You know, uh, okay. it's spelled like Hamburger. Gotcha. All right, Carl uh, on who... Uh, on, uh, rather, Drew and Mike. Let's check it out and see what Carl had to say about Sh uh, Bob Shuley, as we like to call him. I went on this show, Misery Loves Company, and this is a show that uh, Shuley's been on before. Bob Levy's on there all the time, and Bob does a show with Shuley. And... I went on there and they asked me about Shuli because right now Kevin Brennan, the host of that show, is mad at Shuli. Mm. So they asked me about Shuli and they specifically he asked me, what do you think about Shuli ripping off where these podcasts? Because Shuli's show, the Uncle Rico show, is very much based on what we've been doing for yeah. years. With Stuttering John, we should explain to the, the, the people yeah. who aren't really hip to this that Carl really developed the Stuttering John topic and beating down the Stuttering And I feel like that's not something that, you know, uh, ev too many people really remind themselves of is, is that Carl did start this whole stuttering John thing. And I think what uh, yeah. the, the Drew and Mike guys say is like Carl does it in doses, whereas, you know, Shuli does it almost every week, if not sometimes twice or to three times a week. He's covering exactly. the same stuttering John stuff. So it, it gets very repetitive. But at the end of the day, you know, uh, Carl did start the, the stuttering John stuff. So uh, that's not a lot of people remember that, I think. Or even know that to be true. John podcasts, which were horrible and hideous, and there was so much more to it. And you made it so much fun over, what, three years or something. And then Shuley started podcasting. And I don't know how he was doing it. I think he probably wished he was doing better. And all of a sudden, he, and I guess he talked to you about it beforehand. I would have never done this myself. He decided he wanted to do a show that focused solely on stuttering John and now, in my opinion, he's kind of just beaten it to death. I mean, they do like two. What you got? Oh, I was just saying, boom. Drew doesn't listen to us or know about us, but he said exactly what we and everyone else are saying. Shuli uh, took one topic, thought it would be a show, and beat it to death. Exactly. And he's done that. Where now it's like, you know, that that's why the rant we went on earlier about stuttering John, like you have to move on from it, is because... What Shuli did. It's a direct result from Shuli. Carl was doing 
good, and then Shuli comes along, and now it's like kind of hacked to even bring up stuttering. Right, right. Shuli ruined it for Carol. (laughs) I do want to mention, too, that we talk about Aaron uh, being in a basement. Uh, Now, this is the guy Drew from Drew and Mike, correct? Yes. So this is the guy Drew. He Clearly, he's in his basement here. I mean, you see steps that go down. These steps aren't going down into an attic. No, they're going down into a basement. So he's obviously in his basement here. Uh, but the, this looks way better than anything Steel Toe does, both in basements. But somehow this looks better just because it looks like, from the looks of it, this guy Drew kind of gives a shit about his product. Yeah, they didn't. They just started doing video clips of their shows. They, uh, it's an audio podcast. Drew doesn't like video. He's afraid how it looks. So he's a little skeptical, but Carl's convinced him it's the way of the future. Well, it is. So he's getting more into it. It, it really is. I mean, you have to, if you're doing anything in 2023 as far as podcasting or comedy or anything, anything you're doing has to be video. People, I mean, yeah, you'll still have audio listeners, but I mean, if you want to like really expand on what you're doing, just buy a camera. Yeah, and this is the show that chased uh, Howard Stern out of Detroit because Stern doesn't stay anywhere where he's not number one. Okay, wait, coming in number one here. Coming in from Jules David, four ninety nine. Uh, she says, "Let me correct you. ROTC Mersh Royce were the OGs that went after Stuttering John first. See, I didn't know that." Uh. I'd have to look at the timeline. I don't know that to be true necessarily. Yeah, I mean, I'm not quite sure. We'd have to look at the dates. I'm not saying Jules David is a liar in any sense of the imagination. We do appreciate the 499. I'll tell you what, there are dabblers listening, and they'll tell me after the show's over. Those guys will know. Yeah, I'm I'm willing to uh, you know hear that out for sure. Uh, Mersh also claims he called out the Crowder was gay first. I mean, you know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to. Figure out that Steven Crowder was a little, uh, you know, playing the fence and not the way Bob Levy does, if you catch my drift. Uh, Antoine, okay, so uh, W Man caught you cross chatting. There's got to be a penalty for these live chatters that get cross, get caught cross talking. I haven't seen any love for Drew and Mike from our de- uh, Detroit people in the chat. Yeah, what, what's, would like what's with that? Uh, WATP started covering John in 20, what's that say, 2018? Yeah, 2018. So I'd be okay. So if, if WATP started in 2018 and Shuli started just recently, so I mean, I guess it wouldn't be that, uh, you know, preposterous to think that uh, Royce and Mersh maybe did it in 2017. Maybe. I, I don't know though, because isn't, right. isn't like Royce and Mersh fucking politi- more so like political commentators? And you know what I mean? I watched uh, Carl had him on. I'm trying to think. Uh, Carl had uh, Royce and Mersh on? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I can find all that shit for you. Because they were covering something. They were covering Stuttering John, I think it was. So he had a, them on. So I think I can find that episode, and we'll figure out who was doing it first. Because okay. I know, uh, I think Mersh has been on twice, and ROTC was on that show. I remember it. Uh, De La says... Carl's admit revenge of uh, revenge of Sith uh, sis did it first. Carl, okay, so Carl admits that revenge. Of, okay, so I guess uh, we do stand corrected. Revenge of the Sith looks like uh, they did cover Stuttering John first. 
But, but, I mean, the point still remains, guys. I mean, it doesn't matter who covered who first. You could cover the same, like, we could cover the same thing that other people cover. Just because someone else covers it doesn't make it, like, off limits. Now, you know, you kind of want to pick your spots, and that's where Shuley, and that this is the point, is Shuley didn't pick his spot. Shuley made it a point to cover Stuttering John every episode, you know, sometimes twice, three times a week even, where Carl kind of, you know, I feel like for the most part picks his spots when it comes to Stuttering John. You know, uh, but so, yeah, it, it, it is what it is. I just think truly has to eventually move on. And that's really the point behind it all. Hey, I wanted to say um, when you read that comment about uh, WATP started covering uh, uh, Stuttering John in 2018, that was posted by a guy, O, who is one of my favorite Canadians, and he, he knows. That's, so that's true. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, all right, so is there, is there more in this clip? Do you want to keep playing it, or do you, uh, is this where it kind of ends? Or uh, I don't know. Uh, people might like it for a second. I think Carl talks some more shit right. about the show, really. All right, let's check it out. Two episodes a week, full episodes on Stuttering John. But then to say that his worst show is better than what? your best show, I was like, what is this? Well, did you hear that? Yeah, that show. He said his worst show is better than Carl's best show. Right, and I don't care what you guys think about Carl. I, you know, I, I feel like that's not even an argument. You know? Right, right. Listen, uh, Carl don't even have to carry his own water because people that listen to Shuley and Carl's show, i.e. Drew and Mark and Brandon, are going to discuss it here. All right, let's check it out. So this is what was annoying about it is that they asked me point blank about Chuli and I had nothing bad to say. I let them know that I don't own Suttering John. Anyone can make fun of him if they want to. And right. Chuli was kind enough to call me before he started the Uncle Rico show and just make sure I was cool with it. Okay. I said, yeah, of course I am, buddy. Go for it. That's fine. And they asked, I even said that the Uncle Rico show was a great show and better than our show. It's a good show. I don't think it's better than your show. I disagree with that. I don't think I so either, but I was trying to be polite. But <laughs> God damn, don't compliment Julie, because that'll bite you in the ass. So, so, I, I so, it, yeah, so yeah, obviously, Carl doesn't think the Shuli show is even that good. Right. And you don't hear him getting kind of, he wouldn't say this on a lot of the shows that most of us watch. That's why this is cool because he's a little more loosey goosey. You know what I mean? Uh, Detois says, "Let's just watch Brandon work the the board. He's a magician." Hey. Yeah, that's my boy Brandon. I had a uh, um, maybe we'll put that up for members. I had a uh, Carl Brandon and Eric Zane, who is another. He was on Free Beer and Hot Wings, which was a syndicated show. I had them all on one of my audio podcasts. Maybe we'll post that for the members. It's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, Mark's on it too. Who's Mark on, is on it? as well. So everyone but Drew in that picture is on that show. It's pretty good. Oh yeah, I, I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah. I just well, we'll, we'll talk about that after the show. Julie goes on his show, and him and Mike Morse, Bob Levy just says there, but him and Mike Morse are agreeing. Hold on, Shane M. coming in says, RTC did it first for five bucks, by the way. We appreciate the five bucks. Uh, RTC did it first, but Carl figured out how to make a good living doing it. Yeah, I mean, that's something that can't even be argued with. Whether However you feel about Carl, it's like, you know, what's his Patreon at, man? A couple hundred people, maybe even a couple thousand people at this point? And oh, that, yeah. Uh, no, it's... 
it's way higher than that. I don't know the numbers, but it's several thousand people. And not to mention the YouTube and, uh, you know, anything he does with, I mean, that's just the podcast side of things. Uh, anything he does with the isotopes, not saying, you know, you guys have to, you know, if you like it or not, but it's just, it's just facts that like Carl's doing very well for himself. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So it, all right, let's keep it playing here. We appreciate the five Shane M coming in. Uh, let's keep it playing though. Carl kind of talking a little shit on Shuli and like, you know, Softcast said, this hasn't really been getting much recognition. So figured we play it here. Agree with each other that their show's way better than mine. And I, I, listen, I like Shuli. I'm still friends with Shuli. I, I hope he, we're still friends. I haven't talked to him in a little while, but, but the fact that he goes on there and says what he said, and he apologized to me before I even saw it. So he knew he was in the wrong, but the fact that he goes on there and says that his worst show is better than our best show, which is insane. Well, and and some of the shit he was talking about, I'm just like, well, surely this must be coming from a real place, because otherwise, why would you have said that? No, That's it had to be. There's no way you would say that unless you See, unless you guys had a joke. See, Carl's starting to realize Shuli's a cocksucker here. Right. You know I mean, he's been playing nice guy for a long time. But Carl, Carl wouldn't say this on anywhere else. He's saying that on this show because... This show doesn't travel in the same worlds that we do. Yeah, man. And, and you know, uh, a little bit of, uh, you know, frustration boiling over here from right. Carl and uh, Tishuli. Detroit coming in and uh, with four ninety nine, We appreciate that. Says Carl owes Drew and Mike for his numbers. Uh, no, not true. Um, I tell you when Carl comes to Detroit, we sell it out, but Carl's doing all right on his own. A lot of Drew and Mike fans are fans of Carl, but I like Carl independently. We appreciate the four ninety nine though, Detroit. Um, we're racking in super chats. Look at us go. Uh, addicted <laughs> to super chats over here, man. Uh, but yeah, we appreciate everyone who super chats in, uh, Let's keep playing this, though. Carl kind of talking a little shit on Shuli. And we got some uh, Melton coverage. We got Steel Toe. The big secret will be revealed coming up here soon, guys. So, uh, you know, fasten your seatbelts here. Because uh, if you want to know what Aaron doesn't want you to know about me, stick around. Uh, because Yeah, it... this part, I think this part, and I can't remember this video for sure. But Drew is a radio legend. He knows broadcasting. And I think it right at the end of this clip, he kind of sums it up. Maybe I'm wrong. Let's see. All right, let's check it out, man. Let's get through this clip. See what's going on. Going, or uh, or he really believed it, right? And, and so I addressed it on my show, and and uh, you know we played the clips of it, and I was more annoyed with Mike Morse, who doesn't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because again, I agree with that too. I don't want to keep uh, Listen, Drew laughing his ass off right because well, he sees what we see because everybody knows it, man. It doesn't take a rocket so. I guess my whole point with Mike Morris is if we all know it, if Drew knows it, Carl knows it, the fans know it, we know it, and, you know, my dog Butters knows it now by this point, don't you think Bob Levy and Bob Shuley, a.k.a. Uh, Shuley Egger, don't you think they know it? So the question then becomes, what are you doing keeping this guy around? What does he add to your program? And if anything, you know, you're, you always heard the saying, uh, you're only strong as your weakest link. I think that same concept applies to Mike Morse. And I think uh, really, you know, if Shuley and yeah, I guess it's Shuley Network, so I really can't say Levy, but if Shuley were smart, he'd realize that and kind of adjust accordingly. And I'll kind of just leave it at that. 
But let's continue. Uh, so uh, Drew getting a big kick over uh, the Mike Morse joke. And uh, that was a good one by Carl. I'll give him that. No one knows who Mike Morse is. And Mike Morse is sitting there. And I've had him on my show before. And I've been on the Uncle Rico show a few times. And Mike Morse and I worked together in Rochester back in February at DabbleCon. We've worked very well together. I just felt like out of nowhere, he blindsided me with this thing. He's just like, yeah, well, Carl's show's not even funny. I'm like, whoa, what? Well, this is not the Mike And so that's the clip right there. This look, look real quick. This would be disingenuous for uh, me to say about Aaron and not say about Carl, but it, I get stimulant kind of vibes from Carl. It seems to me like he may be dabbling in right. in some stimulants. Uh, you know, I don't know if he'll ever admit to that, but of course this is alleged. But uh, I well, he seems really fired up, and what makes me think you might be right is because he also drinks during this show, not like I do. Yeah, right. But uh, well, of course, not, not too many people right, could drink like he, you do. He always has beers or like a, a white claw, which makes him suspect right from the get go. Uh, right, claw. Uh, dude, I, yeah, it's like with timeout, timeouts. I, I kind of glossed over this because I was kind I was going to set up this mountain thing, but Carl drinks white claws on his stream. Yeah, yeah. Jesus oh, yeah. Christ, dude. He's, uh, he's a. What are we uh, fucking sixteen-year-old fucking high school kids like trying to? Not get too intoxicated. What the fuck? Nobody should be drinking. You know who drinks White Claw? Aaron M. Holt. Yes. Right. Movie. Nobody should be drinking White Claws, especially on stream. Fuck. I mean, sorry, but I mean, Carl, I mean, I, you know, I, I was kind of, you know, getting behind what you were saying there. But this this love for Steel Toe and this White Claw fucking <laughs> drinking on stream is... You know, it's kind of knocked you down a couple pegs here. Uh, oh, coming in with the Canadian 220. Oh, that's my boy. Uh, this one's for you, Soft. My favorite Canadian, that guy I've known for a long time. <laughs> this one's for you. It says, John Jamingo lost a foot to diabetes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I just... Hold on one second. Fucking bullshit! Sorry, that's the, uh, the drop we have. The drop of the night. The hipster drop. The hipster. 6K hipster. Good. Oh, I just, I wanted to tell, oh, that uh, I told you today or last night that John Jamingo, my arch nemesis, is a Philly fanatic. Right. Right. And he lives uh, on the Jersey Shore right across from Philly, much like you do. It's very weird. Yeah, actually, you know, I don't want to tell you this uh, off air, but, you know, me and Jamingo actually, you know, we we do get a couple beers after our shows. After me and you are done here, me and John Jamingo go... I'm obviously kidding. I could tell. Uh, well, no, John Jamingo would more have donuts. <laughs> What's he, is he fat? I don't know this John Jamingo. Oh, yeah, he's huge. Jesus. <laughs> uh, gay guitar guy, uh, last MG TV coming in says, Claw is the law for five bucks. We appreciate that. Go check out uh, last MG TV over on YouTube. Uh, does a lot of uh, pretty pretty solid stuff over there, man. Uh, you'd enjoy it. So, uh, yeah, we appreciate the five. Claw is the law. Again, sure, you could drink White Claws, guys. That's I mean, fine. Don't stream it, please. For the love of God. <laughs> right. You know, it just, people have to think. Like, you're on camera. You're broadcasting to the world. You don't, you know, that's something you do on your own time for yourself. Dude, I want to, that's almost, I just want to go keep your pronouns to yourself. <laughs> Jesus, you yeah. you're drinking a White Claw. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm gay as hell. Uh, yeah, Ray DeVito, everyone. Uh, let's get into this Melton clip. I'm going to take a quick piss break, but I'm going to play the Melton clip. And this is Melton, uh, this is Patrick Melton. So today we found out Patrick Melton from Nobody Likes Onions. Uh, he cucked out 
Aaron Muby Imhole in real time. He started selling Aaron M. Holt merch on nobodylikesonions.com. Pick up your shirt today. And he's selling it cheaper than Aaron. And not uh, to top that all off, he calls out Aaron directly. So Aaron, I know you're probably watching and you will probably watch this back. And if not, then somebody clip it. But uh, you're being cucked, my friend. Patrick Melton is selling your merch. And there's going to be people that are going to start selling other things of yours. And I'll kind of just leave it there. But uh, again, you know, you got to do something, my friend, because it's not looking good. And no matter how much you say you're winning, you're not winning at anything. The only thing you're winning at is being the world's biggest cuck, of course. Uh, Aaron M. Would you say he went hard in the paint? (laughs) He went hard in the motherfucking paint. So uh, let's play this clip. I'm going to take a quick uh, piss. And uh, I don't think you're I don't think you're going to be able to see this. You'll hear it, but you won't be able to see it. I'll play it for everyone to check out, and uh, I'll be right back with literally before this clip ends. So this is Melton calling out Steeltoe. Or not even calling him out, but he's just cucking him in real time. So check it out. Sam Young in the chat. Thank you, Sam. Three shirts you just bought. Jesus, Crimbus. Including a Steeltoe morning show shirt. A steel toe morning show shirt. You guys heard of Aaron Imholt? Oh, yeah, the bitch. I'm selling your merch. I've sold more merch than you've ever sold today with your logo on it. It's not ironic. It's not a parody. It's your logo. I stole it, and I'm illegally selling it on merch. What are you going to do? Hi, Aaron's lawyer. My name is Patrick Melton from Las Vegas, Nevada. I stole Aaron M. Holt's logo, put it on my own stuff, and sell it for a margin. I make a profit from it, and I give no residuals to Aaron M. Holt or April M. Holt, legal names Mubi and Eskrimp. <laughs> Patrick, you just said Mubi and and Scrimp. I don't know Spanish. I stole it all. I don't care. I didn't ask for permission. I'm a dangerous man. I love breaking the law. I'm being flagrant about it. I'm being flagrant about it. No remorse. I stole your logo. So, I mean, you see it there. I'm coming back now, man. But, I mean, you see it there. Melton is fucking, uh, he's, he's going off. No holds bar, calling them out, direct call out. I'm selling your fucking logo in my merch store. This was probably one of the best rants I've seen uh, in a long time from Patrick Mountain here. I'm coming back now. Dude, sometimes it just feels good when you have to fucking take a piss, man. It just feels good. Uh, very rewarding. I, I like what uh, Melton is doing with this shit because it seems like the shit I would do. Right. You know what I mean? So I like it. And it's also, it's forcing Aaron's hand. If anything else, it's forcing Aaron to make a move. And it's, uh, you know, very, it's not even, it, I won't even say, I mean, it's funny, but I, I won't say it's smart. You know, anyone could copy anyone's merch and then sell it. It's funny, however, I will say. And then the fact that now he's uh, putting the ball in Aaron's uh, hand here. Now, if Aaron does nothing at all, it just reassures everything we know about him to be a, a soft boy, 
a cock, a beta, uh, you know, less than a man, uh, you know, a man tits magoo. I mean, anything we could think of about Sir Aaron. I mean, that's and what he'll be. Because uh, he does that typical thing like he tries to project too hard that that's not who he is. Exactly. You know what I mean? He projects it too much like, oh, uh, you know, I'm a boxer and I'm training people. Look, I'm tough. Right. You know, uh, the whole thing he's doing, he was bullied as a kid. I'd like to say I feel bad for him, but I don't. Uh, let's continue with Melton directly calling out Steel Toe. I'm selling merch actively with your logo on it. Nobody likes onions.com slash store. Come get it, baby. I'm an alpha. Jesus. <laughs> what a Dude, bitch. Melton, as long as I've been watching him, that's a pretty hard rant for him. Right. <laughs> but, you know, he's like, I'm an alpha. It's like, you know, come on. Alpha, right. Alphas don't have to say they're alphas, Melton. Exactly. You know, you're, you're, you're almost there. It's like you tripped. Nah, this was, it was an epic rant, though. I will give uh, Melton this. Definitely an epic rant. Put my stuff in your store and see how quickly I buy a plane ticket to Minnesota. Put my stuff in your store and see what happens. I swear to God. <laughs> he shouldn't have I'll said be... that to Melton. <laughs> what you mean about Aaron? He shouldn't have said that to Aaron. No, it's, it's, he's reading back, right? And Aaron said, put my stuff in your store and I'll sue you. No, Isn't... no, 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 no. So, so what he's saying right there is he's saying, uh, Aaron, like, go ahead. Try to put my merch in your store. If you did, I'd be on the first flight to fucking Minnesota to fucking... Pull you from that house, that basement. Oh, sweet! So he's like, he's like almost daring Aaron to fucking, uh, you know, try to sell his merch. He's like, go ahead, sell my merch, see what happens. I'll fuck you up. Uh, of course, you know, within the means of the law, and not physical. <laughs> Rat chewing my way through your fucking air vents. Just to get to your children. Lock them up. I'm coming for your kids. Get the lawyer. I'm coming for your logo, and I'm coming for your children. Yo, you oh. know what would be hilarious? You know what would be fucking the best out of all of this? If not only he sold his logo and, and shirts and, and all that, but if he literally took everything Aaron owned, the name, the logo, the merch, the coffee, the show, and just started doing steel toe shows... You know, like, you know, not to the extent that Steel Toe does it, but essentially, like, if everything looked and sounded almost like Steel Toe and then he started, like, integrating, like, topics, I mean, Nobody Likes Toes should be the, the, that spinoff show. If, you know what I mean? Right. Melton is just, uh, he's just enough, too, that I think he might be copywriting that logo. You know what I mean? To fuck with Aaron Yeah, because, later. because okay. Aaron, we know Aaron isn't doing it, bro. And, and uh, like, I was talking to Melton earlier, and he's like, you know, I, I don't know if they uh, just, or they're just too dumb, or they got locked out of uh, their website. And it's like, you know, they might have gotten locked out of their website, sure, maybe. But it's like, really, at the end of the day, it's more so, they don't care. They don't give a shit. They don't, you know, they put right. as minimum effort into their product, and they just expect the world. You know, and then when we call it out, it's like, oh, they're just fucking whatever. We're haters or we're fans or we're this or we're that. It's it's never, he can never just be like, you know what, man? A lot of people are saying the same shit. Can I look with uh, from within and, you know, maybe get better? Or am I going to challenge uh, any criticism that anyone has of me 
and, and make them feel like they're fucking uh, completely uh, insane to even think that. It's like right. you don't care about your product, dude. And that's really my biggest gripe with you all. And then, uh, of course, the more we look into you, the more just appalling shit that we find. But it's like, you know, start, you know, giving a fuck about what you put out. And and then we, we could possibly go from there. His show might do a lot better if he did like a. Just like four nightly shows a week. You know what I mean? It would probably do a ton better. I think would. I don't know if it would generate more revenue. And I think that's what he's worried about is, you know, he's he's got to meet the goal every day. I'm going to give you a thought experiment. He does nine shows a week, correct? Right. Nine shows a week. An average person would be burnt the fuck out after nine. Sh- like we do two shows a week and I'm like, like burnout out almost, you know? Yeah. Nine shows a week. So th- I think that goes to my argument of uh, alleged stimulant abuse. I-, I think like, you know, no sane, normal, sober human being could do nine shows in that kind of format, by the way. Like you could, you right. can go live nine times a week. You can stream nine times a week, but to, to show prep and to put clips out and everything else that Steeltoe does, it starts to look more and more like the Adderall abuse, the Vyvanse, uh, you know, usage could be a, a definite rather than a possibility. Yeah, and that's kind of what pisses me off sometimes is because that's one of my major gripes is this is all just a pull up shit on the Internet and talk about a bullshit. We talk every day about what we're going to cover, and we do eight, maybe nine hours a week. You know what right. I mean? Let's read some Fuck. chats here, because I do want to get to uh, some steel toe coverage we're going to get into. This is going to segue perfectly. Uh, but you guys would love Denny, Dr. Chow says. I believe he's talking about Josh Denny. Yeah, uh, I, we'll have to start looking into Josh Denny. I just don't know where to find Josh Denny content. Uh, I know he's on Compound Media every once in a while, but like... I don't know where else I could find Josh Denny content. Patreon, maybe? I, I don't know. So send me links. Uh, uh, guys, by the way, aside from the Discord we're starting for members, if you want to become a member, sign up today. $4.99 is it. You'll get access to uh, all our members' uh, exclusive content, plus this new Discord we're about to launch, which is very exciting. Uh, I'm not a Discord guy, but I think this is going to be a good experience for everybody. I don't want to get too often to a plug. But uh, essentially, we do have an email. So if you want to reach out to the show, send clips. Uh, if you're not in the Discord, send us uh, an email over on Gmail, winby2radio at gmail.com, and uh, we'll play your clips on the show and, and chat uh, if you don't have Twitter or all that good stuff. But uh, yeah, so uh, let's see. Where else were we at here on the chat? If you If you have something that you think we would cover... There's better ways than uh, sending the message during the live chat of a show. Right. You can hit the email, or if you're a member, go in the Discord. We get we're setting shit up. It'll be, it'll be fun. But there's ways to do it. We'll be more interactive. We're not a super chat reading show, but we're trying to figure it out. Uh, Jay Etheridge says, "I appreciate this." Jay says, "Denny is on the Gavin McInnes Network." Yeah. What's that? Uh, what's uh fucking Gavin's network Gavin name? Mc- yeah, but what's his network name? It's like fucking uh, free speech censored or censored.tv. It's censored.tv. Yeah. A Proud Boys network, man. Gotta love it. Gotta fucking lo- yeah, I love it. I think Tom Chilstrom may be in the Proud Boys after uh, we watch oh, Keiko. Yeah. You know, he is. Uh, 
Last MG, Last MG uh, says, when a stream is your job, it makes for a bad show. Exactly. Exactly. You have to be able to uh, separate, I, I believe, you know, work and, and pleasure. And when work is pleasure, like this is a hobby for us. But if this starts to become a job, is the second it stops becoming fun. And I think uh, that's his biggest cope. And that's his biggest projection is we do a fun show. We do a fun, 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 fun show because he has to constantly remind himself and uh, trick and fool April along with the rest of their audience that it's fun. When in reality, it's probably it's probably shitty to be Aaron. And in reality, it probably is a shitty existence overall. Well, here's what I think about it. Like Aaron started a show and he was like, a, oh, we can make X amount of money to support our lifestyle or whatever. I think we can do this. So the whole goal of the show is to make that money. Now, Carl from WATP the opposite. He was a partner in a marketing firm and he was, he was quite successful. His podcast grew so much that he, he quit out of the partnership to just podcast. He didn't think it, that was going to be his life. You know what I mean? His show just got big. Aaron thinks it's a revenue source. It's it's the different aspect. And if you're looking at YouTube as always making money, maybe you can do like those kids videos, you know, like unwrapping presents and shit. Yeah, because this well, exactly, dude, you could do even not even those kids videos, but you could do stuff like um, uh, those like YouTube shorts or like YouTube videos where it like you could upload essentially screen shavers, uh, screen savers with the uh, rained rain sound in the background and right. make it like an ASMR video and you'll get millions of fucking views. And if you really wanted to make fucking serious money on YouTube, there's like ways to do it and doing a, you know, a pretend whatever radio show that Aaron does. That's not the way to do it. And I'm just here to inform you. That's not the way to do it. Uh, you know, you'll earn your 300 bucks a day and, and, but you have to beg to your audience day in and day out and look like a complete fucking degenerate fucking, narcissistic piece of shit every time you turn on that camera. And it's just like, you know, it comes a point in time where it's just like, you have to look within yourself, man, and real ask yourself, am I doing a good job? And I don't think Aaron asks himself that because he's so ego driven. He never questions any uh, like flaws within himself. No, he, he likes to think that, Hey, I'm, I'm making the, I'm making the money. So it's all cool. Yeah, Exactly. And I'm a radio pro, so I can tell people what's up. But your radio show is just you rattling the cans, begging for money. Dude, is that something you're proud of? Right. Yeah, it's like, you know, imagine trying to show anybody uh, your product. That That's like a close friend or relative. You're like, oh, what do you do for a living? It's like, you know, Aaron almost has to lie at like family events. That's probably why he, his family don't talk to him. I wouldn't talk to my child if my child was off scampering around doing topics for four, nine shows a week, fucking 30 hours a week, begging online. Like, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I mean, Aaron is a broken guy. We're going to keep it on Aaron. Though. We're going to go to this Steel Toe Live evening show. And the title is Steel Toe uh, Evening Show 5-10-23. April gets her apology. Now, this guys, this is where the uh -oh. this is the secret. This is the secret where Aaron doesn't want you to know about. We're going to... Reveal what that secret is here in just a second. I want to play a couple clips and kind of build this thing up a little bit because there's a lot of uh, lot of little insights we're going to pick up, a lot of little quirks we're going to pick up here on this show. And uh, again, uh, Aaron thinks he has this 
upper hand on me right now because of some sort of thing I don't want to get out to the world. And we're going to show you guys that there's nothing for me to hide. I, Like I said, you guys probably couldn't even guess what that secret, quote-unquote, secret is. So let's check it out. This is Steel Toe from last night. And uh, let's see what they have to say. This is the Eimholtz, of course, Aaron and Would April. you say he went... Oh, sorry, sorry. This has been a very fun show. Very, very fun, fun show, show very, very fun, fun week. week. It's always a fun week at the Eimholtz. Uh, so let's check it out. Steel Toe from last night. Let's see what they had to say. One second. It's just frozen. All right, here we go. Loading. Come on. Yeah, man. Very fun show. Very. All right, here we go. Steel Toe. Welcome to the Steel Toe Evening Show. Hello. Buried in other shit to watch. Look. By the way, off the bat, it does look like Aaron last night was wearing his uh, infamous girdle. It's hard for you guys to see, but there's quite... It looks like a whole... Ch I don't even think it's a girdle anymore. I think he's wearing a whole chest plate to try to like keep his gut and his uh, tits down. But, uh, I mean, you guys could clearly see this. Aaron is completely pale as a ghost. And April just looked like she got out of a fucking tanning booth. I mean, very, very tan here. I mean, she's almost as orange as this background. Like, she is, like, the literally the same color orange as that background. Yeah. So, uh, again, April, and the reason why, and she looks miserable, by the way, but the reason why she's always outside is because we're going to find out in this episode that she is the one who wears the pants in this relationship, she does all the yard work. She walks the dog. She takes out the trash. She paints. She does the dishes. She does everything. And Aaron does nothing. He drinks beers and eats cashews. That's what Aaron does. All right? So let's continue here. Let's watch this intro. We're gonna, we got a couple clips from last night, and uh, let's keep it moving. But very tan. Tan April. This is like April. In, Lobster April. Lobster April. Yeah, this is like April in Super Saiyan form. You know, she's like one second away from her fucking hair popping up in all static electricity and going crazy. Uh, but let's check it out. <laughs> Aaron and April. I'm not under any illusions. All right. Big secret, we J. Are J. Etheridge says. A yes. lovely Big program to uh, tune into. We are a very funny show to tune into. Uh, but we are not, uh, you know, prime time network entertain. I get it. I understand. And you know when the great evening shows are? The great evening shows are when you got nothing going on and it's wonderful. Okay, so Aaron's doing a little coping there. I want to go to the first clip. Now, we all make the joke about cross-talking and how and nobody in this chat should be cross-talking. But a lot of people don't know the origins of cross-talking, let alone uh, the origins. They don't even know the fucking rules to cross-talking. So this first clip uh, is the proper way you should be cross-talking when you're in a steel-toe chat room. 
I let my chat room fly. You guys say whatever the fuck you want. When it comes to Aaron, there's rules. There's cross-talking rules, and there's ways to cross-talk. Uh, I have an uh, interesting story about cross-talk if you want to hear it real quick. Uh, absolutely, dude. I'd love to hear stories about cross-talk. All right. Well, um, I know some people will find this amazing, but I used to work in uh, the social work field, and I used to work with uh, mentally challenged and drug abused people and people that just got out of prison and uh i would run group therapy sessions and uh crosstalk is what you say like uh like when you when you're trying to tell your story you know like it's your turn to talk and then the other people in the group will just get bored and start talking about their own shit right right you know but it, it goes back to that I think it it's before like radio. It's like a therapy thing. It's yeah. It's like if you're in a big like the the crosstalk like you're just saying is like when you're in a group and somebody's trying to share something and there's other people whispering like and the person like is like you could tell like they know the whispering's going on but they're just trying to power through because they don't want to get in that awkward confrontation. Right. If somebody's talking while you're talking, tell them to shut the fuck up. You, you know. Yeah, yeah. It kind of comes from that group therapy thing where you would have like a, like 12 people sitting in a circle that don't know each other. And then someone would finally go, what the fuck is this motherfucker talking about? And they would go, or I, I had to say it a million times. No crosstalk. Let him talk. Let him talk. Yeah, exactly. So the, the fact that it comes from, uh, you know, those therapy session, uh, you know, sort of uh, support group sort of things. Right. Narcotics Anonymous, uh, like all that kind of shit. The, the anonymous groups. The fact that it comes from that, that's like the origin origins. Like that's like the OG origins. Uh, uh, you know, Aaron and April use these tactics, these therapy tactics within their chat when they say no crosstalk. And it's very bizarre because there's not even talking going on. People are just chatting. They're typing. So what, what he's really saying is he doesn't want you to chat with other chatters and get any like kind of squirrely ideas he wants you to directly communicate with him and uh if you think i'm lying well this clip will speak for itself let's check it out this is aaron and april giving you the rules about their chat and crosstalk uh should what you call it. they should support those guys they're tr trying to get something off the ground they're trying to do something a little different absolutely talking about cake uh flying brian says i'm just happy to finally sold my les paul since ebay douche retracted Ooh. his bid last minute Sorry for cross chat. That's not cross chat. That's you bringing something to the show. That's probably a great day. Yeah, it's probably a wonderful day like, for you. I like good uh, vibes like that. That's guys, fine. there's nothing cross talky about talking to the host. Doesn't have to be. So I mean, there it is, right there. All right, so this guy chats in, and I don't know if it's a troll or I don't know if he's really has this hold over his audience members, where they think if they're talking about anything else that's going on besides what Aaron's talking about, like he's convinced his audience. That it's a form of cross-chatting and how, uh, you know, he's got to, like, lay out these ground rules. It's very, uh, you know, spazzy, sort of autistic behavior, man. It's very bizarre shit. Yeah. I, I wonder who that guy that said he sold as Les Paul was. If there's any dabblers here, is that guitar rabbi? That fucking fake rabbi? We'll see. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, you, you, you see, like, this is a real thing. Like, you know, 
you would think maybe this is a bit. Maybe Aaron's going to be like, oh, I'm just kidding. Crosstalk? What do you mean crosstalk? You don't got to talk amongst yourselves. Have fun. This is a fun show after all, right? This has been a very fun show. Very fun show. Very fun week. But, you know, he doesn't. This is a real fucking thing. He doesn't want um, listeners to be friends. You know what I mean? Hey, if if we're both in his chat and you said something I found amusing, why wouldn't he want us to talk about it? Because he doesn't he doesn't want people to 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 revolt. Because you start talking to uh, people and you get outside of their chat, and you know some people end up in our chat. A lot of people here tonight are from Steel Toe, like or they, they used to watch Steel Toe, and I'm not going to pretend that's not a thing. Like that's for real thing. Uh, but when they leave their chat and they come into our chat or they go into Melton's chat or, God forbid, if they go into MLC's chat room, but they start realizing that there's light at the end of the tunnel, that they're not alone. They weren't done wrong. They weren't, you know, talked down to. They weren't, you know, forced to kind of behave in a certain way that Aaron and April kind of molded them into being. And that's the classic behavior of what we call today as a cult member, uh, a cult leader. Right. Right. And that's everything that we've been saying about Aaron. But, uh, you know, a lot of people, you could see that they're still struggling with this concept and they still lash out from time to time uh, at us or at Patrick, Chad, uh, Kat, whoever. They'll still lash out because they uh, Aaron has this sick, demented, twisted way of controlling people's minds, man. It's very bizarre shit. Again, when the documentary comes out about this whole saga, this <laughs> surely would be mentioned. Uh, but let's continue here. So cross-chatting is actually uh, absolutely a real thing. Uh, let's hear him out, though. Maybe he changes his uh, tune, and this is all a bit after all. Be on topic, just, hey, be like, hey, buddy, here's what happened to me. I can always choose to pass on it or use it. It's fine. Uh, I am Walter says, does anyone know where I can buy some coffee? Funny you should ask right at the top. All right, so that was really it with the cross-chatting there. Let's go to 1616. Now, this is going to be Aaron's uh, thoughts on stream sniping. And and this cope here that he does is very, uh, again, just insane because Aaron stream snipes. You know yeah. what I mean? So he's going to tell you how, uh, you know, if you're a stream sniper or you ever stream snipe before, well, it's hacky, it's talentless, it's pathetic and all the above. But this guy stream snipes or it did at one point anyway, before people started calling him out. He stream snipes Opie. He used to stream snipe Chad, wrestling Otaku. Uh, I mean, the list goes on, you know? Right. So this and is... And I want to... I want to apologize to Grammy, Granny, even though he hates us. But he said, uh, you guys stream snipe everyone. And I go, we don't stream snipe. And then he pointed out that, yeah, we have, but we're not a stream snipe show. That's not what we do. So Granny was right. We have stream snipe, but that's not what we do. Yeah, that's not the whole show. You know, if we stream snipe their members only show, like that's really it. And if there's another show going on, like we did the Ray DeVito like last 10 minutes, but uh, we really stream snipe their members only show because they put it behind a paywall. So that should really go without saying. Uh, right, that's a public service for all our fans. Well, I don't want to get it. I don't want to be the one to say it. Chris says John is right. Aaron did not uh take did not like my resistance to the cult of Zen Rhino. Yeah, this Zen Rhino guy. I mean, this guy. I mean, you guys know him. You've seen him in Steel Toe chats. You've seen him all around. This guy. I mean, he is, or he thinks that he's going to be next in line to take up the cult when if or when Aaron goes away. It's like 
this guy's brainwashed as brainwashed comes. He uh, he's probably one of the guys who uh, you know is one of the sheeple you see in real life. He's an NPC sort of character, another ginger, uh, just a, a very you know uh, I, I don't even know. I don't want to use the word miserable, but I'm definitely say unhappy in a lot of uh, the way his life has turned out. Uh, you know, he'll project that uh, everything is fine and good and Steel Toe is a good show, but we all know that can, that uh, to be a complete lie. So, yeah, this Zen Rhino is one of the sheep, uh, and it's okay. It, look, everyone has their own journey. Everyone will come and uh, realize at a certain point that Aaron is full of shit. And we have the, the evidence to back that up here. Again, the secret that Aaron doesn't want you to know about oh, me yeah. is coming up here in just a second's time, ladies and gentlemen. What could it be? I don't know. Stick around and find God out. Damn it, dude! He told me that he, you know, what I mean, he would keep your secret, and I'm like, what's going on with John? What the fuck, dude? So you, you, know, you don't even like. You have an idea, but it, for all you know, that could even be that that uh, thing can't even be it, or may not might right. not even be it. I'm very nervous. Oh, okay. So, uh, all right. I have soft cast on his terms. But let's check it out. This is Aaron's uh, thoughts on stream sniping. Nude. Oh. Remarkable. No correlation How YouTube whatsoever. works, yeah. <laughs> Cocktiff says you should do a show at 4 p.m. Eastern and watch Chad and Tomato Head lose their minds. Here's, here's my take on check that because people have asked me, you know, oh, you, sh you should do something on that. I don't do stream sniping. I think stream sniping is a low, shitty... No, low effort, no talent, fucking waste of time. I think you got to be the biggest hack in the universe to do stream. You got to be out of ideas to do stream sniping. Really, dude? Right. Really? Because you didn't stream snipe people before? You, you know, did we did we all somehow forget that you used to stream snipe? And that used to be like one of your bits that you used to do every morning show was when you went live within the first 10 minutes, you used to go right live into Opie because Opie would stream like a half hour before you, but he would just so happen to be live the same time you were. So when you went live, you would go right into Opie and start, you would raid his chat, you would make fun of him, you would tell all the steel bros, the steel fucking bros, to, you know, cause ruckus and tell him Steel Toe's watching. You raided, you stream snipe. Again, it's just, it is what it is. There's nothing wrong with it, but the, the way you're saying it makes me think like, uh, I don't know. It's just like you're ashamed of uh, watching someone else live and commenting on it. It's no different than watching clips. It's the right. this, the, the only difference is one's live and one's a clip. Right. Why? I mean, live is better, really. If you're prepared to comment live, which I don't think a lot of people are because it's hard. But what what's the difference? I don't see it. But uh, so uh, a sick cope. So let's keep playing. So he's gonna. Give us why he doesn't like stream sniping. Simultaneously, he's going to go into this sick, uh, demented Red Bar cope. So apparently Red Bar has been watching Steel Toe now and really like kind of uh, calling out Aaron. I, I haven't really seen any too much on it. I've seen uh, one clip, but this was from a couple weeks ago at this point. But apparently uh, he, uh, Red Bar was covering Steel Toe last night, and uh, Steel Toe... Aaron is going to do this insane cope where he's almost like talking shit on Red Bar, but simultaneously he's like happy that Red Bar even knows his name and is covering him because that's the kind of ego Aaron has. It's like he doesn't care if about it, if, you know, what people are saying are good or bad, as long as it's not hurting his reputation. If it's all, you know, in the uh, boundaries of the Internet, 
at the end of the day, Aaron probably thinks, oh, it's good that anybody's talking about me because I don't even know how I made it this far. Right. So let's continue. I think what Carl does is brilliant. You get clips. Because what you do when you play clips and you analyze them is you're looking through stuff and you're going, I'm going to pick out the stuff that won't bore my audience, that will entertain them, that I can go boom, boom, I can get in out of. Carl's the king of clipping. What's, and I think that's great. What's interesting? Right. I, I will give uh, Red Bar that credit as well. Yeah. Red Bar watches all this shit. I can't imagine watching all the shit Red Bar watches. It's actually probably and it's like, you know, guys, Red Bar probably doesn't watch anything unless it's getting sent to him in clip form. You actually think Red Bar's sitting there? I mean, maybe now that he's like, you know, whatever uh, illness he's got going on and maybe he isn't as active as he once was before. So maybe now he's watching more of this shit, but... I, I would even probably challenge that. Like, you know, people send people clips, and that's probably how you're consuming a lot of things. Yeah, you probably watch some things, but you're not watching all of it. And that's like how Aaron is making out to be like, Red Bar watches all of it. It's like, I don't even watch all this shit. I get sent clips. Yeah, you can't watch You can't. All it. It's no. a ridiculous thing to say. Right. It's insane. Uh, oh, we, oh, look at this. Admiral Dewey coming in. Philly, 79. Boston, 79. <laughs> Tie game, fourth quarter, seven ten left to go. That's what I thought, dude. They're playing at home. They weren't too far behind. They can make a run. Let's we'll go, Philly. Can we get over this Boston uh, hump here? All right, let's check it out. Uh, so Aaron doing this Red Bar cope. Uh, Red Bar is following a DM. Wait, Red Bar is following it. I DM him earlier. No, I'm not saying he's not following it. I'm just saying he's not watching everything. Like, Aaron's making it seem to be like Aaron, Red Bar is watching start to finish every podcast that he covers. It's like, you know, that's insane to even think. Nobody watches every podcast that they cover. Oh. A lot of this shit is just kind of speaking on a whim. You know what I mean? You know, you, you kind of have an idea, but you don't watch all of it. It's insane. But let's watch. He's going to cope and he's going to feel bad for Red Bar. Why he's sick if you think about it. It, it, it probably is <laughs> killing all him. The bullshit. It's literally murdering him. And he gets all these clips and he puts them together. So if wait, you... real quick. I want to uh, say something in the chat here. B Smiley 3 says, win by two. Did Steel Toe ever spend an entire stream sniping another channel? And I don't actually know that. Uh, I don't know. Maybe somewhere, somewhere, uh, somewhere, somehow uh, there's a clip out there of Aaron, you know, spending an entire episode doing that. Uh, but that's not what he's saying. Aaron is saying if you stream snipe in general, it's beneath him. It's not good. It's hack. It's talentless. Well, it's just a weird question. I don't think Aaron's done it, but let's say, uh, let's say we did a six hour show and then we stream sniped all four hours of Aaron but we did an hour up front and an hour behind. Is it a stream sniping show or are we doing commentary? Exactly. You know? Yeah. K McDuck says Jules has all the time codes. Yeah. Uh, so let's, let's check this out. And then we're, Aaron's going to uh, let us in on this. Uh, what he doesn't want you to know about me. You're stream sniping and just watching a whole show. You're a fat, lazy fuck. And you got to cut the shit. Like, give Kevin Brennan credit. He's doing a show. So I think this is more so less a, a direct dig at Melton, uh, you know, if you're stream sniping. But Melton doesn't do that anymore. He doesn't. He goes on to other things. Huh. So it's like, who are you even talking about? I, I don't think anybody stream snipes a whole show. 
that is insane to do. Because at a certain point, it's like, all right, you don't have any original content. That's your whole thing. And maybe Melton did that before. I think he actually did. Stream snipe the whole show start to finish. But he doesn't do it now. And if he did it, it was only like a month or two tops. The only one that does that is Chad. And then like uh, uh, B-Dabbler does it to Chad, but that's for the goof. Yeah, but that's a bit. It's not a real format. Right. Uh, XMM says rules for thee, not for me. Exactly. G Rob says Chad. Yeah. Ex- so yeah. So he just said that Kevin Brendan is doing a show since when? Yeah, exactly. Aaron doesn't, you know, Aaron doesn't believe this shit. Aaron doesn't believe most of the shit that comes out of Aaron's mouth. He does not believe Kevin Brendan's doing a show. Weren't you just like saying a couple weeks ago that Kevin Brendan doesn't do a show and he does it for the super chats, you know? So again, his audience or they're dumb. They're dumb people. His wife, dumb they don't challenge him on anything they just yes end him i don't even know i don't even know if they're yes ending i think they're just fucking they're just too dumb to realize that he's uh you know doing uh he's being contradictory of himself you know what i mean so it's more of that cult shit you know what i mean his fans are his fans no matter what you know he he could almost be like you know, it's okay to hit your wife, and people would go, yeah. Exactly, makes- yeah, exactly. So uh, there's that as well. Kevin uh, does a Zoom Q&A. It's not even a Zoom Q&A. I've seen better Zoom Q&As, Dr. Chow, that, uh, you know, that's better than Kevin Brennan's. Kevin Brennan, he literally signs. He was on today for three hours. Three hours. It's like, Kevin, you don't need to do three hours. The only... The only reason why you'd be doing three hours, Kevin, Kevin Brennan, of course. I don't have to leave my house. The only reason why you'd be doing three hours is to stay online to collect the super chats. And it's like, again, you know, you're going to come back at me and be like, oh, well, yeah, fuck, I'll collect super chats. You know, so what? It works. But it's hold like, on. I'm going I'm to take a picture of that comment. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, let me zoom out of this. All right. Well, I want to be like Kevin, so I'm going to take a picture of good comments now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we have it all wrong, dude. I don't know. Maybe there's no fucking... Uh, there's no sort of standard in podcasting anymore. I mean, you know, maybe we're just wasting our breath and wasting our time calling it out because not enough people fucking say anything and they just kind of go along with it because of whatever reason they're tribal and they just pick their side. So fuck it. Like we'll just let whatever goes. I, I don't know the answer. It's just, it, it's annoying though. When uh, you know, you put effort into something and you watch other people put zero effort and get away with like essentially murder. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know where it goes either. I mean, that's why I like what we do, because we don't really have a dog in the fight. We just cover it, you know. And Patrick does that too, to some extent. He's he's a he's a little cranky. If I had a big following, I might do some of the shit he does. Well, yeah, but, all, but yeah, but Patrick's cranky because he goes on at fucking three forty-five. He's waking up at two thirty in the morning to do this shit. I'd be cranky too. Yeah, it's either he's waking up or he just doesn't go to bed at all. At that point, I would just, I wouldn't even go to bed. My, I would just go to bed after my stream and, you know, just uh, be like a, a nocturnal streamer at that point. Like almost a deer. Let's get back in Aaron, though. Uh, he's going to do this red bar cope, which I thought was fascinating. 
Uh, Red Bar is, again, covering him right now. And Aaron, uh, he's like kind of bathing in that glory. He's he's basking in it. He's gloating. That Red Bar is covering him. And he's going to... He's going to be the one to let Mike off and let, let Mike off the hook as if Aaron has any superiority to anybody, right. not even just Mike, to anybody. Let's watch. And I always tell myself, I go, I don't know. I think I'm burnt out on MLC. I'm not going to watch today. And then it just so happens that around 3 o'clock, I'm by myself. Like April and I were fishing all morning and afternoon after the show. And... Just caught a bunch of great shit. And then fishing. when we get to shore, realize that it's not opening fishing yet, so we got to throw it all back. So I think this was a lie. A couple people texted me about this clip specifically, and I think this is a lie. And I'll tell you why I think it's a lie. Because Aaron goes, we caught a bunch of good shit, but we had yeah. to... Oh, we talked about this. This is funny, yeah. Yeah, he, he, we caught a bunch of good shit. What is good shit? Is it trout? Is it butterfly fish? Is it... You know, what? what is good shit? And the fact that there's no pictures and you released everything, I don't think you're going fishing, Aaron. I don't think you could work your uh, way around a fishing pole. I think you're too stupid. You can't even walk your dog. You can't even rake the fucking leaves. Why would I believe now you could string a fishing pole? Fuck off, dude. If I go, I'm from Michigan. We have as many lakes as Minnesota does, I think, or we have a lot. I don't know what the numbers are. And I've grew up in the outdoors and uh, fishing and hunting too. I don't hunt anymore. I don't have any desire to shoot shit. Not for political reasons. Just I'd <laughs> rather, buy, I'd rather buy my carcass. Uh, I don't want live and let live brother. <laughs> but, uh, when you go fishing, you know what you're fishing for. You're fishing for bass, or you're fishing for trout, or you're fishing right. for bluegill. Anything. You know what I mean? And if you catch a nice fish, you would say, like, dude, I caught an 18-inch uh, brown trout today. You know what I mean? Right. You you wouldn't say I caught a something. I caught good shit. That's what right. he said. I got good shit. That's like something I say if I'm smoking weed. Yo, what are you smoking on? Oh, pretty good shit, man. Yeah, I'm not saying that when I catch my fish. It's pretty specific. I, I, I'm catching a certain specific kind of fish. Right. Yeah, you're catching a specific fish. Yeah. And if it was good shit, you're going to say what it was. You know what I mean? Like, uh, no one's going to say a tiny smallmouth bass is a good it's shit. It's good shit, right? <laughs> it's nuts. Uh, all right, let's let's continue, uh, uh, guys. The the big secret reveal is coming up right after this clip here. So let's uh, watch this fucking, uh, you know, chest plated fool with his red, very red lobster wife. Let's check it out. That is so cute. How you just say we caught a bunch of really great shit. We did. I caught a jump. Nothing specific. Just a bunch of great. I shit. caught a huge. Yeah, she bass even says the same today. thing. Like eighteen she or gets, twenty yeah, inches she long, it. and I. She's like, we, we weren't fishing. We had to. It's fishing. You have to, you know, exaggerate. I posted a If I pulled it. on the mouth and the tail. Admiral Dewey, what's that score? Right, put it in a stretcher. You measured it when it was crumpled. <laughs> so it's crumpled by a couple inches. It was a big bad boy. It was a real but pig. My take sure. on uh, the Chad, Kevin thing, the MLC thing. Number one, I have to give Ke uh, Kevin credit for a couple things. Number one, uh, Kevin is starting to turn away from talking about Chad all show. He's moved on to what? <laughs> Chad talks about, uh, or, I'm sorry, Kevin talks about Chad every episode. Every yeah. episode. 
So what Dude, are you watching? Today, Kevin stream sniped Chad stream sniping him. And then Kevin, oh. Kevin is such a Luddite, he couldn't figure out why it looked like an endless loop. It's because he's watching you watch him and you're watching him and it keeps. It, it loops. But, right. but, but what Kevin did, and I don't even think Kevin is, is this smart to even realize what he did. But I, uh, Kevin closed the chain. Yeah, he closed the the infinite loop, the sh uh, the sniping, the stream, uh, inception loop. You know, if you're getting stream sniped, and p as other people start stream sniping you, you just stream snipe the first person or whoever you stream snipe the last person, whatever whoever you decide to stream snipe in that chain, you close the chain effectively. Right. Take a look at April's face here, though. Uh, she decides it's a great idea to put on uh, chapstick, and get it gets caught in this sort of face. I mean, that's priceless, uh, April M. Holt, ladies and oh, yeah. gentlemen. I had kids to take care of this weekend. I was having fun. So that is April uh, deciding it's a good idea to put on chapstick while, uh, while Mooby rants about this. Things, and they did a really funny, fast-moving show today. So what do they... What do they talk about when it's not chat? The super chats, and then they make fun of Ray, and then they talk a little bit about basketball and football okay. and shit like that. Yeah. Like, he actually uh, okay. moved it along. Sure. And well, Chad's wait, wait, numbers were down. Hold on. And Kevin even said, you know. What's up? He sounded like he was talking about us. He was like, what else do they do besides talk about Chad? And he said, they talk about basketball, football, maybe make fun of Ray, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's us. <laughs> yeah, but that's not, you know, that that's, uh, yeah, that's us. That's us in a nutshell. Uh, Softcast, where's it at? Let me go. Where's that? There it is. Good job. <laughs> Way to notice. Uh, let's watch this, though, because I don't want to get too tied up here. Uh, again, I could rant on Steel Toe for hours, but let's keep playing. No, I, I was so proud of Kevin Brennan because he said what we've all been saying this whole time. I'm going to, he said, I'm going to stop talking about this guy all the time. It's going to hurt his numbers, and he's going to go crazy. I like, mean, it's probably better for Kevin's health if yeah. he cuts the shit. And he'll do better. And his fans because will send him super chats no matter what he talks about. Right. I, I think that's him getting back control of his show. And I think that's good. So, Cockdiff, to answer your question, I don't do stream sniping. No offense, I'm above that. It's beneath me to stream snipe. No I, offense I to agree. anybody who does it. It's beneath me. Uh, but also, Everything if is these people him. are going to beat the living shit out of each other and kill each other, why should I get in their way? That's true. It seems like they're busy. Yeah. <laughs> why should I dive in? It, it's Carl's prime directive of WATP. I think this is brilliant. The prime directive of WATP, observe and report, do not get involved. Right. I think that's perfect. It works out great. That's the best way to do it. Keep that in mind. Uh, so, yeah. I, I No, you're not going to see me stream sniping. Any, if you ever see us stream sniping, we're desperate. Do you ever wonder, like, okay. what these Okay, all right, so this is a job for all the chatters. Go dig up a clip of them stream sniping, and then you could title it Desperate? question mark, And compare and contrast these two clips here. Uh, because he stream sniped before. And uh, it's actually very recent. I think just last week he was watching Opie. So he stream sniped. Chatter's like, oh god, I didn't think I'd get a whole like thing out of that one comment. I think that must be fun sometimes. If like you put a, a nothing comment in and get a whole book on it. Yeah. I what are you talking good. about, April? Perhaps. All right, guys, we got we're really busy in our chat tonight. I'm gonna try to catch up, but I am way the hell behind. I don't even know where I left off. Yeah, because you're on Adderall. Point. 
Uh, Adderall. Stream Snipes are not fun shows, says Kmart Ready. I 100% agree with you. Johnny 1.0 says the thrill is gone with MLC. I I think once they move on from this Chad shit, you're going to enjoy it. I think Kevin gets to be funnier, and it's going to be good. All right, uh, let, let's move on to the clip that uh, Softcast clips in, or he chats in, rather. At 2320, this is the secret, guys. So check this out. 2320, we'll, we'll play the clip, and then we'll comment, and then I'll reveal the secret. You chicken shit. Pull up an altar. Alti- C- you chicken. Citizen M commented in. Let, me re- let, let Aaron read Citizen M's comment on our show. This is kind of uh, trippy. Let's check it out. Fella. He's making it. And that didn't kill him. Talking about uh, Red Citizen Bar. M says, I'm not letting Mike know I watch this show. Are you fucking kidding me? You coward. You chicken shit. He always does that. You chicken always, shit. When he's yelling, when he's yelling, he goes like, like this. You know, he talks in front of the mic. It's like talking he to the mic. There is there is a school of radio mic discipline where you got to know it so everything won't clip, but he's doing it so wrong. Now, keep in mind, too, we put Kevin Brennan on new equipment watch earlier tonight. Yep. We put Aaron on new Mike Armboom watch uh, Monday, and we gave him a week. Because remember, he, he came on the stream, I think it was Sunday night on that member show. Or no, it was Monday morning. The first thing they said Monday morning with Johnny Crutches was, uh, you know, I, I'm going to remove the tabletop. I have, uh, you know, a microphone arm boom that I have in my crawl space. I'm going right, to put out. Yeah. Right. So he still hasn't done that yet. And we only gave him a week because he didn't have to go buy it. He already had this piece of equipment. Right. What What his problem was is they have to drill through the table and mount it underneath. And that's a project I don't know if April's capable of. Yeah, but again, of. this is how dumb they are. No, they don't have to do that. Do you think my shit's drilled in my table right now? No. It, there's a clamp where you could clamp it on, like the edges of a, a table or a desk or whatever. So it's like you don't need to drill. like you know, And not that they even know how to drill, but it's like you don't even have to drill. Right. That's what's funny is Aaron's like, I can't do this shit. And April's like, uh, I don't have a hole saw. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, a- April's probably April's think- supposed to handle that, and she don't know how. Right. Keep watching. Well, no, everyone has one. Uh, Except for me, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Softcast says, I hate stream snipe shows. Attaboy, Soft. Soft. So you 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 chime in there. You say, I hate stream snipe, uh, stream snipe shows. And I love what you're doing recently because what you're doing is you're kind of going along to kind of uh, play. Uh, you're, you're flipping it right now. Like, you're making him think that yeah, I'm back in it. I'm back in the steel toe business, guys. You got me. I'm coming back around to your show. And he's buying every second of it. I hate to kind of blow your cover, but if if nobody could see that right now, I mean, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. The only person who can't see it is Aaron. Right. I try to not go hot at people because you don't, you know, you don't get responses. You get more with honey than with vinegar, as they say. Right. But so you you chime in, you chat in and say, uh, you know, I don't like stream sniping as well. And then Aaron says this. Softcast coming back around to Steel Toe. Uh, the other thing, Softcast, uh, tell your boy that his secret's safe with me. Tell your boy that his secret is safe with me. <laughs> What's the secret, everybody? What is the secret that he doesn't want or he doesn't want to say that he's holding over my head? We're so scared of that we better be quiet. What is like so? Aaron thinks he has something over me right now that I fucked up and I gave him something, 
and now he's got this thing over me like a black cloud. Well, we're gonna release the uh, the secret, as they say. But let's uh, let's watch. Uh, you know, as long as as long as everybody's cool and as long as everybody's okay, is secret safe with me? Secret safe with me. Secret. And John, I was very worried. I was like, "What the fuck's going on with John?" Like I'm oh. plotting behind the scenes. What am I doing? I'm kind of retarded. If I could be a Jew right now, I would be a Jew. Fucking bullshit! All my sound bites getting a play there. What's the secret? I don't know. Jay Ethridge says, "Wait, we- wait, wait. Let me test. Let me test the sound bite here." All right. Oh, softcast first sound bite uh, ever. I think on this show. Oh, wait. Oh, it's not working. See? Uh, okay, it's done. The moment's over. The moment's yeah. over. Fucked it. Uh, Jay Ethridge says, John, we need the other angle. Justice for the other angle. And there it is. The other angle. Just like that. If I could be a Jew right now, I would be a Jew. This has been a very fun show. Very fun show. Very fun week. Let's get back into it. The big secret. What could it be? He thinks you're a fan. Uh, he, he thinks we love Steel Toe. Oh, yes. We're secret fans. Oh, I muted it. Hold on, sorry. Uh, your your boy's secret is safe. Oh, let's do this. Zoom in in Aaron, because he's like gloating about this. And yo, did we not talk about this before he went live? And I was like, yo, I don't know if he's going to spend 10 minutes or a, a quick 30 seconds on this, but he's going to talk about this tonight. Yeah. yeah. Hit send. That whole thing. Mm. Uh, your Your boy's secret is safe. I'm not going to fuck up his shit. It's extra safe with me. I don't remember. She doesn't even remember. It wasn't that important. <laughs> I don't know who you are. I'm just glad that Softcast is back in the fold and is a big steel toe guy. Oh, that. <laughs> oh, I do remember now. Softcast yeah. is a big steel toe guy. That's laughable, Aaron. Nobody yeah. is a big steel toe guy. And Aaron doesn't know who I am. Oh, right, right, right. Well, well, he used to say he didn't know who you are, but now you're a big fan. Now he knows everything you do. I don't want or April said, much, I don't know? know who you are. Oh, you know who I am. No, but I think she was talking about me. Like, I don't know what, like, oh, yeah. yeah. McNugget. The the big secret. I got <laughs> enough money to afford McNuggets. Something like Hipstar. Fucking bullshit. Uh, <laughs> check my, check my, uh, what's that called? A thread. Check my thread on Twitter. Uh, Alrix with 10 bucks. All right, so that's where it is. So the big secret, everyone's asking, what is the secret? What is John doing? Is John team steel toe? Has he turned? What's going on here? What the fuck? Secret. So, guys, again, I'm a man of, uh, I try to provide entertainment for people. And some of you might think be thinking here tonight, well, we didn't get that memo. Well, uh, I'm sorry you didn't get that memo, but... I'm here to provide entertainment. I like to uh, bring on people who I want to talk to and who I think would make for a good interview and the, and the fans would get a good response out of and maybe be able to ask questions and maybe we could answer that, uh, you know, questions that haven't been answered. Maybe we could answer them on the show. So what I did was I reached out to, to Sir Aaron. I reached out to him in a formal fashion via email. And I simply just wanted to know if he would come on the show here. So let's, I'm going to read you my email I sent to Aaron Imholt. I was trying to get him on the show. I was willing uh, to do a lot of things. Sorry, the screen is frozen at the moment, my Facebook screen. All right, here we go. Here's my email to Aaron. 
This is the secret that Aaron M. Holt doesn't want you to know. I email Aaron. Yo, what's going on, Aaron? It's John from Win by Two Radio. You just, uh, oh, I'm sorry, just wanted to reach out and see if you would be interested in doing the show coming up. It would be the full. It wouldn't be the full show. Maybe 30, uh, 30 to a sixty minute interview mixed with some fan questions, and I would be willing to split any super chats that come in with you. I know I've be uh, I know I've been on my show poking fun at you, but I figured instead of playing this back and forth where we each mention each other, I just go right to the horse's mouth and get it myself. Uh, it would make for really entertaining content for the audience. Let me know what you think. You can email me back here, and I gave out, you know, the win by 2 radio at gmail.com or Twitter at win by 2 radio uh, Looking forward to hearing back from you. So that is the email. That is the secret Aaron doesn't want you to know. That was on Tuesday. So did Aaron email me back? Are we getting Aaron M. Holt on the show? Would you say he went hard in the paint? He went hard in the motherfucking paint. Are we getting Aaron M. Holt on the show? Or did Aaron message me back in Aaron, typical Aaron fashion? And I'm here to inform you tonight, it is option B. So let's go to the email that Aaron sent back to me. And let's see uh, what this big own was here. So we go... Aaron messaging me back uh, yesterday at 11.44 a.m., almost 24 hours after my first email. And he goes, thanks for reaching out, brother. Well, first he, he, he mistyped and said, thanks for reaching our brother. Thanks for reaching out, brother. I think if you want a bigger channel to come on your show, there is a better way of doing it than trying to grab subs off stream sniping. So there's that word, stream sniping. Sniping. Uh, if you want to do that, I'm fine with it, which is completely... He's obviously not fine with it. He spent a whole fucking segment talking about how stream sniping is beneath him. And again, we don't stream... Have we stream sniped at all tonight? No, and we've done almost four hours tonight, or three. Where are we at on time? Yeah, we're approaching... We're, we are in uh, hour number three. We're going on four hours. No stream sniping yep. involved. Uh, I'm fine with that. It's a compliment in a way, he says. I say, keep doing what you're doing if it's honest and that's what you want to do. You don't have to worry about me approving, which I, I wouldn't give a shit if you approved or not. Uh, I, you wouldn't have to uh, worry about me approving, noticing, or being on your channel. Do your thing and do it well. Whoa, sorry, not, not, not the gunshot. I'm sorry about that. Do your thing and do it well. So as you guys could see there, Aaron M. Holt, in typical Aaron M. Holt fashion, yes, this guy right here, saw my email and completely declined our offer to come on the show. And at the end of the day, it wasn't for me. It was for everybody. Uh, it would have made for, I mean, honestly, that would have made for a fun show. This has been a very fun show. Very fun show. Very fun week. Yeah, Jay Etheridge says, uh, coping. Wait, do I have camera one on or two? I, I had camera two on. Sorry about that. Coping. You are coping, coping and seeing. You just can't accept what you're seeing. Yeah, you're coping. All right, uh, but yeah. So Aaron, John snipes. Yikes. Yeah, we do snipe. Have we sniped tonight? No. 
Will we snipe Sunday? Yes. It's not uh, everything. It's not the identity of this channel. And again, it's like, so did Aaron. So the fact that he even makes that argument to begin with is completely flawed. M hold stamp of approval. Copium egg picker says. Uh, Red Bar copyrighted uh, the accidental gunshot sound bit. You owe, me, you owe him some royalties. No, 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 no. None of that. Um, I got fat fingers. That's the reality of it, Chris. I go to touch one sound bite and then the other sound bite plays. Fucking bullshit! Coping, Terry Mizzo says, uh, imagine de uh, declining someone who bugs you, John. Uh, does it remind you of anything you've done recently? Uh, no, it's completely different. Because what I did was in a cordial fashion. I reached out to Aaron via email. I didn't spam and spaz out in a live chat. It's a complete difference. Yeah. There's a way to go about things uh, professionally. Uh, you know, I'll talk all this shit on Aaron all the live long day, but I reached out and I extended the offer for him to come on the show. Yeah, he declined. And that's fine. Yeah, and the big reveal, the big secret is, hey, uh, you know, the host of your show reached out very professional and asked if I wanted to come on. But that's not, Ooh, but that's, but see, look, we're getting off, off into the weeds there. The, the main thing is he's on there. He's on this show that we just played and saying he's got this, his, my secret is safe with him. So again, there's nothing secret about it. That That's mainly the point, whether he declined or not. I mean, I kind of assumed that he was going to decline and that's all fine and good. That's not the point. There's no secret, but yeah, we did reach out because I do like to talk to people. I talk shit on. Uh, and not just, you know, talk shit and then that's it. So, uh, Aaron. Well, we've had, uh, since I've been here, we've had Corey on, we've had Ray on, we, you know, we have people on. It's not a guest show, but we won't talk shit and then not give an avenue for people to reply. Everyone that we targeted, we've uh, essentially, you know, uh, had on. So, but yeah, so Aaron is there. Uh, Hipstar is a fake. John is righteous. There is a difference. Yeah, Jay Etheridge, exactly. Self-righteous, self-absorbed, not buying subs, right? Fucking bullshit! Yes, I don't buy uh, subs. Uh, kind of ridiculous. I made the point on Twitter. I'm like, yeah, if you're buying subs, not since Aaron M. Hold, have I seen anyone try to buy their popularity online? Right. Pathetic, man. Um, Admiral Dewey, Philly. Oh, shit. Phillies, uh, Sixers are going to lose, man. Oh, they lost. Uh, they did lose. 95-86, coming in from Admiral Dewey. Only The Sixers only scored 13 points. 13 fourth quarter points for Philly. Wow. So there will be a Game 7 back in Boston. That sucks. Wow. Well, oh, well, uh, I mean, look, this past year, I've seen the Phillies lose a World Series, and I've seen the Eagles lose a World Series. If the Sixers get bounced by Boston, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, to be quite honest. Well, dude, uh, my Detroit teams have not fared well. You guys right. have been doing much better than us, so least, I can't talk shit. Right, at least we're competitive. You guys can't even fucking find the playoffs if you fell on it. not worth anything right now, dude. Nothing. Uh, I want to continue on because there's some interesting clips, and then we're going to do some K-Cuck, and then we're going to get out of here. But let's go to, uh, I wanted to play uh, on Carl, 3025. Aaron sends suggestion. Uh, actually, I'm going to skip that one. Let's just go to 3255. 
And uh, the lawn mowing April saga continues thirty at thirty two fifty five. One second. Thirty two fifty five. Here we go. Uh, so this is uh, we watched a couple weeks ago. We watched. I think this was the show you came on late with your kids, but we were watching Aaron essentially. Uh, he doesn't fucking do any yard work, and April does all the yard work. That's why she's tan. And we get a little bit of backstory on this. Aaron, not only does he not do yard work, but he fucking hates it. So let's watch Aaron. Want to get your 12-year-old fix, you go to MLC. That, that did not come out right. That's not going to age well either. <laughs> that did not come out right. Oh. Uh, John Hahn says, I see boobs and sunburn. And April is beautiful, as always. Oh, thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Dude, I put sunscreen on twice today. I put none on. I fucking, honestly, I hurt. And I have to mow the lawn tomorrow, too. So she put sunblock on two times today. She's hurting. She's in pain. She's visibly more red than any other day she comes on air. And Aaron is making her go out and cut the grass tomorrow morning, which was actually today. Very, yeah. very insane that he can't take a, a manly initiative and cut the grass. It's very uh, Steven Crowder-esque from that video. Dude, and I, I've said this before, dude. They're almost the same person, Crowder and Aaron. Uh, He's Jim like Brulia. telling yeah, she doesn't let I me mow the lawn. Money, go mow the lawn and pick up the dog shit and all that. Right. You know, it's fine if, uh, you know, you have a woman that helps contribute but when she's doing all the manly things that's where that's where i start to ask questions that's where things start to become a little you know uh i don't even know what the word would be just kind of pathetic i guess at the end of the day that you can't you can't do any of the chores like your wife your blonde little factory working woods girl you know vocal fry don't dumbass of a wife I'd like to see Aaron's toolbox. I bet it's like a... Aaron a, doesn't have a toolbox! It's a, it's a little like a homeowner kit from Walmart, you know, with a pink hammer. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like the, it's not even that, dude. It's like the plastic fucking... Uh, the pe uh, plastic Fisher-Price tools you'd get as a child, the little plastic hammers and the plastic saws. Like, that's his toolkit, yeah, bro. Right. <laughs> that's his fucking toolkit. He don't got no real tools. Aaron doesn't even own tools. He's fucking gay. Uh, Dude, I'm sorry. Maybe this is uh, uh, too conservative of me, but I have some feelings about if you can't change your own oil or change a tire or certain things, you know what I mean? It's like... Then you shouldn't live. And are you? You shouldn't live. If you can't change right. your own tire or change your, your oil... oil. Uh, maybe not oil. We'll, we'll give just well, a tire... Oil a little more you gotta lift it up but i mean know how to do it dude he's he's like a pussy right he's he's worse than a pussy at least a pussy knows how to change oil i don't even know if that reference fit but there it is uh let's watch you don't want to mow the lawn be i honest. mow the lawn and you shit on me for the job i do I did that one time because you flew through it and it looked terrible. You did and it you even said you're going to be mad at me. You did it multiple times. You prefaced times. it. Well, you came I, to me and said you're going to be mad at me. I do the lawn the way I do the lawn and it happens. It happens. Which is what? With blinders on? <laughs> so she's so dumb. I guarantee this is what's happening. I guarantee. I could promise you this is what's happening. Aaron cut the grass one time and uh, he didn't do it correctly. She gave him a little side lip. And he realized, the way I can get out of this 
I'll just have to cut the grass again, but I'll do it on purpose this time and I'll do it horrible. She'll say something and she'll being her, uh, being the woods girl that she is the good little woods girl. She, uh, you know, offered to do the lawn instead and, you know, to kind of uh, poo poo Aaron because he can't do it or at least uh, so she thought she's so dumb that she believed that Aaron fucked up the grass on, you know, right. purpose. What homeowner fucks up the grass. You know what I mean? It's, they don't even have they don't have that much land. Have you ever seen their house? I'm not oh, doxing yeah. them, but it's online. They don't have much land. So uh, how do you fuck that up? I have no idea. To make your poor, dumb, woods fucking woman of a wife to go out there and do and get sunburned. Or while she's sunburned. So she's going out there in fucking tears and in pain. She's suffering while she's trying to make straight lines on your lawn while you sit inside for hours upon hours talking about, uh, you know, Dylan Mulvaney and Steven Crowder. She's out there fucking power washing and scrubbing the sidewalk. From the and, and what's important to wonder now, because I didn't think about it, but since April's cutting the grass, are they push mowing or do they have a little? No, they're, they're they're push mowing. They they don't have that much money to afford a John Deere fucking ride along mower. They're so push mowing. April's out there push mowing that shit. One thousand percent push mowing. They probably have a little edger. She edges, she puts on her little fucking, you know, farm glasses, those clear glasses, the the pebble repellent glasses. She puts on her little steel toe hat, her little fucking uh, wrangler jeans. She gets bust open a fucking Coors Light and she gets to it, man. She fucking bleeds for this shit, quite literally. We need to make a Photoshop of like Aaron sitting on a lounge chair drinking a a, a, white, a white claw. She's mowing the lawn. Aaron's <laughs> drinking a white claw and she's out there fucking cutting the lawn and he's like telling her what the fucking do. <laughs> That's called a callback, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, fuck! I didn't mean to do that. I don't have to. Leave. I didn't mean to do that either. Son of a bitch. Whatever. You get the point. Uh, fuck! I had fucking bullshit. I might be a little drunk. Uh, let's continue with this. I eyeball it. I eyeball it. Uh, Wasabista says, at the risk of excessive simping, I thought that forehead stuff was creepy incel bullshit. Well, that's well because it is. <laughs> that's exactly what it that's is. Not a, that's not a simp comment to make. Yeah. That's just weird. It, that's just being observant. That's all that is. All right. Uh, to quote the great Dave Landau, family is off limits. I agree, Kmart ready. Uh, John Hahn says, confirmed, Jenny Jingles has joined April as beards for their podcasting husbands. Oh, oh. He's inserting Jenny Jingles into his shit. That's interesting. I don't even know who Jenny Jingles is. Carl's wife. Oh. That's interesting. Mudsharks Unite says, hey, ape, you missed a spot over there? That's what Aaron's saying with his white claw and his pinky out like a fucking tool bag. While he sits there and collects shade and reads the next article on fucking uh, foxnews.com. Uh, Egg picker, LOL. Being observant. Yes. Uh, we can't even see April's forehead, for God's sakes, John. You can't see it's your not, uh, I want to clarify. It's a fucking five head at minimum. It's not a forehead. Well, not when you zoom in on it. When you zoom in on it, bro, it's like a whole fucking planet. It's not even a there forehead anymore. Way back where my hairline is, when you go up by her part, it's way back there. I think it's fucking tragic. Softcast, I I'd be willing to to say that she has a worse hairline than you. 
I have hair where she has hair. Look at that. We both look Klingon. <laughs> That's amazing. Look at her. Yeah, she looks Klingon. Look at that ridge coming up from her nose. No, that's not She's her nose. Lieutenant Commander Wait, April Ward. What are you seeing right now? Her nose? That's her fucking head. <laughs> yeah, but look at that line coming up from her nose. Can you see those shadows? Look. These look guys. Look at that. See that? Urgh, going yeah. right <laughs> he, gr- he growls. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bony protrusion. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly what it is, dude. Uh, you know, I, I know Melton coined this term, but it, it fits here, man. And she's scrimping all right. Yeah, when they were calling her a lobster because she was so red from uh, mowing Aaron's lawn, I was like, no, she's cooked scrimp. She's you know, cooked I scrimp. Give Patrick his props. <laughs> she's scrimp, dude. Wow. Uh, check this out. So at 30, it's right after this clip. Uh, thirty-four twenty-seven. Aaron, we're also going to find out. Not only does he cut, uh, not only does he need not cut the grass, but he also neglects his dog. And we know this to be true because, oh yeah, his dog. What's his What's his dog named? Corgi or uh, what the fuck's? It, his... it is a corgi, which is a little yapper dog. No, I know that. It, I know it's a corgi. But uh, what? Uh, Gonzo? Maybe. What the fuck is their dog name, dude? It's something like that, like Gonzo or Turbo or some gay name Aaron would give it. <laughs> XMM says, big scrimping, spending cheese. <laughs> Jay-Z reference. Uh, Much Sharks Unite, it, it has uh, own. It has its own orbital pull. Or, yeah, orbital pull. Uh, we need help, uh, help from the chat here, though. Uh, what is their dog's name? I yeah, need to find out. I can't move on. I will not move on until I find out that name. One arm, uh, wait, one arm, uh, the burn. Someone said, uh, Gordy, Kip, it's Gordy, Gordy, Kip Smith, thank you. Kip Smith, you're, you're a man. A lifesaver, or a lightsaber. <laughs> I might be a little drunk, bro. I just called Kip Smith a lightsaber. I meant to say lifesaver. Holy shit. Uh, all right, so let's find uh, how Aaron not only cuts, the, uh, doesn't like to cut the grass and is lazy, he also neglects Gordy, his dog. Jenny Jingles is W. W A T P. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, Patrick Michael. That's his name. That's Patty C. Cups. That's Patrick why, Michael. Why is he Patty C. Cups? I'll bite. That's what Carl calls him. Is it the C. Cups? I'm late to I'm late to the Patrick Michael thing. I don't know any of these people. So I don't know. Uh, Jesus Christ, drink a Bud Light and mow the lawn, says hey, Kyle. Hey, I, stop look. for a second because it's funny. He is known as Patty Seacups because his name is Patrick Michael, and he's an Irish ginger like Tom. Right. But we call him Seacups because he's got movies like Aaron. That's why he's sure. Patty Seacups. Yeah, he's got, yeah, yeah. yeah, hence the name. <laughs> right. They, she's, I think. She's stupid. She, she's dumb, dude. You're trying to, like, mansplain it to her. She, she still don't get it. Yeah, but if they followed Carol's show at all, they would know that, dude. Patty Seacups is almost as legendary as John is. I'm sorry. I just wanted to bring that up because it's no very obvious. Uh, all right, so so check this out. Look, man, I... I don't it. mind mowing the lawn. It's the sunburn that's going to hurt. I like mowing the lawn, too. It's a good exercise, but April yells at me. I do not. Stop telling people I do that. She tells oh, me. Oh, we got to zoom in on her. But April yells at me. Hold on. 
Hold on. Oh, check this fucking scrimp fest over here. Sorry, I'm using Melton's terms, I know, but it, it's it, the, really the best way to describe it. I like mowing the lawn, too. It's a good exercise, but April yells at me. I do not. Stop telling people. Oh, I got to get that in the freeze frame. One sec. It, it's a good exercise, but April yells at me. She's like, huh? Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> he, he's gaslighting her. Dude, he's saying, I would mow the lawn, but April thinks I do it wrong, and it causes too much strife. Dude, he's I... totally gaslighting. Because her. I guarantee, man, like I said, he cut the grass wrong one time, realized she got mad over it, and realized yeah. she would do it because in her mind, she could do it better and right. So he was like, fuck it. Yeah, you do it then. I, I suck at this. Look, I, I make zigzags. She's so dumb, she can't pick up on no social cues, nothing. I do not. Stop telling people I do that. She tells me that I suck shit at it and that I should fucking... She said, next time, why don't you just lay down in front of You don't even want to take the poor dog for a walk. She goes, you don't even want to take the poor dog for a walk. Oh, that's fucking what, that's what the whole Crowder video is about. Taking dogs for a walk. Know your place. Madison. So, Aaron, what is it that you do? What, in society... What do you contribute? What do you offer anybody? Uh, what do you sacrifice? I'll go to a close-up here. What is it that, you know, uh, makes you a contributing member of society? You don't take out your dog. You leave your dog out in the freezing cold. You don't cut the grass. You don't weed whack. You don't power wash. You don't pick up twigs. You don't do anything. You don't do much of anything. You stream for... You stream nine times a week for about 30 hours a week. Yeah. And after you fucking show prep and watch clips and make clips and re uh, reply to people online, what time are you actually left with to be a man? And the answer is very simple. You don't have any time to be a man because when you do have that opportunity, your wife, your poor wife is the one who takes care of the manly work around the house so be better be fucking better and by the way patrick melton is selling your merch so it's just not a good look for you right now the cat's out of the bag man you could come on this show i don't know what the issue is uh very bizarre behavior but the, so that is the steel toe coverage we have for this week soft all right yeah i w i wanted to say one more thing about that it's like no don't do it i i talked to aaron a lot and he He's generally, I thought he would come on the show because he, he knows at nope. least me to be an honest broker. You right. know, what I mean? it wouldn't be a hit piece or whatever, but he's kind of bitching out. So Jay whatever. says, Jay says Aaron's kids are going to hate him when they're older. I mark my words and look, hopefully their kids fucking live a bright future and a better life than Aaron did. But I guarantee that's not going to be the case, and their kids will probably wind up growing up one day doing drugs, on OnlyFans, selling their booty holes for fucking uh, a little bit of coin. Uh, the reason why... And no, maybe not. Maybe, actually, I'll take that back, because Ashley LaRue seems like a, a strong pillar in their family where she kind of picks up the slack that Aaron, uh, you know, fails to provide as a father. So maybe Ashley... Uh, you know, maybe she can kind of gear those kids on the right track. 
But if, if, I mean, God forbid uh, Ashley LaRue stinks at being a mother, then those kids are just, you know, destined to become oh, failures. Can you imagine if Aaron and April had the kids full time? I, I don't think, you know, uh, protective services, child services would even allow that to happen. Well, I mean, you can't podcast from six to 10 because the kids no. got to go to school. Right. Yeah, you got to fucking get them uh, up, ready, showered, breakfast on the table. And, but Aaron wouldn't do any of that anyway, dude. It would be all April. She picks up the kids. She doesn't even pick up his own kids. And when he has his kids, we, we found this out to be true. When he has his kids and MLC is on, he runs over to Target to buy earbuds to listen to MLC while he has his kids. He only right. has his kids one day a week. And that's what he does with the time. Dude, it's so fucking sad. He's like, uh, I had to, I had to do my show. Now, I, I did it when I had my kids recently, but I didn't. You know what I mean? Go yeah, but that, yeah, but yeah, that was like a one-time thing, and you, you'd call it in for like thirty minutes at best. Right, and he's like, uh, I got to get some headphones and uh, tell the kids to shut up in the <laughs> car so I can listen. Now, remember we talked about crosstalk. While he's listening to MLC, he doesn't want his kids crosstalking in the back seat. <laughs> he probably fucking raises a backhand to them, like, shut the fuck up. what I tell you? Yeah, dude. The, the kids are going, I'm hungry, and April's going, <laughs> no crosstalk. <laughs> no crosstalk, dude. <laughs> but, but April... We haven't eaten since yesterday. Right. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm taking notes here. <laughs> we got to do a show. We do a fun show, of course. This has been a very fun show. Very fun show. Wow. Very fun week. Uh, love until forever. Blind Eye uh, Tim says, Blind Eye Tim. Dr. Chelsea, uh says, that seemed like a fake story. The Target story, Dr. Chow, you think that was fake? I, I don't think so. The only reason why I'm saying that is because they let us into what's going on in their lives, like un like unknowingly, like they almost do it on accident, and then like you know it's too late to turn back, so they just tell the story. Maybe and if, if I fake that story, that's the worst fake story ever. It's not good. Doctor Chow says I have I have like seven AirPod cases, and he's a professional podcaster with no headphones. Exactly. Right. I mean. Right. There goes soft again in this chair. It's lovely background, of course. Got to get him every time he gets up. But exactly. I mean, you know, you you guys aren't even podcasters, and you have more headphones than Aaron. It's like, uh, I don't know, dude. It, it's bizarre he doesn't have that many. It doesn't have an extra spare pair of headphones lying around that he's got to go out of his way to a Target to buy Apple. AirPods. I have, dude, I have uh, uh, headphones in my car so I can always use them. And I have this bag I carry around with me for work, like my general bag with my notes and shit. And I have headphones in there too. I, I always have headphones. I'm not five. Citizen M, <laughs> check this out. Check this out. Citizen M says, this is ridiculous. April is nice. I bet she's a loving stepmom. Hey, hey, Citizen M, hey, why don't we get on the same page? Are Have you been watching... The past three months, I mean, I see you in all the other chats, so I mean, I know you're not dumb. I know you're a pretty aware, you know, with it sort of guy, but are, are we watching the same thing? Are we listening to the same audio? Come on. I mean, you know, let's do a little better, Citizen M. You know, I, I like your work. I like what you do, but I need you to get with it at times. Uh, like, what, what am I missing? April is not a good stepmom. 
I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out. I think she she probably tries really hard. I think Aaron demands that of her. You know what I mean? But she's, dude, really, she's under 30, right? She's not really prepared to deal with two stepkids. Dude, and- she doesn't, three. She doesn't know how to live her own life. Look at the life decisions she made. Now, she's what, supposed to give advice to children? Like, I don't want April, like, telling uh, the youth what to do. Like, imagine if April was in charge of, like, the youth. You know, essentially, that's what she is. She's got three kids that Aaron obviously pays no mind to. He doesn't cut the grass. He doesn't walk the dog. He doesn't, you know, listen to his kids. You know, he goes to Target and buy, you know, uh, AirPods, listen to MLC. You know, he doesn't pick up the twigs. None of that. None of that. No. So... He don't give a fuck. She don't give a fuck. And she's not even good at it. Even if she did give a fuck, like I was saying, she don't even, she's not even good at it. I bet she washes his car. You know what I mean? He yeah, don't yeah. even do that. My car needs to be washed. Go. Yeah, go, go over there, you peasant. Right, right. Whether she does it by hand or she has to take it to the car wash place. You know, I bet she does it. To the car wash. All right, uh, <laughs> let's, I want to get to Kaycock. This is going to be the last of what we play tonight, guys. We appreciate everyone rocking with us tonight. It's been a, a very, very fun show. Coming up on the four-hour mark, hopefully we can bang K-Cuck out in a half, get out of here by 11 o'clock, set you guys up with a good weekend. I don't know if we're going to be back on Sunday, Soft, only because it's Mother's Day. We may, depending on what happens the next couple of days. But uh, we pretty much hit everything we wanted to hit on tonight. So, this, I mean, for that, that's a great show in and of itself. And uh, uh, That's up to you. I'm open if you want to do it. So, it's cool. Citizen M uh, says, XMM, yeah, they made a mistake. She's young. It's a lot. Your uh, extra extra posting? What am I? What's he, what are you saying there? Extra ploting? I can't really see, to be honest. A lot out there. Uh, single story about stopping for headphones that weekend with MLC. Yeah, you're extrapolating. Oh, a extrapolating. Lot of Sorry. Single uh, story about stepping, stopping for headphones. I'm not extrapolating. I'm taking exactly what they said and just, uh, you know, repeating it essentially. Right, and we're not extrapolating. We're just saying these are two grown adults. I'm a grown adult. This is, you know, what I mean. Well, there's ways to do things, and then there's ways not to do things. Kmart Ready says, if there's a spider on the wall. April has to kill it. Exactly. If there's... Yeah, yeah that's it. If Perfect. There, uh, yeah, if there's anything that needs to be done, breakfast, lunch, dinner, uh, you know, picking up twigs, picking up leaves, picking up... I mean, you name it. Cutting the grass, walking Gordy, taking the kids to school. Again, I mean, you know, I'll give her a, an E for effort for trying to be a model citizen, but, you know, just because she tries... People tried a lot of things. It doesn't mean that they're good at it. And that's really my whole big takeaway is like, she's not good at what she does, you know? And that's not really no fault on her, but this is like, she don't have any life experience to pass down to these kids. She's a kid herself in a lot of ways. So, you know, what good is uh, she going to do by uh, being around these kids? I see her a lot of times like pulling her hair out and going, uh, I need help. And Aaron's on his phone going, I'm prepping for the show. Yeah. Handle it. I'm <laughs> I'm watching Kumia. Don't you know it's four o'clock? 
you fucking take care of it. the show. It's important. She and he probably threatens her, dude. Just much like Crowder. And yeah, this is all yeah. legit, all speculation, of course. But he probably threatens her. Do you want to go back to the factory? Do you want to go back to the woods? Do you want me to send you back there? Remember how hard? And he probably fucking threatens her too. Like, remember how horrible that was working in a factory for twelve hours a day, slaving over factory work. You peasant, pick yeah. my twigs up. You now. Let me say, I was gonna call her a whore, but <laughs> I, I, I just I, I can only imagine. He can say the Crowder thing. Do your wifely duties. Do your wifely duties. Exactly. Uh, do your wifely duties. That's what should be the either the title of this stream or the next. But let's get into K-Cuck. This is episode seven. Uh, My man, Tom. Tom motherfucking Chillstrom. Tom motherfucking Chillstrom. Tom motherfucking Chillstrom. I love this guy. I fucking love him. Tom Chilstrom is the guy, dude. He's the guy of all guys. I must say, uh, you know, he's very, well, Tom is special, you know, and that's, uh, that's okay. That is uh, quite all right. Tom is special, but Tom is special to us. And yeah. He, you know? He, he's just another guy trying to make it out here like we are. So let's get to it. K-Cuck episode seven. Let's watch a couple clips and we're going to get out of here for the night, guys. We appreciate everyone rocking with us. Pretty good episode tonight. Pretty fun fucking show. So let's cap it off right here. K-Cuck episode Shut seven. Up. Corey Adam, Luke Skywalker, and Tom. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Uh, Let's get to it. K-Cuck episode seven. What do you say? Is this how you feel right away with Luke every time, Tom? I got nothing. One hundred percent. I hate the dude. <laughs> All right. Well, we have uh, we've had quite a week of uh, mishaps and triumphs, and uh, as we walk around the internet and watch everybody uh, experience us, shout out to uh, Pat Melton, whose voice doesn't work. He's watching us in his own Discord with a private party. That's cute. Uh, shout nice. out to Win by Two Radio. That's us. Uh, Win by Two Radio trying to take credit for me making fun of Tom, as if they somehow. <laughs> unlocked a secret of me making fun of you, Tom, person I've made fun of for at least two decades. And that's not really what I was saying. Uh, more or less, I was saying, Corey, like, good job. Uh, you know, I, I see what you're doing with Tom. You're kind of using using him as the butt of the joke. Wasn't really, like, giving you anything. I was just kind of paying you a compliment, if anything. Right. And if anyone was there live last night, they see that Corey is really leaning into what... Um, I don't want to say us, but um, maybe people that listen to us started, you know, I mean, Corey is like latching on to what we've been doing. Uh, yeah, he has. Uh, he watches everything. He was in this chat earlier. He probably still is. Cream Green says wheelchair Luke. Yeah. So there's this rumor now that Luke is in a wheelchair. Which oh, yeah. I made comments on that. He's not. I'll, I'll just I'll inform you guys now that he's not in a wheelchair. There's a clip in this. That uh, proves that he's not. We like Tom, Dr. Chow says. Jay Etheridge dropping the emotes. Cope, yes, yes. Bounce, Brian says. Uh, I will try to get at those guys for sure. Chris says. Citizen M says. Chris, you'll have to. Okay, so they're cross-chatting. Oh, you fuckers. I missed last night was watching Red Bar. Okay, so Dr. Chow missed last night. So this is a good way to catch up. Uh, we'll play all the best clips that we found. Tom is going to melt down. Corey is going to kind of. Shit on Tom a lot. Uh, again, very interesting shit here, guys. 
Uh, so let's check it out. Let's go to the first clip, 229. And Tom, now remember a couple weeks ago to kick off this whole Tom Chilstrom coverage, we called him out for the clown video. Not so much of a call out. We were just kind of making fun of him that he was in this clown world video. And uh, the second video was him getting kicked off, uh, kicked off and cucked off the stage by this fucking long-haired, you know, uh, hippie-looking character. Uh- at one of these regional wrestling things. At, exactly. The good callback, by the way. So, uh, Tom, in this clip, is going to act like he doesn't know uh, anything about this clown video, which I found to be pretty shocking. It's like, we all watched you dress up like a clown and act like you were in clown world for f- a four or five minute, you know, uh, like concept video. And now you're going to play dumb? I don't get it. So let's watch Tom kind of uh, talk himself into this one. 222 will go to Tom Chilstrom denying that he was ever a part of Clown World. I know, dude. It's uh, it's going to be like that till fucking October or some shit. So, damn, crazy. Softcast says Tom equals not racist, except that thing where he did the clown face. <laughs> I thought that was a good joke. <laughs> All look, all, all of them don't even like Tom didn't even laugh at that, and that leads Corey to believe like that you're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. But really, yeah, that was a solid joke, Softcast. I don't know what that even means, man. Mean. Wow, lie. Can you be clown racist face? towards clowns? Well, it's not really racism towards clowns because they're not a race. They're not even protected people. They're whoa, fucking clowns. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy, whoa, Tom. dude, come on. So little Tom racism coming out. Now, uh, if it wasn't for the blacks, if it wasn't for the Mexicans or the Jews, Tom right. is now uh, kind of discriminor- uh, discriminatory against clowns. Okay, very interesting. Uh, it seems to me like when Tom does something, you know, he dresses up like a clown, his way to cope with it is to shit on it. So it leads me to believe Tom was into black guys and or black gals or into right. that sort of stuff. And that's why he's racist, because he, you know, secretively deep down inside actually has complete infatuation for that. That makes sense. It does. Okay. I'm starting to wonder about Tom getting pegged. now. <laughs> Tom getting pegged by black gay clowns. <laughs> Imagine that. I'm coming. I'm gay as hell. Yes, you are, Ray DeVito. Uh, so I, I want to jump ahead. I have so many clips from this, but, I mean, we could be here all night doing Kaycock. So I kind of want to pick the best time codes. We'll go to 3844. And this is kind of Corey uh, poking fun at Tom, and Tom's going to get worked up on this one. 3844, this is why Tom keeps his mouth open. Corey's going to ask the question, like, Tom, I always notice you keeping your mouth open. You're a mouth breather. And Tom's going to get a little uh, little aggravated at Corey. So we'll go to 3844. Yeah, 3844. And du- coming in with two bucks. Uh, bank is still open, by the way. Two bucks from W, man. Appreciate the two. Thank you. Says, I'll get that clown video to you soon. Yeah, we got a good clown video coming from uh, the one W, man, who, by the way, put out that Podcast Wars video that we dropped like last week on the channel, which was a phenomenal edit. Shout out to W, man. If you guys need yeah. any editing done uh, you know, hit W Man up if he's. Uh, I believe W Man. You know, could uh, you know edit a, a really good video if he's deciding to take uh, new clients on. But uh, yeah, did a really kick ass job, man. Uh, so we appreciate the two and appreciate that clown video coming in. 
So let's go to 38, 44, and watch this dog shit. 38, 44. Tom is a mouth breather. Here we go. 120 pounds. Way heavier than that. No. But maybe add some weights to it, you know, to give it some resistance. Could do, right? Yeah. Corey, yeah, please funny. zoom in on Tom's face. His mouth is always open. <laughs> you gotta it breathe is. somehow. It is. No, it's totally true. Tom is a total mouth breather. Watch. I'll zoom in on him and just... Okay, it's open. It's open. <laughs> mouth breather. It's open. It's open. Now it's closed. It's open again. It's open again. Oh, God, you're such a fucking cocksucker, it's Corey. Open. I swear to God. And by the way, the reason my mouth is open is because I am trying to get fucking words out, you fucking losers. <laughs> it's, it's open again for anybody wondering. Let him I'm fucking... So the reason why he keeps his mouth open, like this is this is Tom Chilstrom behind a mic. <sighs> yeah, Corey, I like uh, I don't know anything about that clown <sighs> video, Corey. That's Tom. He doesn't keep his mouth shut. Breathe through your nose, damn it! You're on camera. Right. He's just sitting there like, duh. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> But check this out. He's so dumb. He's almost going to fucking choke on water and die on this podcast. Laughing, you jackass. I can, I can. And he can't talk shit. You jackass. You shit stir. I'm not some Tom fucking Kevin Spacey criminal and shit like that. Drinks water. is still open while he drinks. Got him. Fucking got him. And Tom is bent over with water. It, you know, drizzling out of his nose here. Corey says uh, something about uh, his mouth open when he drinks. Not even that funny of a joke. No offense, Corey. But Tom completely, oh, my God, I'm going to spit my drink out. Like, no, th this, is a, this is a common cope that we see. When people feel uncomfortable, they tend to laugh extremely. Yeah. They, 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 they overly laugh to overcompensate for this state of awkwardness that they found themselves in. And to that, I would say it is a giant fucking cope. You are coping, coping and seeding. You just can't accept what you're seeing. Yes, you're coping. That's yeah. Tom. That's like I don't have anything to say, but I should say something right here. Right. You know. Right. So it's total so, cope. It's it's weird to watch. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna act like uh, I have water. Right. You know, it, it, expelling from every hole in my body. So Tom, uh, yeah, very dumb, very dumb Tom. We'll go to, we'll keep it moving. Uh, Tom is a doofus. Let's do that one. That seems fun. 4840. Let's see how uh, dumb Tom continues to be here. 4840. It's very hard to fast forward with this. Here we go. And just in case you guys are joining us, Tom is not racist. Well, that's, uh, we'll say this. I, let's not go that far, Softcast. We'll say it is up to your imagination whether or not Tom is racist or not. So let's check this out. Tom is a doofus. It has different taste notes to it, if you will. But I don't know. Either way, you're really just taking shots of it. You're not really fucking trying to, like, let me just wash it around the palate. Wait, how was that you again? Fucking... How was that again? <laughs> No, no, no! Don't lean into it now. What? How is it again? Let's really, really. Don't make the smacking noise. His mouth is still open, by the way, guys. Good. 
fucking laughing, you fucking cocksucker. Okay. All right. <laughs> I can't fucking do it now. Yeah, you got it. Come on. Come on, Tom. You're drinking Malort. Yeah, you're drinking Malort, dude. Do it. Sifting around, just... Oh, I gotta get it. I gotta get it. I gotta get that freeze frame. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Tom. You're drinking Malort. Yeah, you're drinking Malort, dude. Just... Wow. What's, what's really funny to me about this is uh we were uh we were crushing time in the live chat. Oh dude, the, the live chat completely the fucking story is totally leaning into it. Right. Balls Deep says, uh, Tom's knuckles drag too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dr. Chow says, Shuli is going live from Pottstown in 15 minutes. No fucking way. We'll, we, we'll get a little Shuli on the way out here. We'll do a little stream sniping. Yeah, we will. 15 minutes, we're here. We'll do a little stream sniping, huh? I'm the stream sniper of the world, motherfucker. That was kind of corny, to be honest. But uh, let's keep playing Tom Children. It's not about me. We might tune in. Uh, uh, Dr. Chow, send me a link uh, for Shuli. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap this up and then go. To, we'll see what Shuli's doing from Pottstown, uh, a place I'll be in on Saturday to go check out Uncle Rico live. Tom Chow, take just, it away. You know, like, it's a terrible fucking sound. That's actually probably worse than what it sounded like the first time. So Yeah, it definitely got worse. Sorry for everybody. All right, I, I want to kind of breeze through these two clips right here because they tell the same story, but uh, one has to set up the other. So we'll go to 5649. Tom's starting to get frustrated here. Very upset uh, at the way this podcast is going. He thought he was going to come on here and do topics, and instead right. uh, he's been made into the laughing stock. He is the Chad Zumok. If this was MLC, he would be the Chad Zumok. Now, I found it quite rich because at the end of this show, I don't think I have a clipped out, but at the end of this show, Corey was trying to project onto the audience who we should make fun of. And he even suggested and offered up Luke as a sacrificial lamb uh, to be made fun of and said, I'd be, it'd be interesting to see how the trolls handle Luke. I'm here to tell you, Corey, you don't make that decision. We make that decision. <laughs> We're not done with Tom. There's still a lot of meat left on that bone. And we will, uh, you know, we'll do everything we can to make sure uh, we at least see one walk off before our job is done. Uh, but Luke, you know, and this is not to say we're not going to go after Luke. We might make fun of Luke when the time is right. But the show host doesn't dictate when people go after who they go after and when they go after. So let's keep playing. Tom, this is Tom getting frustrated with way, uh, the way this podcast is going. We stick to heroin, Luke. Shh. Shout out entire says how topical of you, Tom. Topical. Barry Watson says, can he close his mouth or is it medical? Yes. God, you fucking jerks. See, it's happening. It's happening. Jesus, I'm just trying to bring the fucking. No, it's this is the thing, man. And like when he gets uncomfortable, he takes a sip of water, he rubs his eyes, he yards, it stretches. We've seen him do this before. Like, he's got nothing. This guy's got absolutely nothing. Yeah, and it's very funny, like, uh, when this shit happens, like, somebody will say something, and then ten people who aren't necessarily, uh, their comments weren't very funny, but they pile onto it, 
And then it just becomes overwhelming and crushes the motherfucker. Crushes, <laughs> crushes an understatement, dude. Like yeah. every comment is like, you, you guys are ripping the soul out of this guy's fucking body. It's amazing to watch in real time. The, the, you know, the meltdown, especially from a ginger. They're just uh, the way a ginger melts down is different from anybody. Uh, the way anybody else melts down. It's just like it's quite. You know, it's not the same if somebody had. Dark hair and they okay, they melt it down, it's all fun and good, but we forget about it the next day. When a ginger melts down, however, you tend to remember it until you die. You know, because there's not too many gingers in the world. They're they're a uh, select bunch. And so you'll remember the times. That should be a song. You remember the times a ginger broke down. <laughs> and wow. and shout out to uh viewers of this show because Absolutely. it was you guys in their fucking Rattling Tom's cage. It was very funny. Congrats to all of you. Uh, let's keep playing here. Tom's going to get frustrated, and then this leads into another clip, and then there's like three left we have here. It, this show is a marathon, not a race. You can't come hot out of the gates with energy for a half hour. And I could have fucking come out of the gates I don't fucking hot if you didn't fucking just keep reading all this bullshit from these fucking lunatics. <laughs> so would you say wow. that the chat is getting to you tonight, Tom? <laughs> Absolutely not. You are getting to me. We could have I? I fucking avoided them the whole fucking night, man. How am I? This... I was having fun. I was fucking rolling. And then you want to just keep going to check, going to check, going to check. Watching the show. These are your fans, Tom. Fans, <laughs> mans. I don't need them. Oh, my God. <laughs> fans, mans. I don't need them. Gulp. <laughs> like, Jesus, dude. Tell me you're uncomfortable without telling me you're uncomfortable. Sir. Wow. Yeah, that's the worst thing to act like it 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 affects you. Well, just to say like it doesn't matter. Like it He's like he's like, I know. he's like trembling at the thought of live chatters. He's like fans mans. I hate them anyway. Oh, sip. <laughs> like what a bitch. Grow a set of fucking balls, bro. You're like 6'7", 300 pounds. You'd probably yeah, fuck us dude, all up. This size, I wouldn't take no shit from anyone. Nobody, bro. I'd be like, I, like I said, Lenny from uh, Of Mice and Men. I'd fucking squeeze you to death until you but, fucking... It's like grow a set of fucking tits. That motherfucker's like one of the guys from uh, um, uh, Game of Thrones. You know, <laughs> right. One of those Irish Vikings. No, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't take yeah. no shit. An Irish Viking. <laughs> Jesus you know Christ. What I, mean, I know exactly what you mean. That's, yeah. I mean, you look up the definition of like average Minnesotan. Tom Chilstrom is the guy who pops up in the dictionary. This is like, uh, you know, you look up ancestry.com and you find a guy like Tom Chilstrom in your uh, DNA. And <laughs> I don't even know where I was going. Whoa, check, check. Did I knock that out? Oh, I think that knocked it out. Hold on, guys. Let me make sure it's good because I have PTSD from Sunday. Okay, it's good, dude. It's been holding up, so I think it was just uh, I didn't update my fucking computer uh, for like five weeks, and I just forgot about it, to be quite honest. So I think it was just uh, the updates were behind. So it's been good. Now, I say that, and it might fucking shit itself. So let's just finish the show, because this is where we were when I noticed it last time. We're doing very well. Don't jinx it. We're walking a fine line. So Tom getting very upset says, Hater schmaters, I, uh, you know, don't need you anyway. Tom, you need us more than you know. 107.20, Corey's going to get real with Tom here. So let's check it out. Corey's getting, uh, you know, 
Corey knows, dude. Corey senses this. It, you know, Corey's not dumb. I've never been on here saying Corey's a dumb guy. Yeah, did Corey rush his podcast? Uh, yes. You know, did he get fired from Steel Toe? Or not fired, but did he quit Steel Toe one week and then the very next week he started his own podcast without any sort of uh, effort into it? Uh, you know, no concept, no set design, no nothing. It's just, it's like a stream yard show without the super chats and with all the trolls. And right. so that, but I've never called Corey dumb. I don't think it's dumb. I think he was just ambitious more than anything. But uh, so Corey picks up on this. Corey picks up on that Tom is kind of having a rough get and is realizing like, bro, stop being a fucking bitch. And he's going to kind of get real with him a couple times on this episode and this is uh, one of the first times. So it is at 107.20. Let's go to 107.20 and let this clip play out. Corey getting real with Tom. Here we go. All right. Goodbye, caller. Goodbye, caller. Thanks for calling in, though. Tom, what are you texting? Yeah, what are you texting, Tom? Can you show everybody? Oh, I was just uh, telling the girlfriend that... Uh... Because she, she felt bad about texting during the show. Yeah. She said, oh, I've, I totally forgot you had the show tonight. And I said, it's not a big deal. Um, no, just it, is, it is. It is. Comments from all these morons yeah, out it's here. A pretty so. big, it's a pretty Please big deal. Please never fucking do it again, Tom. Yeah. It's a big deal. Be a man. First of all, Luke, I'm going to tell you right now. The ladies, don't you the ladies crave a say strong. anything like that again. Otherwise, I, next time I see you in person, I'm just going <laughs> to fucking backhand He's going to punch you in the dick hole, too. Tom's going to punch everybody in the dick hole. <laughs> I said back at him like the bitch old, he is. Come on, old, man. Good old dickhole Tom. Tom, shut the fuck up. I'm so sick of your weird attitude. It's like you fucking like get some pussy and all of a sudden it like shakes through your man thing. You need to calm down before I come over there and figure you like the bitch you are. Right. Wow, you need to calm the fuck down, sir, before I come over there and make you calm down. Wow, Corey just <laughs> not bad from Corey. Not bad. This was the Corey, <clears throat> you know, if Corey did this sort of thing on Steel Toe, I think the, that whole thing would have ended, and uh, this whole thing would have been a lot different. It would have been a lot different than 25 live viewers all being trolls. I, I think, you know, Corey would have gained a lot of respect from both sides, where I think the opposite happened, and both sides, like Steel Toe and fucking, uh, you know, his own audience and Melton's audience and everyone who watches all these shows— Everyone was kind of, you know, laughing at him and didn't really take him serious because, you know, you, you don't stand for anything. You'll fall for, if you don't fall for, if you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for. Fall for anything. No, if you don't stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. There it is. I always get that saying mixed up. So, yeah, Corey could have done himself well after the mountain thing if he would have just been like, yeah, I fucked Aaron. But, you know, he tried to play a weird line that I didn't like. Well, he was, yeah, he was trying to play both sides of it and kind of coming out like, uh, you know, like I didn't do anything wrong. Don't hate me sort of thing, you know? Right. Which is what he's doing now to his co-host. It's like, it's for the funny. Exactly. Just right in his face. But he was, Corey was uh, wishy-washy about the mountain stream site, which Aaron hates. So Aaron should think uh, Corey's a piece of shit because he was involved. You know what I mean? Well, we actually find out in this episode that uh, Aaron, uh, apparently Corey doubles down and says he hasn't been receiving any text messages from Aaron. And Aaron has been saying that he's been texting Corey. So somebody is lying 
my thing is uh, release the text. Both guys release the text. Release your text threads. And we'll, we'll get to the bottom of this. Is, is it as simple as maybe Corey is literally just not receiving the text messages? Funny how that works because when you were on Steel Toe, you got all the text messages then. Right. So what's different? Uh, and I'm not, I'm, this is not me coming to the fence of Aaron, but it's like, you know, somebody isn't being completely honest. So let's get to the bottom of that, please. Thank you very much. Uh, 126.50. Tom's going to go on an epic rant here. We got two more clips left. So let's watch Tom completely lose his mind. I thought he was going to walk off here. Again, we all know Tom not to know how to talk shit. He kind of, you know, gets very flustered, you know, uh, just very uncomfortable, very awkward situation he finds himself in. A lot of the times, and this is a clip here is no different. So let's check it out. Tom, epic rant, fail. <laughs> True, probably. Texas F7, what's funny to me is that people enjoy shows and shit on other shows on behalf of shows they enjoy. Yeah, that's the internet, man. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, that's, the, that's kind of the weird thing about this whole fucking ordeal is that people hate because they really like this show that they always watch because they feel like they're part of that fucking fan group and that that phenomenon that's going on over there. But then fuck these guys for trying anything that's anywhere close to what I fucking like, even though goddamn it, they're fucking hilarious. But you know what? I really like what I got going on with this fucking loser over here. So I'm going to be a fucking loser and make those fun. Those guys feel like they're losers. Tell them, Tommy. Jesus fucking a man. Like just <laughs> learn okay. from your mistakes. Why do you look your like, why do you first of all being born? Which it wasn't your fault. That was your parents' fault. Get him. Number Get two. Get him, Tom. What? What's it? Get him. Go. Get him. Yeah. Okay. Second mistake is having any kind of fandom for things on the internet. You're fucking boring and you're trite and you're dumb. All right. Mistake number three is coming over here and thinking that anybody on this fucking show, whether they are in chat or on this show, gives two flying fucks about what you are concerned about. He can't even say that with a straight face. Like, right. as he's saying that, he knows that's a lie. And, like, his body almost, like, can't let him lie and does this, like, weird fucking spaz quirk. And, it like, you know, it shows. Like, it's okay if you care. Like, it doesn't make you less than a man or more than a man. You're putting out a product online. You're not putting out a product online and saying, I don't give a fuck if anybody listens to this ever. You're putting out a product online in hopes you gain an audience, pick up some, uh, you know, a little bit of a community, and, you know, they support you in what you do. It's fine. You know, it's, it doesn't make you anything less than. Now, if you talk to Aaron Emhold, he'd be like, that's fucking gay. But I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just what it is, man. You know, you, I'm not saying that you're uh, like a sociopathic where you, you feel, no maybe Tom does feel nothing. Maybe he doesn't have emotions and, you know, but I, I, I don't think so. I think he really does care genuinely about what everybody says about him. I do too. In the yeah. live chat, like after the live chat is done, after the show's done, he goes back and journals it, journals every bad thought. And he thinks from the time he's off the show until the time he's on the show, the time after that, he's going to try to work on these flaws that try to make you guys like that, him better. That's the funniest thing ever. I, I think about Tom uh, journaling from the last <laughs> podcast to the next. It's, it's so like, ridiculous. I said this. Right. Next time I will say that, <laughs> you know. Uh, we got two more clips, 128.38, uh, Tom defends his racism, and he's going to go off on another rant. So not even two minutes later, Tom is going to be, Tom is on one tonight uh, on this show, and he doesn't, uh, you know, fucking 
try to hide it. He just he's 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 leaning right into it. But this is what we love. One twenty eight thirty eight. Tom Chilstrom, another epic meltdown rant. If I can get to it, one twenty eight thirty eight. Here we go. Jay Ethridge oh, yeah. just called you a fat Nazi. Wow, Jay Ethridge. Oh, f- fantastic. You know what that means? I like how everybody's just throwing their animosity towards whatever their fucking pathetic. Right, real quick. Ross Dog's Broken Spirit says, I approve of uh, Tom's, uh, Tom's, centered, center, or Tom's centered content. Jay's putting the Tom emojis in the chat. That's funny. Uh, Rent free, somebody says. Admiral Dewey, those are body doubles. Sorry, I was just trying to read some chats. To tell, Dub says. Haven't seen Dub uh, in a while, I don't think. Maybe I have, I don't know. I'm kind of high and drunk at the same time. Let's get through uh, this clip, and we got one more to get through. Life is on me calling me a racist. Here's the reality, guys. Racist. Your words yeah, generally get don't fucking get matter get to, to anybody. Oh, oh Tom's going to kill himself. No. So, Softcast, you put that in the chat. Like, what, what did you say exactly? Oh shit! I can't remember. Play it back. I'll I'll see if I remember. Well, you know what? On me, calling me a racist. Here's the reality, guys. What's Your words yeah, generally get don't fucking get matter. Get them. Get them. To, to anybody. I don't say things like. Uh, no, wait, hold on. It was it was this right here because I know you, you you. I watched you say this. Oh, Tom's going to kill himself. Oh, you said oh, you got to watch out for Tom. He's going to kill himself, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you know what? <laughs> so watch. This is his cope. Tom's going to cope here about how he's uh, in the best mental uh, mental state he's ever been in. Actually, here's the thing. I've overcome a lot of depression and a lot of other things in my life. And guess what? Haven't committed suicide yet. Probably will never do that. So <laughs> it's funny that you all wow. bring up that kind of thing as like a last-ditch effort to try and get me to actually go over the edge. So, Wow. So Softcast, he's accusing you of uh, you know giving a last-ditch effort for him to uh, you know ultimately put a gun into his mouth and end it all. <laughs> <laughs> which, wow. Which obviously was a joke, but that's funny. Tom was a, he was grasping for straws. So if right. he went back like I'm being a, a mean troll, that's funny. And it's like, Tom, you know, again, man, you don't have to take this so seriously, bro. It's like, <laughs> really? I mean, it's not that deep, my friend. You know, uh, life moves on. You know, uh, nobody wants you to kill yourself. In fact, we advocate you to be on this show for the rest of time. I want you on this show. You understand how this works? I want you on this show just as much as I want Aaron to do Steel Toe. We'll talk shit on him for sure. But two things can be true at once. If Tom goes solo, if he does a Tom Children. Chillstrom show, I'll be watching. Absolutely. Well, we we got to get into this for next time. Two count. This two count show, I think, will be gold. Yeah, I've been I've been looking at it. It's pretty good. I can't the wait. Regional wrestling shit. These guys get very excited about it. It's weird. I'm starting to become impatient. This every seven day K-Cuck thing. Cake. I like. I need more. So, uh, Tom, you've just earned yourself me watching two count now and bringing that up onto the show. So you're famous, Tom. You have an emoji in my chat. We're watching two count. We're watching Tom. I mean, isn't that why you went on the internet for people to watch? So, Tom is the now the most famous racist covered by win by two in the paint. Exactly. Let's keep it playing. Let's get through this. Tom, take it away. Tom, take it away. <sighs> Feels good to be uh, fucking yeah. alive oh, right now. Good. Not get with it, you idiots, but and not really even these idiots I'm on the show with. But like in general, you know, life's going pretty well for me. 
because uh, again, you guys are all fucking here and saying your little fucking words. Blah, blah, blah. Tom, you are a bad person. Sure, MJ Etheridge, you're still going to be blocked on Twitter until you get at least fucking 50 followers. <laughs> wow. You hear that, Jay Etheridge? You're still going to be blocked on Twitter until you get those 50 followers. Fucking bullshit. Wow. You better start fucking, uh, you know, getting a page out of Hipstar's book and learning how to buy Twitter followers. Otherwise, uh, Tom's never going to unblock you. Right. Get your fucking followers. I, so wait, because are you saying that are, are we trying to advocate that people go out there and follow Jay so that you can unblock him? Yes. Everybody in this chat, go follow Jay Etheridge. So Tom does, in fact, unblock him. Jay, yep. Jay, yeah, I, I'm glad you brought that up because, yeah, we need to boost Jay Etheridge. Jay says outrageous. Yeah, yeah. So let's uh, everybody, you know, if you're on Twitter, head over to Jay Etheridge uh, on Twitter and give him a follow. So he, uh, Tom, will be forced to unblock, and Jay will be able to communicate. Obviously, Tom isn't a free speech absolutist. That's where me and him kind of differ. Uh, I can't get behind anyone who's blocking anybody. Uh, let's get to the last clip, guys, and then we're going to get out of here. It is uh, eleven o'clock. This is four hours, and I think that's uh, going to do it for us after this clip. We'll go to 145.40. Tom addresses the heckler video. So uh, remember, uh, uh, like, again, I said about this clown video yeah. that Tom completely denied and says he doesn't know nothing about this clown video. Well, we played another video from Tom Chilstrom where he got essentially cucked off stage. And, yes, he did. And, uh, again, Corey's going to kind of go into the defense of Tom and say it looked like a bit, it looked like a work, looked like a shoot. And Tom is going to kind of like, yes, and, and not really be like, yeah, yo, you know what? I did get caught. Well, he actually, he does admit it, but let's see how he does it, though. That It's the fun part. 145.40. Just got to go to it here. Whoa, it's my throat. Making some crazy A's noises. 145.40. Sorry about this. Go back 20. Here we go. It's hilarious, maybe man. A, maybe his phone just has a weight limit. <laughs> Citizen M says, Pot Sound is live. Uh, we'll check it out right after this. It's the last clip we're doing from Tom. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, man. Uh, Tom, let, Tom let an old man take the mic off him and end his stand-up set early. He's a beta. Beta! That's true. <laughs> yeah, they watched. Uh, they they were digging up these people. These people are really obsessed with you lately, Tom. It's kind of funny. They dug up some video that you did where, like, I think it was. And it, Corey, again, we're not obsessed, Corey. Nobody's obsessed. It. Uh, Tom makes a fucking fool out of himself. We cover it. We cover the meltdowns. And it's very weird. Like they dig up these videos. It's like, no, I I found Tom Chillstrom. And then I Google him, and I look at what's... You know what I mean? It's not digging up. Yeah, nobody's what? digging up anything, man. It's a simple Google, simple YouTube search, Tom Chilstrom, and it'll bring you... Hey, guess what? Tom Chilstrom content. Call me crazy. Uh, here, we'll do this. Uh, the Shuli Network. I'll have this prepped, ready to go, so when we get done with this clip here, I'll, I'll play this clip and get Shuli... Live from Pottstown. It was yeah. a crowd plant, but I'm not sure. But like some heckler came out of the audience and took the mic from you. And then you kind of like sat back and we're talking to him. I, it looked it looked recent-ish, like maybe a couple years or so new, I guess. Maybe not. Is that the right Tom? Yeah, it was for sure uh, Tom. No. It, it, seemed like, it seemed like it was staged, though, the way the verbiage was going back and forth. Not fucking staged. And you staged. know better than to like release a mic to a fucking audience member ever. Well, he did. Yeah, the only time I've ever given up a mic is when the manager of the venue was so pissed off because Earl Elliott couldn't control the crowd, and then the crowd got all up 
It might oh, have been. It might have been that. Was he like a long-haired guy? I don't remember. This. This is what they're doing. They're deep diving everything they can find on the internet. It's not that a deep Tom dive. Chilstrom, and is they're that going from to like Ricky Noren's like Renaissance Review? Probably. Simple I don't Google. know where it's from. I didn't recognize. I didn't recognize the stage. Hmm. It wasn't staged. Tom has not created enough to stage anything. And again, you know, we'll, we'll leave it on this. We'll leave Tom Chilstrom on this. Again, mouth wide open, eyes completely shut, arms crossed, by the way. Here, I'll zoom out so you guys can see this. Arms are crossed. Yeah. Because he's, uh, you know, trying to, like, hold in his fucking... Yeah, that's defensive. Defensive, right protective of his, uh, you know, fragile psyche. And uh, very bizarre, just completely denies uh, this, you know, well, he says it happened, but the way he says it, you know, and then Corey's kind of doesn't really know what he's talking about and, you know, very yes ending. But this is Tom Chilstrom, everybody. Buckle in. We have the next, probably the rest of the year we'll be covering this guy or, or until he walks off Kaycock or, you know, like I said, puts a bullet in his mouth. So hopefully it doesn't come to that. But uh, Tom Chilstrom, ladies and gentlemen, Tom and the clan, the podcast coming soon. Well, there's me. Uh, Tom and the clan coming soon. So uh, Tom Chosham is our favorite guy. Uh, thoughts? Any thoughts? I was going to say thoughts. Any final softs on thoughts? Soft. Do you have any final well, thoughts I, on Tom? I, I would. Uh, final thoughts on Tom. Um, no, we'll keep watching him. Tom is, I think, finally getting up, up to speed on what's going on here. Um, you think so? I, I do want to say gay guitar guy, check out his shit. We love him. Or we don't love him, but he seems like <laughs> soft. You are either high, drunk, or very tired. Yeah. We're I'm, all three. All, you're right. All three. All three. Fair. And, uh, <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I wanted to mention something else. I forgot it. See, you threw me off my oh, game. I'm sorry. Pitch. Here, let's go to live. Hey, our guy is cool. Um, Tom Chillstrom is cool. Tom, you're my favorite racist. <laughs> you're my favorite fucking racist. Uh, let's go live into Pottstown. Let's see what's up with Shuli. We're probably not going to spend a too, whole too much time on this. I want to call it a wrap. But let's see what they're talking about. Oh, Bob Shuli, everyone. Shuli can't afford a wireless sign. <laughs> we don't travel with a wireless. What kind of douchebag travels with a wireless sign? What the fuck is that? This was put up for me here. They knew I was coming. You got How people. dare you? How dare you? Go make hats. What are yeah. you doing? So first of all, over look there? at this camera angle they got. Uh, I mean, they cover uh, maybe one-fourth of the screen. The other three-fourths of the screen is a cardboard sign with the word the Shuli Network on it and the wires in the background. There's obviously no prep work that went into right. this show. Just, yo, let's hop on a mic because we're live yeah. from Pottstown. And, you know, we're going to get the Super Chats while we're live. You know, so we're going to be live. <laughs> Is that all I got? <laughs> you want me to fucking get up in arms over a modern-day Kato Kalen? I don't give a fuck. Surely. Let him Fun. stay in Kevin's beach house the rest of his life. He already looks like he's 90 years old anyways. That good enough for you? <laughs> oh. But yeah, that's all I got. Took Dude, a sip. Man. Are you bringing the show to oh. Jackson? Dr. Chow says, commit a crime? Dr. Chow says, the content house. So they're what at the content house. No, we'll, we'll bring it anywhere. <laughs> There's Brian. Very unhappy with me. Uh, what did I miss? 
Drywall. Uh, yes. $20 for Bob to shotgun cigarette rip into Perry's mouth. All right. What, neither David Skywalker says, right RP Knob we'll Levy. They uh, miss Brian streaming all day. You. Cool, man. I bet, his, I bet he's sleeping so soundly tonight. Um, bon Scott was better. Yeah, imagine the cuck feeling. Dr. Chow says they miss streaming all day. Imagine the cuck feeling. You're, you're surely, you're staying at Bob Levy's house. Bob Levy's doing MLC every day, and you got to wait idly by to use the internet so you could hop on and make a few dollars, you fucking uh, super chat fucking whore. So this is, yeah, they're, they're making up for lost time. Uh, you know, they're going to be live probably all night. They're li- They're scheduled to go live at 7 in the morning. They're going to go right so, back into this thing, like, as if they, you know, didn't miss a beat, essentially. So Bob's got all these guys, uh, Tracing around his house. No, from- no, no, no. This is no. This is live in Pottstown. Bob's in Jersey. Oh, He's right. like up the street from me. So they're they're actually in Pottstown, which I am going to be making my way up there on Saturday to get footage for our next show. Oh, look! They finally adjusted the camera. Yeah, right. I was like, nice. what's no, going just, on no, with this? <laughs> they finally <laughs> adjusted the camera. Look at this short there. little weasel. <laughs> hey, yeah, look at Shuli. Holy shit, dude. He looks like a tiny little guy. <laughs> a t- look, what are they doing? Uh, yes, Mason, you will see me in August. Hi, Jerry Shuli. I like that. What about Vegas? Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, we, we got if I could be a Jew right now, Vegas. I would be a Jew. I'd be a Shuli. Uncle Rico to Australia, buddy. I would love, love that. Uh, Shuli. Oh, of course he would love Shuli. Uncle Rico in Australia. Who's going to pay for that? No one. <laughs> Cha-ching. Who's that guy? <laughs> I'll jump in. Please, Dr. Chad yeah, looks like he, uh, you know, like went on the other side of the fence once or twice in his life. Uh, catch my drift. What the fuck? Oh, producer Joe's there. Producer Joe. Uh, That's why Stern said he won't go to the wedding. Yeah, because he goes to everybody's weddings. He travels all over, doesn't he? It's a nice day for a white wedding. All right, shit. Uh, Red Bar is watching. Hi, Red Bar. What's who always says that? Someone always says so and so is good blue. (laughs) Bad blue. No, he said Patrick Melton said it, or it might be the fake Melton, but he Uh, says Dry Bar is watching. (laughs) Red Bar is cool. So they got 222 in their chat right Uh, now. Obviously, it's going to take a hit on our numbers, but it's fine. We're giving you the Shuli content. Dr. Chow says uh, LMAO got him 100%. Do the hijinks. Shuli's Pottstown Smurf Village. Then come back. Should I? Late night tomorrow night. We're going to jump on late. Who is that? Dr. Chow says, who's that? Tom Chilstrom's uh, cousin? We're going to share uh, yeah. all our adventures with you. So I will be there Saturday, boys. Where is, where's yeah. the designated smoking area? Everywhere. I think. All right, look, we're going to get out of here, guys. We'll let Shuli do Shuli. I, we, we just don't right. simply have the time to stream them. I got to get up early as shit tomorrow. Uh, I, you're right, but I was just getting ready to tell him we're stream sniping you right now, you fucker. Now, well, <laughs> I mean, if you open that can of worms, I mean... Uh, we're gonna be here. Let's for leave it. Let's leave it. I feel like it's yeah, this, this we've been on too long. Yeah, this is four and a half hours of show. We did a solid job. Uh, let's surely be surely, man. We'll have look. I'll be up there on Saturday. I'll have footage to bring on the next show, so we don't need to be stream sniping, of All course, right. because 
Aaron would think that's uh, beneath us. It's the it's the lowest form of podcasting. Exactly. We're like we're bottom feeders. Exactly. All right, so guys, we're gonna get out of here for the uh, night. We appreciate everyone rocking with us. We appreciate everyone who super chatted in and supported, shared, liked, everything like that. Uh, thank you so much. For all that, this has been a fun show. Uh, this weekend is Mother's Day, so uh, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, if there is any at all. Uh, and, yeah, have a safe weekend, guys. Uh, like I said... Can I, can I say one more thing? No. Yes. Uh, just tell the people that are already members of the show that um, the Discord link, which is the new bonus for being a member, will be available, and they can join. Right? Yes. Is Yes, so if you're a member of this channel, uh, you will get the exclusive link to the Discord. We are opening up a Discord for our members only. <clears throat> it's one of the uh, exclusive perks you'll have uh, along with another show. And if you want to get in contact with the show, winby2radio at gmail.com uh, and send in your clips or whatever you got to do. Uh, but again, we appreciate everyone. Uh, Dr. Chow says get Ray DeVito coverage if you can. Oh, I will. I'll get as many uh, people as I can. Shuli, Levy, uh, Ray DeVito. Kumi is a good one. But yeah, Pottstown PA Content House this Saturday. Uh, that should be interesting, man. I don't know if we're going to be back on Sunday. Uh, we'll see how I feel because I'm going to this Pottstown thing. So if I get back at a decent time. Oh, yeah. If you're doing that, I was getting ready to call you a pussy when you said it was Mother's Day. But if you're going to the Pottstown thing, that's a Well, no. That's... See, the Pottstown thing is Saturday. Mother's Day Sunday. Yeah, but that will be a long night. That's what I'm saying. So we'll see. And then I got a long day Sunday. Maybe. we will uh, Probably we'll do a show, but, you know, there might be a chance we don't. Uh, I'll be around, dude. Yeah. So it's up to you. Well, dude, uh, again, thank you for everyone who tuned in. Softcast, we appreciate everyone. Uh, any final words, final thoughts, synopsis, what you learned tonight, anything like that before no. we get out of here? Um, no. I, I had a lot of fun in a... Our chat's pretty dope, dude. I like our chatters, even the ones that shit on us. It's Absolutely. pretty fun. I like it. Absolutely, man. Well, look, hey, uh, you have a good weekend. Everyone have a good weekend, and we will be back next time. Thank you for rocking with us, everyone. Uh, I'll let Tom Chilstrom take us out with this. No, hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, thanks for being here. Uh, you know, pretty solid effort all around, I would say, uh, mostly from Corey and I. Uh, Luke had some good points. <laughs> but uh all in all a good show thanks for everybody for being here let's uh let's call it a night let's call it a night let's bring home the troops everyone it's been a fun show this has been a very fun show very fun show very fun week thank you so much again for tuning in for myself john that is softcast we will talk to you next time peace out everyone By the way, I do want to say, I do want to say, uh, the computer lasted the whole time, man. Yeah, I was watching. I saw you tapping your mic.
Let's fucking go. Thank you so much again, guys. We'll see you next time. We'll talk to you then. Stay safe out there. Have a great weekend. We'll be back soon. Talk to you later. Peace.